Last time on Masks of Nialthotep. Recap. The party have returned to their plane at Joanna Springs in the Australia desert. We load up the plane, but Hugo faints in the cockpit from heat stroke, so Jack administers first aid. Once recovered, Hugo attempts to plot a course to Port Headland, but he isn't feeling well, and so Mackenzie and Raymond suggest delaying the trip till tomorrow. He is still unable to plot the course, but Raymond corrects it, and we take off and travel by red line to Port Headland. We part ways with Mackenzie and regather at the hotel. Our remaining leads are now Grey Dragon Island, Egypt and Kenya. Jack reveals going to Egypt is pointless because they were resurrecting Queen Nidocrease and the Dark Sphinx there. Mitch recalls that the Dark Sphinx is a physical form of Nyarlathotep and it commands an army of monsters. Jack explains there is a mountain in Kenya which contains another temple to Nyarlathotep and Grey Dragon Island is the location of the ritual which will end the world. Since it is nearer to our current position, the general consensus is to disrupt the ritual at Grey Dragon Island first, then prevent them from regrouping at Kenya. Recap. A decision is made to island hop via plane up to Shanghai with the cargo plane. Discussing these plans in, in front of Thomas gives him the realisation just how in danger the world is in, and now he is involved, he would be targeted by the cult. So he volunteers to join the group for protection, but also to assist where possible. While preparing, Matteo consults the cats on Lady Bast's advice, who recommends he recover the black rites of Rive Carath, stolen by Van Huvelden and taken to Shanghai. Rebecca seeks out Jack to assist her in reading her book. Not content with just writing it, Nal wants to read his own book as well. Jack learns the truth from the adventures of Naomi Trulot, and it also makes sense to Rebecca now too, and the pair fall into hysterics. Chai takes them to her room to recover as Thomas returns from sending a telegram. Mitch and Hugo, meanwhile, have been checking over the plane and stocking up on food and supplies, as well as arranging for a co-pilot for the long-haul flights ahead. Back at the hotel, Jack and Rebecca come back to their senses, and Matteo invites Chai to assist him in recovering the black rites of Louvet Carafe, who suggests Thomas, Jack and Rebecca could assist them and potentially acquire anything else the Dutchman has stolen. To unwind that evening, Chai and Walker have dinner together while they witness Hugo and Mitch on a dinner date. Recap. The following morning, we board the plane to fly to Batavia in the Dutch East Indies. Hugo and the co-pilot George and engineer Raymond launch the plane successfully, and Hugo navigates it too. It's a birthday miracle. En route, Chai T finishes the book The Cultist Manificarum and instantly regrets it. Rebecca attempts to learn some spells too. Hugo continues to fly. Mitch becomes a stewardess and inquires with Hugo how one learns to fly a plane. Jack also learns spells, and Thomas exercises in the cargo bay and learns to meditate with Matteo. Rebecca notices Chai seems disturbed while reading her book, so she takes her to one side to calm her mind again. Later, Hugo attempts to land the plane, and we depart to a hotel. Folks learn more spells, practice with their handguns, enchant a knife, and acquire some coffee beans. The following day, we begin our trip to Kuala Lumpur, with the co-pilot George taking the helm. Thomas tries some more meditation and nearly drifts off to the dark creatures in the city of Narcosis, but Matteo manages to jerk him back to reality. 
Mitch joins in learning meditation skills, and Chai reminds Jack that we should begin refilling the lure of power in preparation for the next ritual. Later, Chai attempts to learn a new spell when we all begin to hear a chiming. Chai suddenly appears to be a divine creature of beauty. Even her voice is angelic. Fortunately, no one is completely dumbstruck and captivated by it, but it doesn't go unnoticed. Hugo continues to successfully fly and navigate the plane, and we all land safely in Kuala Lumpur. Recap! Before going to bed for the night, we begin charging the lure. It was going so well until Rebecca touched it and fainted. Thomas is reassured, however, that this is normal, so he touches it too. And literally 10% of his soul is drained from him. His eyes roll back in his head and he collapses. Matteo is not prepared to get involved tonight after witnessing this. The next morning, we start our journey to Hanoi. Hugo begins the takeoff when one of the propeller blades breaks and pierces the wing. Chai recommends that those who are not helping with the repairs stay nearby within range of the scrying device on Matteo's person so that we do not get detected by the cult. However, she only remembers this after we've made it back to the hotel. After returning to the plane, Hugo, Rebecca, Mitch and Matteo assist Raymond in fixing the damaged propeller. Repairs are finished the following morning after members of the party charge the lure, but Thomas refuses after his traumatic experience. We finally leave and avoid the inclement weather. During the trip, Jack learns and accidentally creates some coyote dust and nearly exposes the whole cabin to sleeping powder. Hugo gives Mitch a crash course on basic aeronautics and how planes fly, and we manage to fly through some turbulence and finally land in Hanoi. As we disembark, Hugo figures we can make it straight to Shanghai in one last single trip. Aboard our final flight, the weather suddenly turns and drifts us off course until George manages to correct course. Some people get violently ill from the shaking of the plane. The plane approaches Shanghai amid a storm. Will Hugo make it? He does. It lands successfully and skillfully against the cherry glow backdrop of the recently formed volcano in the Chinese district of Shanghai. Walter arranges lodgings at the Henshen Hotel where we rest up and make preparations to contact Jack Brady and raid Grey Dragon Island.
Welcome back to Masks of Nyarlathotep. Masks of... My calendar says it is the 30th of August, 1925. Uh, my calendar says it was the 31st of August, 1925. That would make sense because you've been to sleep. So you arrived on the 30th and then you went to bed. And now uh, it's the 31st. No, no. I've got an entry. We arrived at the Hengshen Hotel on the 31st. Well, then I guess it's the 1st of September. 1925. Okay. Uh, you all have single rooms at the Henshen Hotel in Shanghai uh, because the Palace Hotel burnt down under mysterious circumstances. Oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? So you're yes. staying in the French concession in what is now the best hotel in Shanghai, which was previously the second best hotel in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And you do not have a penthouse suite. You have individual bedrooms scattered across several floors. Uh, out- How sad. Never mind. Outside, it is miserable and raining. Early mm-hmm. September in Shanghai is um, mostly um, invasion. I saw Temmy. You did see a Temmy. How dare he give you loving shoulder rubs? Yeah. You're just jealous. Well, n- not nearly enough smooching live on camera. We're very disappointed. Get back to work, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> he's your boss. You can't tell him that. <laughs> well, no, no, he's he, he's hired me. That's different. <laughs> yeah, makes him your boss for that project. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm just turning to my pages on Shanghai. Gosh, there's lots of stuff about Shanghai. Here we go. And we didn't do any of it. Such a shame we blew most of it up. <laughs> well, Arona yeah. blew most of it up. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Something, something, crank cross, something, something. The temperature is currently 32 degrees. It is humid as anything, and huge typhoons sweeping up off the river and the South China Sea um, to drench the city in rainfall, endless rainfall. Uh, August is the wettest month of the year in Shanghai, and since you're on the 1st of September, the weather hasn't really changed much. Um, So it is dark, like, it's about 9am, but you would not be laughed at if you thought it was still 5am. It's that gloomy under the rain clouds. It's about what is the actual time, sorry? It's about 9am, but it looks like 5am because of the rain clouds and the gloom and how dark and miserable it is. Mm. Uh, As you arrive for breakfast, you receive a note um, that Hugo, Jack and Mitch have gone back to the airport. Hugo wants to check over the plane after such a long, arduous flight from Australia to China. Um, well, Shanghai, which is in China, sort of. Yeah, it is in China. Yeah, yes. it, it is in China. 
I'm thinking of Singapore, which is its own place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, is it its own city? And I was like, no, no, that's Singapore. Uh, yeah. So they've gone back to the airport. Um, Jack didn't want Hugo going off on his own, quite sensibly. Um, but you four have gathered in the large public dining room. There is a breakfast. It's a French continental breakfast, which makes um, some of you fondly think of Antoine. Um, maybe Matteo fondly thinks of Antoine, <laughs> as the person who knew him. Maybe he just thinks of him, and there's no fondness. Who knows? Maybe. Um, it doesn't cross my mind at all. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? This was Anton's favourite croissant. Um, Anton, whose life works have been thrown aside after the stunning revelation that Felix Water was really Antoine Delamere all along. Mm, yeah, Felix sure. Water. Yeah. I thought I heard Felix Water as well. And Walker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still have the unpublished works of Felix Walker. You do, do you have it, or does... No, I found it. it. Ah. So I found it on the beach. Because oh, the, yeah. the problem is, is Felix Walter, Walker isn't dead. He's probably <laughs> staying waters now. Felix Walker isn't dead. He's Yogg-Sothoth. So, hmm. hmm. Do I know that? You do know that, yes. Oh. <clears throat> Maybe you need to summon Yogg-Sothoth and give them back to him for a boon. That's <laughs> a decent idea. <laughs> Please do that when I'm not in the country. No promises. Just shame we don't have ideas so early in the day. <laughs> Just say we don't have any way to contact Yogg-Sothoth. <laughs> Rebecca, do you know contact Yogg-Sothoth? I, I know where it is, but... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Michelle. Hello. She's Hello, been down Michelle. there for like 15 minutes. Well, why is she <laughs> floor, Michelle? I don't know. Floor, Michelle. Floor, as in oh, you're on the floor, floor dear. I'm looking for something. Well, you won't find it. You own too much junk. Not like you're deeply flawed, Michelle. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Different, Michelle. Look look at Craig, uh, studiously not saying anything to that comment. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what anyone said. I want to know what she thinks we've said now. She was wondering what official is. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing there, don't worry. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you four are at breakfast. Um, It's very English, European, continental, though the waiters are Chinese, but their English is quite good. It's their coffee. Uh, roll your luck. Uh, I'm very used to being upstairs, so everything is... I need to be over here. Where's my luck? That's my luck. There is coffee. Yay. (laughs) Shanghai has some... You also have coffee beans. What was that? I do. (laughs) 
I also have coffee beans. Why are you just carrying around a bag of coffee beans? I went and got some. In, uh, en route? Yeah. Really? I remember it in the route. I remember, yes, now. <laughs> you went and bought fresh coffee beans whilst on Java. Yeah, it seemed like the thing to do. Um, Shanghai has been having some supply problems due to the large caldera of molten magma in the middle of the old city. Um, but Shanghai's current plan is to build a wall around it and pretend it isn't there. Ah, oh, the American approach. That will become a tourist hotspot. Yeah, it will. With real heat. Yep. And uh, various volcanologists have turned up to study this phenomena of, like, a magma pool opening in the middle of a populated city. Hmm. Seemingly instantly. It clearly must have been there for centuries, and finally the magma cavern roof gave way. <laughs> With only the minimum of earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was an earth tremor, and and the roof of the cavern covering this magma pool gave way. No one knew it was there, so mm. you know, tragedy, but also fascinating science—the best kind of science. <laughs> Tragic we, science. We just need to stop wrecking cities. That—that's our thing. <laughs> well, well uh, if we go through the list of cities you've wrecked so far, it's—it's it's more numerous than I was expecting. Really? Mm. I don't think we've wrecked that many in this campaign. You burned down Darwin! Oh, that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's two. That's only two. And Darwin was a complete accident. That's still more cities than you're supposed to burn down in this campaign. (laughs) Are you going to say Darwin was a complete mess anyway? I was thinking of Peru as well. You didn't burn down anything in Peru, did you? Oh, yes, of course, you murdered the population of a village in Peru. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, 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 you took out a village in Peru. Yes, but most of the village itself is intact. I think killing th- a third of the population counts as trashing the town. No. Anyway... Not to mention Egypt, which we don't even know about, sort of. <laughs> you four are gathered around the breakfast table. You have plates of delicious food, coffee, tea, exciting guava juice. I don't know if they serve guava juice in Shanghai. I've just decided they do. I'm excited by all these things. <laughs> I'll just have the tea. It's chucking down with rain outside. It's pitch black. Uh, so what are you doing? Um, Some of you have things you want to do in Shanghai. Others of you might want to try and contact Jack Brady. And some of us are here too. <laughs> Is and this some a private of you room? I'm just here for the coffee. Mm, coffee. Is this a private breakfast room then? No, it's the main restaurant. You've got nice. a table, so you know there aren't people eavesdropping on you, but don't speak mm. too loudly. Which hotel were we in, sorry? What was that? Uh, you're in the Heng Shen Hotel. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, well, 
we have that little side thing to plan, don't we? Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about the side thing. Remember that side thing? I can't remember the whole details, but we were looking for some person with a name. You might know the by uh, Stolen by Van Huvelen. That's right. Um, you say I made, made notes, but where did I make notes? I would definitely remember you writing stuff down. Yeah, I'm just trying to think where I would have done that. Um, In backstory or something? Um, I think I have a separate notes place. Yeah, there you go. Black Rites of Louvre, Carap, stolen by Van Huvelen or something in uh, Shanghai. Yeah. Um, did we. Um, have we spoken to anyone else about this, do you remember? Or is it just uh, us two? I don't. F- think we have, but let, let me scroll a bit. So. We've only spoken to Chai about it. Yeah. Right. I, in, in the recap yeah. notes, it says uh, you were tempted to talk to, I think, me and Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you could get Rebecca and um, Flinty alone. And now you've got them alone. <laughs> um, Works. Well then, I say um, there is another little bit of business uh, that might be an interesting lead, or at least interesting, if not a lead, um, (laughs) that we came up with. What's that? Um, There's a... There's someone who would be willing to help us, someone quite powerful, um, but in order to get their help, um, we need to recover a certain text, um, which happens to be in Shanghai and was stolen. It was stolen from Egypt, right? Is that correct? I, yeah. I feel like that was the thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, that was stolen from Egypt uh, and is currently, so I hear, in the possession of a one Van Huvelen. Um, That's no doubt now, is it? Uh, you can roll me your archaeology to see if you recognise them, or credit rating at hard. I'll do uh, credit rating at hard then. No. Archaeology, no. So credit rating, no. <laughs> yeah, Thomas and Rebecca, this person does not ring any bells. Hmm. If only you had an archaeologist. <laughs> If only we had a campanologist. I'd say you um, could turn to Chai, but she's not really an archaeologist. She's more of a... Um, a smash and grabbyologist. A smashy grabbyologist for the cash. A cashyologist. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, the well, having powerful help sounds like a good idea and thing that we need. If then we do this, do you think it's likely to annoy? <laughs> I uh, think it's likely to what? Sorry, you broke oh, up a lot there. Uh, yeah. Is anyone likely to be particularly annoyed if we get the text? Who themselves is also powerful and then may not enjoy that. Well, probably Van Heuvelen. Let me know who this Van Heuvelen is then. No, but if they were involved in uh, an expedition to. Um, to Egypt, then we can perhaps suppose they might be somewhat powerful. Hmm. And we can also probably assume that if they've got a thing which someone who is likely to side with us wants, there's a fairly good chance they're a bad guy anyway. Didn't you say you had a contact who went to Egypt somewhere in in Shanghai? Um... Jack, somebody? Jack, somebody. Oh, Jack um, Brady. Oh. I mean, if this if this thing you're looking for is from Egypt, maybe he's heard of it. Maybe he, he knows where it might be. Could do. Um, you are currently waiting on word from Mrs. Vanderbilt back in... Uh, Halifax on how to contact Jack Brady. None of you have his contact details. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, uh, we're seeing if we can get in touch. It might be a little tricky, though. We're not sure how or where. Okay, so we could ask Jack, but it could be an amount of time before we get to talk to Jack. So perhaps we want to go dig up something around Van uh, Huvelen's expedition and what's happening now that they're here. Yes. Makes sense. Um, any ideas where we might get information about someone who might have recently been on an archaeology expedition to Egypt. Maybe something kind of Shanghai Library, maybe. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to suggest the newspapers, but I don't yeah. speak Chinese. So... Or the Shanghai Museum. Well, I do speak Chinese. I lived here. Okay, so what we could go go to those places while we wait to find Jack Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like we have a plan. Right, so are you going to the library, the museum? Or the newspaper. Or the newspaper. I like the museum for this. Yeah. In terms of newspapers, do I have any contacts here? Uh, Have you ever been to Shanghai before? Um, Not for any long 
period of time. But if the office has representatives here, they might do. Who do you work for again? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't come up for a while. Uh, uh, the London Times. There is a office of the London Times here. Um, they have a wire service. And uh, so they, you know, it's mostly so their local reporters can send their news items back to England to be printed in the Times. The Times doesn't print an issue here in Shanghai, but you know that they are on the same street as the consulate down in the international settlement. Hmm. Okay, so I could go ask the, the Times office here, see if they know anything. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So are we splitting up or are we going to go as a group? Um, I feel like we could probably have a couple of people go to the, uh, the paper and a couple of people go to the museum. Does that make sense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I might be better in the museum, maybe, because I don't speak a word of Chinese, so I'm not going to be good at the papers, unless there's English in there, Rebecca. Well, that's why I'm... I I guess if I go to the Times, it'll be English printed, and they'll be working in English, so... Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll go with you, then. I will head to the museum, then. I will also go to the museum, although... uh, mm, I'm... are they friends with you at the museum? I'm not sure they are. That's why I'm going, oh, um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it's a great idea, but... Are you in any way banned for life from the museum? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My Can we swap places just in case, then? Yeah, depending. Yeah, let, let's, just in case. Just a hunch, you know. They might have heard something of me, maybe. I'm not really clear on just how well-known I am. Um, it could, could be like being barred from casinos. You just turn up, it's like, no, sorry. <laughs> well, your um, thing that involves the stuff, credit rating. Uh... <laughs> I am known for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, considering that you operate quite often in China and Chinese relic sites, which are easy to plunder right now, with the country um, split up between like waging warlords, um, you are very much known for all the wrong reasons. Okay, yeah. Newspaper it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you... You know, the museums will buy your stuff, but usually you do that through an auction house. Yeah. And are demanding the highest of prices. So um, you're not that popular with the actual museum, um, the people who run the museum. It belongs in a museum. That's their opinion. And Chai's like, well, it can belong in your museum if you pay me the right price. Exactly. (laughs) 
Hi, Arona. Hello, how are you? Hmm. We are good. Uh, so, um, Rebecca and Chai are going to the newspaper. You go and hire a taxi to take... Are you going to the Shanghai Courier or are you going to the Times building? Uh, I'm going to the Times building. You're going to the Times building, okay. And Matteo and Thomas... Is it Thomas? Thomas. Thomas. Um, Thomas. You are heading for the museum. Uh, I'll come to you in a moment, hedgehog friend. Uh, so you all pile into your taxis and head out into the rainy, but yet somehow oppressively hot 30-degree weather. It is miserable out here. It's 30 degrees. It's pissing down with rain. Like, the air is practically water that you're breathing. It it just <laughs> is not pleasant, humidity-wise. And every now and then, Lightning! Crash. <clears throat> Boom. Boom. Flash. Egg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm learning from this is that you shouldn't hire us to do Foley. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning! <laughs> Have you ever been in a storm? Oh, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, whilst you guys are travelling, a hedgehog friend, would you like to level up? Oh, yes. Uh... Did you all open your bingo sheets? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had two free spaces. Uh, well, Telegram says Nido was last online at five AM, so Oh I'm he's asleep. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's asleep. <laughs> yeah, well look, uh that that might not mean anything. I I fell asleep in my chair last night and so I was I woke was woken up at like six thirty. Um yeah, but you were asleep, as yeah. opposed to Nido was probably on VR chat. Hmm. Oh, oh, no wonder I can't do anything. It's opened Indigo Latitude rather than this. I'm like, where is my character sheet? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the? You're always in the wrong World Twenty game. Well, it, oh, the thing is, if I go to Roll Twenty, it opens the last one I went to. Oh, which is, is never the most recent one in Mars. If I go to World Twenty, it just takes me to the main page. Yeah, me too. Well, see, I think I think mine just takes me like I've got one of those like you always go here things, and I think it's it just takes me to the wrong place. <laughs> Even or, no. All right, sorry. Um, the character sheet has changed slightly, and I didn't pick anything. So did I do anything? I'm sorry. I don't mean to. That's okay. Crombulate. Everyone is in a taxi traveling across Shanghai. I was going to say, do I know, um, do I, I've got, I mean, I, the cult is here and I've spoken to, oh, okay, the only thing I used last time was English. <laughs> and it doesn't go up. Excellent. That's what I know. Um, yeah, I was going to say, do I know anything about Van Huyck? Van Hulen, you've never heard of him before. Okay. See, I, I probably know people in the city, but um, uh, it would be finding people who were willing to talk to me, but also didn't think that I was the arch traitor. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one might be a while. Anyway, this morning, Jack, Hugo wanted to go out to the airport, 
So yes. you went with him, so he didn't go on his own. Ah, the NPC bubble. Uh, and you just got back to the hotel. Hugo is... You, you were checking on the plane, really, after it had flown from Australia to here. Mm. Um, you know, just that it was, wasn't, like, you know, wrecked or anything. I'd break, I'd break two of Hugo's ribs for the hell of it. Yeah, yeah, cool. With <laughs> an iron bar. <laughs> Um, but you have just arrived back at the hotel. Hugo is going up to his room to change because he is, you're both soaking wet from the rain. Uh, as you are crossing the receptionist, the concierge bustles over towards you. Uh, Mr. Katie? Uh, hello, concierge. I... <laughs> they offer you an envelope. Oh. I-, I take it off them. They nod to you and leave you to your business. I, I pat my pockets ineffectually like I was intending to tip, but then I walk away. <laughs> Look, I'm not rich. I'm just well off. Oh. Just well off with all of the uh, money you stole when you were in the cult. Look. Look, the cult dissolved. Someone had to look after that money. The money was only resting in my account. It's just having a little sleep before you <laughs> the people. Before I spend it on something. Um, uh, you go up to your room, um, or are you going to try and find the chumps you're with? Are, are none of them like around? Obviously, you can't see them. Obviously, no. <clears throat> uh, I mean, you're all in it, your individual single rooms in this hotel. I know what they're like. I'll check the bar. They are not in the bar. The bar is currently not open. Oh, oh, wow. Um, I will go to my room. I'm holding the letter very carefully. You are holding the letter very carefully, and you head up to your room. Do you then, like, gingerly get some tweezers and a paper knife? (laughs) Yeah, I I open it away from myself. (laughs) (laughs) Inside is a telegram. It's not paranoia if they literally are out to get you. (laughs) Uh, you now have a handout in China Handouts. Ooh, China Handouts. China Handouts. Uh, close you, Australia Handouts. Ooh, Telegram. Uh, Jack. Jack Brady has left contact details. Stop. Contact astrologer Mr. Lung. Stop. Apartment is on Huangpu Boulevard. Stop. In the international settlement. Stop. Cat Vanderbilt. P.S. Why don't you just stop? Um, Um, oh, that's interesting. Um, I know of Jack Brady. He was part of the original Carlisle expedition. Yes, I ha- have. Have I would have had met him? Well, uh, in, everyone, in my former life, you um, have never met him. Okay. If you had ever met him, he probably would have eviscerated you for being a <laughs> cultist. Uh, he is one of the cult's enemies number one because he ran off with Roger Carlisle. Right. Ah. Uh. And they needed Roger Carlyle. They'd have, they'd have completed the great work like four years ago if they had Roger Carlyle. 
I I <clears throat> I spend some time fruitlessly knocking on these chump stores to see if they're in. Uh, Mitch is in, but he just got back on the hotel from, uh, airport with you. Mitch and Hugo are here, but all the other chumps don't seem to be here. I have Mitch make me a salad. Mitch, okay, I'll have Mitch make you a salad. Hang on. <laughs> No, 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 I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Roll your salad tossing. Hooray! He makes you a really nice salad out of... He uses eight types of chilli pepper. I, I would argue that that's not a really nice salad. <laughs> that's an amazing yeah. salad. Um, it will just be a bit spicy. A bit. My body temperature. <laughs> It'll help cool you down in this 30 degrees monsoon. I'm not uh, sure that's how it works. <laughs> you add more heat, right? And then the heat goes away? Is that good? They cancel each other out? Yeah, you, have, you, yes, know, you have a nice cup of hot tea on a hot day. It cools you down. You add, you add more heat until your body cannot maintain homeostasis anymore, and then you get a lot cooler. <laughs> I tell you what, Ash. When we next have an in-game session and it's you, you get a bit too warm... We'll have the aircon on. We'll make you a salad with lots of chilies in. We'll make you a nice, refreshing chili soup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to agree to this. Okay. And in my house, I will point the air conditioning at me and make Arona's feet be cold. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm not entirely sure how to put the air conditioning in the living room now because the piano's in the way. Oh, that piano's got to go. <laughs> We've done it before. Yeah, but I'd be sitting in front of the other window. Uh, yeah, but we'd do whatever we did last time. Like, we've had that piano for ages now. The logistics of this hardly matter now. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I just can't remember how we did it in the past. Uh, anyway, um, um, what are you doing, Jack? Uh, yeah, I think I'll force you to roleplay as Mitch for a bit. Uh, Mitch, what do you make of this telegram? Uh, it looks like it's made from... No, I don't mean it's nutritional content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have been clearer. Yeah, I eat the telegram. <laughs> there we go. Now, the salad. now no one has to know about that vital information. I jump out a window <laughs> and okay. die in a dumpster behind the hotel. Um, make me an extreme constitution check. Mitch, what do you, what do you make of this, of the words that are written on this telegram? Oh, um, it appears to be a message to you from Mrs. Vanderbilt. <laughs> don't don't really feel like role playing, do you? <laughs> I'm just being obtuse on purpose. <laughs> GM is thinking of lunch. Uh, okay, okay, Mitch, you stay here. Goodbye. Well, no. Uh, should we go and try and look up this Mr. London? Or should we find out where everyone else is? As long as you don't try to cook him. Do you, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, let's go and ask the concierge. Um, do you have a Hong Kong dollar on you? No. Oh, God damn it. Do you? No. <laughs> I don't think I do. Anyway, I don't remember changing any money. You already got here last night. So... Yeah, we only got here last night. The, so to the concierge it is then. Well, you can get the concierge to change our money. Yes, that's what. That's one of the many reasons we're going to the concierge. Stop making me say concierge. It's a five-syllable word. Yeah. All right, uh, you head to the concierge. Meanwhile, who shall I be yes, first? Yes, all right, it's just three. <laughs> who shall I be first? 
Uh, I'm going to be Team Museum. Yeah. Which is um, Thomas, international athletic star, and Matteo. Yes. Incredibly rich Peruvian martial arts expert. The perfect combination. <laughs> they walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the Shanghai Museum. I'm just going to turn to the page which has the Shanghai Museum on it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the newspapers. That's Mr. Lung. Uh, huh? No. <laughs> What are you laughing at, Craig? <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mr. Lung. No, the river. What, the Wangpu River? Wangpu. <laughs> oh, God, we're so racist. Uh... Ah, here we go. Shanghai Museum. You have your taxi take you to the Shanghai Museum, which is located... In Shanghai. Yeah. Go, down the road. Oh. I'm on the wrong selecty thing. You arrive at the Shanghai Museum. It is located in the Wangpu district on the border between the international settlement and the French concession. It's a fine example of colonial architecture with a soaring clock tower that affords rather magnificent views of the city. I'm having, watching Craig have a PTSD at the mention of clock towers. Uh, is is it open? it is open Um, you head up the steps out of the rain Uh, it's one of the you you enter a large marble entrance hall there's a desk in front of you and then there's just the museum you know, the gallery is off to either side and further back into the building Is there anything um, in English to say which section is which? Um, there are signs in both English and Chinese. Oh, okay. And as you enter, there is a young gentleman behind the reception desk who looks over at you and smiles. Um... I mean, now that we're here, I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> we're looking at the expedition for Van Sh- Van Heuvelen. Maybe we should be slightly more vague about it. I say, well, this is probably something that we've discussed on the way. Um, I'm going to say you're standing at the counter. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> And not necessarily mention him by name, but talk about we'd heard about a recent uh, expedition back from uh, Egypt, and oh, I was wondering. <coughs> sorry, I just swallowed weirdly. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That one. <coughs> Hmm. And uh, and we're uh, wondering if uh, uh, it, 
sorry, I've completely lost my train of thought now that I haven't. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we're wondering if the museum had any knowledge of that. Is we're interested in contacting the people involved, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I approach the desk. Um, I want to try asking that <laughs> in Chinese. Is your Chinese over fifty percent? Um, I don't remember. One second, let me look. Probably, I was like here for a billion years, right? Uh, no, it's not. It's forty. Then you must roll me your Chinese. Mm-hmm. I thought forty was fluency. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, it's fifty. All right, one second. I do succeed. <clears throat> uh, he introduces himself as Mr. Mao, the assistant curator, and he welcomes you to Shanghai Museum. Uh, is there a particular section or gallery you're interested in? Uh, the research library can also be accessed only after you take out membership. Ah, um... Well... We may be interested in that membership, uh, but um, <clears throat> as for what we're interested in, um, we h- heard um, in our work that uh, there was a recent expedition to um, Egypt that uh, returned back to Shanghai, and we were interested in speaking to the uh, the people involved, uh, but have no other information aside from that. So we we're wondering whether the museum was aware of such an expedition. Um, no, I'm afraid I haven't heard of any expeditions to Egypt. There's been several expeditions into the interior of China, researching um, ancient temples. And Miss Lin Yu had recently... Uh, sponsored an expedition up the uh, Yangtze River to the Lost Temple of Clouds, but nothing to Egypt. Uh, Well, there was a name that was mentioned in passing. What was it now? Um, I'd say as if I'm not that interested in this name. Um, It's a van... uh, uh, And eventually I come up with the Van Heuvelen, something along those lines? Oh, the Dutchman. Yes, I know him. Oh, yes? Here for a couple of weeks. He wasn't... Well, if he was on an expedition to Egypt, he got very fired. Um, He's a drunk, he's a waste of space, but he does have membership to our um, research library. He's trying to translate some documents from Egyptian hieroglyphs into English. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't tell you when he'll be next in. He comes in, I guess, whenever he's sober enough to remember. I see. Uh, and uh, what I don't say is, and you don't think the person who was translating Egyptian hieroglyphs was in any way relevant to my previous query then. Um, uh, and <laughs> he clearly did Instead, what I say is... Um, Oh, well, that sounds like uh, he he may not be the most reliable customer. Do you know uh, how to reach him? 
I am afraid I don't. Sorry, sir. He hasn't... Um, you'd have to check with the librarian. He might have left some contact details with them, but he hasn't left anything with us here on the, the front desk. Ah, is that something I can do without a membership? You can go through to speak to the librarian, yes. Ah. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'll, I'll do that. And uh, I... Uh, We'll consider that. We're something of um, explorers ourselves, you see. Oh, and if you do happen to see this Van Heuvelen, given that he seems a unreliable sort, um, perhaps... um, Perhaps you'd better not mention that uh, that we came to visit. Uh, we heard that he's a bit of a skittish sort of character, and all we want to do is talk to him. Um, I won't mention anything. Yeah. This, this is the point where you administer the cash bribe, Pete. Yeah. Are you going to cash bribe him so he won't mention anything? Your discretion would be greatly appreciated, I say. And uh, he, he totally just lays a hand, like palm upwards, on the desk. Like, yeah. of course, sir. Discretion is our watchword here at the Shanghai Museum. And I hand him a handkerchief. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I give him uh, a. I don't know what I would consider a reasonable sum. High five. Yeah. Oh, your credit rating. Right. Okay. Hang on a sec. Um, yeah. What? One point eight million Hong Kong dollars. That's. I'm well off enough, I guess. Um, what year is it? I succeed 25? in my my credit rating. Thirty-five. Twenty-five. I I, I succeeded. Uh, yep. Yeah, you give him an appropriate bribe. Uh, he thanks you very much and wishes you a pleasant day. Uh, all right. Perfect. Um, we go to speak to the librarian. You make your way through to the librarian. He is an elderly uh, gentleman. Uh, he introduces himself as... Uh, Changning. Um, he, he looks more like he's doing his own research and moonlighting as part-time librarian. Uh, but he smiles at you and he speaks to you in Chinese. Roll your Chinese again, as again, poor Thomas just stands there looking on wistfully. <laughs> Chinese. I'm here too. Look at me. <laughs> I again in China. I again successfully Chinese. Uh, he, as far as you, he introduced himself as Mister Changning. He's the volunteer librarian and a scholar of ancient history. Mm. Um. Well, good. Um. How can he help? We um we are doing some research on uh, 
Egyptian artifacts, and we heard that there was some sort of um, uh, uh, there, there was someone with a, a similar interest in the area, a, a man by the name of Van Huvelen. Oh, him. Yes, I've met him. Jan Wilhelm Van Huvelen. He is not a very good scholar or archaeologist. And Ah. the library here doesn't really have much on Egyptian hieroglyphs. Um, We have a few books, but he's he's trying to translate some scrolls he brought back from Egypt from him. Lord knows why he came here rather than going home to um, Dutchland? Um, Let's go with that. (laughs) Where do the Dutch people come from again? Um, Netherlands. Netherlands, yes. Of course, mm. Netherlands. It's very confusing. Why aren't they called the Netherlandese or something? Um, like, you know, English people come from England. Chinese people come from China. But Dutch people don't come from Dutch. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, it is uh, quite fascinating, actually. I've been... Um, he pulls a book, a, a notebook towards his... I've been doing some etymological research on the reasoning for why people are called the type of people they're called. It's very fascinating. Um, I, I listened to this for a while. Yeah, uh, He rambles on in a mixture yeah. of Chinese, and every now and then, Thomas, you hear him say some English word, like, you know, Netherlands or England or English people. And <laughs> Do you speak English? <laughs> Do you want to say that, Thomas? No. <laughs> have you just retreated to a... Um, are you just having a look around? Or you just... Yeah, I'm just going to be like that, like flicking through the postcards sort of person. <laughs> um, okay, hang on. Thomas, make me a spot hidden roll at hard. Ooh. Where is spot hidden? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, you see... Um, whilst uh, Matteo is engaged in a very interesting uh, discussion on the history of why people are called uh, various things, um, you spot a very young lady. She's uh, beautifully attractive. She must be in her early 20s with long black hair cut into a very fashionable bob. She's wearing smart Western clothing. Uh, She's sitting at a chair by the um, fireplace. The fireplace obviously isn't lit at the moment because it's 30 degrees. Um, But she sat by the fireplace reading and she has a distinctive um, black opal necklace around her neck and she looks up and eyes meet yours. And for just a moment, with your extreme success, her eyes seem to reflect the light. Ooh. I feel like I'm being charmed. <laughs> she smiles at you. I, uh, I make my way over. Um, sorry, I couldn't help but notice you over here. Do you, uh, do you speak English? I do. Welcome. You... <coughs> Ah, uh, Mr. Kennedy, aren't you the athlete? I am, yes. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are, unfortunately. Uh, my apologies. No, Ys. 
Um, are you here to train as well? To train? Are you? Oh, um, somewhat. Yes, I was. Uh, I was on a camp uh, nearby, and uh, I just met up with some, um, well, some some old acquaintances before I head home. Oh, how lovely! I've been uh, paddling. Well, challenging myself by <coughs> paddling up and down the rivers of central China. Some of them have some excitingly tricky rapids. Um, I've been uh, quite interested in the sailing arts and rowing for the women's sailing, uh, well, women's rowing team for the upcoming Olympics. So, you know, one has to train. Oh, and, yeah, I, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And you can't just stay at home. It's just, you need to get out there in the world and try different environments. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, some I've known some of the athletes, they do that high-altitude training. Um, oh, I've heard about that. It's fascinating. But um, I've never been up that high myself. You can't really... There's really much, many good places for rowing up mountains. No. It's, it's very <laughs> vertical. <laughs> uh, she invites you to sit down opposite her. Yeah. So um, I, I recognise the name Narice, just out of character. Uh, you can roll me your credit rating at extreme. No. No, you ha- do not know who they are. Uh, but she seems very pleasant. Uh, she's quite interested to hear about your training camp. <clears throat> uh, do you want to talk to her a lot about this fake training camp that you didn't actually go on? Yeah, why not? It's okay. better than just standing there waiting for Matea. Roll your fast talk or persuade or charm, whichever is highest, as you uh, concoct a story about an athletics training camp yeah. somewhere uh, on the islands of Indonesia. Where's fast talk? Okay, it's this one. Ooh! <laughs> You're incredibly charming. Um, yeah, you, you've been on many a training camp, so, you know, they're all pretty much the same, just this one was on Java. There we go. You've been, you've actually been to the island of Java, so, you know, you can actually uh, describe the airport and, you know, how it's all these steps, uh, terraces of rice paddies and all of that. So you come up with a rather convincing story. Um, She listens attentively and it gives you a wonderful story about all of the exciting trips she made up um, the rivers. Uh, river Jenny. Uh, roll me your spot hidden, please. I spoot. Uh, her story, whilst absolutely fascinating, is a pure fabrication. It sounds like something she's read in a travel blog about rowing on rivers in China. Uh, it's a very well-crafted story, but you definitely know she's not 100% being truthful with you about this. A 1920s travel blog? <laughs> <laughs> a travel journal? Mm. You know, it sounds like something out of the adventures of Felix Walker. <laughs> oh, it's and, all just uh, made up, it's fine. <laughs> when I say blog, I mean I uh, I use this biro to write it on a log. Yes. Okay. Uh, haven't been invented. So I will come back to you guys in a bit as Matteo politely listens to this gentleman's rambling theory to get him on side, mm-hmm. and uh, Thomas speaks to the mysterious lady. 
Oh, um, I think some of you noticed the small technical error on the bingo sheet this morning, so you just need to refresh it. What was the technical issue? Uh, well, we moved. We moved. Null thinks about penis from a um, from a thing to just a, a free space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, it, but that was one of mine. <laughs> yeah. So if you refresh the bingo, you'll see what it's been replaced by. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's it been replaced by? <laughs> Flinty teeth bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everybody automatically ticks Nile thinks it's penis <laughs> when they <laughs> get it on their bingo sheets. Oh, that's now what, we've talked about it. Uh, <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we moved it to a, a, a to a free square. Now that's cheating at bingo. I'm allowed to cheat at bingo. <laughs> that's why I'm not allowed to have a bingo cheat. <laughs> Every month it would be like, oh no, a fantastical king. I don't think the GM can can have points. Um, Rebecca and Miss T. Miss oh. Chai T, 100% her real name, TM. <laughs> <laughs> You arrive at the small offices of the London Times. It's um, literally... Why are people setting off their bingos again? I don't know. Minus 50 luck to everyone. I think someone filled in needles. Oh, I did. <laughs> what if you're not to Tanzania? What? <laughs> Something about Tanzania. The water in Tanzania. My finger was already by the mute button. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a light up and my finger just went over them. They're gonna try. Alexa, make me a sandwich. (laughs) I got there fast. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, the offices of the Times, they don't really have a full office here. It's like one office above a shop. Um, but you make your way up the steps. Uh, you knock and enter, and young receptionist smiles at you and says, good morning in Chinese. Hello in Chinese. Ah. <laughs> hello. Well, you're Chinese to say hello back, or you're going to try English. I'm going to try English. Well, you're English. <laughs> uh, where are we? I'm over here. Do you speak any language? <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca only speaks in reporter. <laughs> reporter, reporter, reporter. Reporter me. <laughs> you're not a Pokemon now. <laughs> well, you might be a Pokemon. We're never quite sure what species you are. The receptionist smiles and bows and says, Good morning. Welcome to the hmm. Times. Can I help? Uh, yes. Um, I was wondering if we had any information about... Uh, so I work for the Times. I'm just based here for a little while. You um, have some credentials, miss? I hope so. I normally <laughs> do. I, I provide things that are my credentials for this. Well, thing. credit rating... You present a D100. <laughs> My actual credit rating? Yeah. Okay. 
or your uh, yeah, good. Oh, that's fine. After all of the adventures you've been on, your actual credentials from the Times of London have survived. <laughs> yeah. Plane crashes, boat sinkings, um, journeys under the desert. But you still have the little card that says who you are. <laughs> uh, she reads and goes, um, I can assist. Or um, you might possibly want to speak to um, Mr. Trevor. He's in his office if you want to go through. Uh, yeah, okay. That's fine. Uh, you and Chai are escorted through the door. Well, allowed to go through the door. Mr. Trevor is sitting there. He's a middle-aged uh, British gentleman wearing a pinstripe suit. He looks up and smiles um, after you're introduced to his receptionist. He's like, ah, uh, Miss Corley, I've read some of your work. Very interesting uh, travel writing. And your companion is Miss T. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's that's a great way to be welcomed. <laughs> ah! <laughs> his, his hand slides a notebook over and he flips it open and picks up a pen. So, Miss T, are you here to do another one of your sensational auctions? Uh, actually, I just might. <laughs> <laughs> he starts writing. Uh, any times, dates, just so I can be there? Well, I haven't been able to sort out the minute yet, but I might have something from a land down under. Oh, Australian artefacts. Those I, I didn't say that, but who knows? <laughs> land down under. Well, this is going in this evening's newspaper. Thank you, Miss T. Just make sure if you could drop me a little hint when the date and time will be. Of course. I mean, it was from the land under Australia. (laughs) (laughs) What was his uh, name again, sorry? What was it? It's Mr. Trevor. So, um, Miss Corley, uh, sorry about derailing that, but you probably didn't come in to, well, you might have come in if you're travelling with Miss T. I assume you've got some exciting journal or travel uh, article Log. already about your adventures in some ancient ruins with Miss T. Yeah, there's quite a bit I'm, I'm working on. And... Do you need me to send anything back to the office? Because I can have it shipped. Not just yet, um, but I'll get back. If, if there's anything more I've got, I'll, I'll come in and send that. Okay, um, yeah, well, we're happy to send mm. stuff to Central Office for you. Uh, we can have it sent by telegram in its entirety. Secure mm. telegram straight to uh, London. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Jack? I was I was making the motion of sending a telegram. Oh, it looked like you put your hand up. <laughs> I did put my hand up, but I didn't put my hand up, hand up. Well, you've confused the teacher. You're going to have to stay behind after class. Uh. Um. So, Miss Corley, what did you come in for this morning? Uh, well, I was hoping, it, I was wondering, really, if um, there was any information you had or could point me to around someone called uh, Van Huvelin. Van Huvelin, Van Huvelin. Um, he slides a uh, Rolodex over and starts flicking through it. That name rings a bell. Uh... Uh, it takes him about... 20 minutes to find the right papers. He has to find the right card and they're open the filing cabinet and rifle through the file. He pulls out a folder. Here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, 
a Dr. Henry Clive and a Mr. Martin Winfield. They put in a notice at the Shanghai Courier um, asking for information on a Mr. Van Hulvelin. They um, they arrived on a sailing ship, the Ivory Wind, um, and had come straight from Cairo. They were travelling with a young lady and an Arab gentleman called Omar Al Shakti. Wee wee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're currently, I believe, staying somewhere in the old city, but I couldn't tell you exactly where, but they're looking for Mr. Van Huvelin. And, um... But yes, I couldn't tell you anything else other than that. Oh, all right, that, that that's interesting. That, that'd be, I'll, I'll see if that... Uh, oh, thanks very much. No trouble. A, a Martin Winfield, was it? Yeah. Okay. I'm afraid I couldn't give you any more details than that. Um, their ship, the Ivory Wind, is a regular here in the city. It does trips from uh, London to Shanghai quite frequently via the Suez Canal. So I assume they just hired passage on that. How recently did she last put in here? Uh, the Ivy Wind? Yeah. Uh, it left last week. So I wouldn't expect it back for a month or more. Fair enough. Perfect. <laughs> uh, roll me your... He hands over his files to you both. You're welcome to look through them. Roll me your library use. Library use. Library use. Rolling you my library use. No. Agad. Rebecca, I'm going to send you a message. Extreme success. You know them books. I think I'm going to have one of those days today. (laughs) Kring luck strikes again. Very possibly, but we'll see. Is that a seagull? Yeah, it is. We're by the sea, yo. Then you will be the first to drown when the waters rise. Yeah, that'll be wonderful. You guys are going to have to fucking wait. (laughs) Oh, no, we're... um, Well, everyone except Flinty here is dying in uh, in the atomic fireball. Uh, um, yeah, oh, I mean, the Atomic Fireball will take out London, Twickenham, probably spread to North Kent. Cambridge is probably just out of range. Is that the name of the uh, eclipse phase? Yeah, look, it's got Jupiter on the cover and everything. Look, but it's got, oh, it's got an eye, a scary right. eye. Craig won't be playing in that. That's true. He won't die in the Atomic Fireball. Oh. I mean, I think Craig is forbidden to play Eclipse Phase ever again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
I sure would think twice. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Um, well, there was the game where he could not be stopped. Yeah, there was there was one there was one game where it was impossible to stop him rolling successfully, um, and there was another game where he played a psychopath. <laughs> It's it's very it's very hard it's very hard to have NPCs pass the players' clues when uh, one of the players keeps killing all the NPCs on site. <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad. It was pretty bad, Mister. Shoot all the innocent little koala animals. They could have been infected and were. If I if I hadn't let you off lightly, it would have destroyed the destroyed the whole planet. Uh, <laughs> you should not have let us off lightly. No, it was someone's birthday present. <laughs> Cut TPK, everyone. <laughs> I know not. Ross, it does it nearly every time. Oh, God. I've only TPK'd once in the past year. True, you barely TPK at all. It's more than me. Anyway, Nal, I sent you a note. Uh, meanwhile, back at the hotel, whilst Nal reads his note, Mr. Katie, you have reached the concierge. Uh, roll some credit rating. Uh, <clears throat> Hello to you, concierge. Hello to you, Mr. KD. That, that didn't sound like a successful noise. It no. isn't a successful noise. Uh, you have oh, a... <laughs> you have somewhat of a snag. Oh. Um... <laughs> You and Mitch don't have access to any funds currently for with which to change up into Chinese <laughs> money. Uh, no bribing for you. <laughs> You're going to have to find a bank and withdraw some more money from your accounts. Concierge, dear, dear concierge. Yes, Mr. Katie. Um, where is a bank? <laughs> Uh, the Shanghai uh, International near the American Consulate mm. is where most of the banks are listed, uh, located. Ah, good. Hmm. Is that a long walk, would you say? You're probably looking at uh, about an hour? And about an hour in, in 30 degree heat. In the rain. <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> oh boy! Um... <laughs> At least you can get a taxi back. Mister Mister Partridge has taken care of your bills on behalf of the hotel. Ah, uh, he couldn't extend that to a cab. I, you'd have to ask Mister Partridge. I believe uh. he's in the lounge. Oh, I thought he'd vanished. I I attend the lounge. To be honest, I thought the lounge and the bar were the same place. No, no, they're different rooms. Oh, I didn't know that. Otherwise, I would have no, looked at the lounge in earlier the as well. Yes, hotel. <laughs> we burnt that one down. Remember? <laughs> What's this? We? No one? No one here burnt down anything in Shanghai, <laughs> except for maybe the players. Correction: <laughs> <laughs> oh, That hotel was purely burnt down by the GM's actions. It was. It was the flight fire vampires. Oh, yes, and why were there via vampires? Via vampires being a dick. Oh boy, which is completely under your control. Mm-hmm. Was it me being a dick? It was the evil cultists trying to hunt you down. No, it was Hastur. 
Fire yeah, exactly. The evil cultist trying to hunt you down on behalf of Hastur. It's not my fault you betrayed him. We actually, it kind of is. <laughs> no, it's entirely your fault for falling in no. the fires of Sagotha. No, the dice made that happen. Yeah, and dice are the responsibility of the person who rolled them. No, no, the outcomes of a dice are the responsibility of the GM. You could have just said, you fall off and bang your head on the ground. Anyway. Uh, Walter is sitting by uh, at a table in the window reading a newspaper. And he looks up as you and Mitch bustle over and he's like, ah, uh, Jack, you're back. How is the airport? Um, <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, Hugo died. Um, but um, we uh, we resurrected him, and now he's uh, he's greatly improved. Um, Am I going to have to shoot you for doing dark sorceries, Jack? Uh, dominate. Walter <laughs> is immune to dominate. <laughs> I would argue that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you don't know it; you're just saying the word and hoping it will work. <laughs> but I'm. But I'm not going to try it now. <laughs> um, How's the airport? It went fine. The plane is a little beaten up from such a long flight, but um, they'll get it back in ship shape. I look at Mitch. Plane shape. They'll get it working. Excellent. Mm. Uh, I'm afraid you've missed everyone else. They went out shortly after breakfast. Um, that's clues. That's a shame, I say, holding up a telegram, because I have this clue. Ah. <laughs> I put it back in my pocket. Well, uh, can I help with your clue? Um, oh, yes. I, I have this telegram, I say, uh, holding it up again for him. Uh, well, that's Indigo Latitude. Why is that open? Why are they both open? <laughs> How can they both be open? You can have more than one Roll20 instance open at a time. That makes sense, I suppose, but you can't really play more than one role-playing game at the same time. Oh, Very easy. difficult. I was going to say, that, that is a master-level tactic. <laughs> you got two headsets on. Um... <laughs> oh, here we go. Telegram from Cat. Um... We, uh, Cat has sent us the location of Jack Brady. Oh, um, okay. uh, is there anyone else in the lounge? By the way, uh, there are a few other customers, but none of them near. As long as you're not shouting from the top yeah, of your I'm, I'm not going to be. I'm not. I wouldn't be like Cavalier. I'd be like, we have found Jack Brady. No. <laughs> if, if you're just quietly talking, do you want to check that no one is eavesdropping on you? Yeah, that's that's good. But before I say that, I will I will roll my eavesdroppance. Uh, your spot hidden. That's the one. Hidden. Your subversive radio host badge. Oh, weird! It's it's weird to play a character who has the potential to fail at a spot hidden role. <laughs> spot hidden or listen? Uh, well, he's he's looking for people eavesdropping. How, how would I listen for eavesdroppers? Yeah, oh, the, sorry, the eavesdropper <laughs> would be listening. <laughs> I, I I misapprehended the situation. I thought you were attempting to eavesdrop the uh, <laughs> on himself. <laughs> no, on something else. I, 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 I missed a bit. You, li- you listen for eavesdroppers with what? Radar? <laughs> <laughs> Move on! Uh, no one in uh, here seems to be eavesdropping or paying any attention to you. Uh, they've located Mr. Brady, I say. Oh, um, excellent. Um, we should make contact. He's probably our best lead for working out what to do. 
yes, I, uh, um, he's... Uh, well, the next step in speaking to him is to contact the astrologer, Mr. Lung. Um, ah, yes, the I believe Mr. Delamere had contact with him last time we were in Shanghai. Who's Mr. Delamere? Antoine Delamere, the famous travel writer. Uh, sadly oh, lost in the sea. Oh, I don't know him. Yes, you never met. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> if it helps, uh, I think he might be the steward of Kadath now. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, how does you know I know what that is? <laughs> how does Walter know that? Yeah, Walter doesn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying it to fuck with Verona. <laughs> you know I'm not making the sand roll for that. <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, yes, Mister Dillamer, we lost him at sea whilst travelling the Indian Ocean. Some. Oh. That is a Some shame. incident involving your former boss. Ah, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't entirely know the details. I was in bed at the time. Well, I I hope for his hate sake he's dead then. I don't think he is. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I say holding up a hand. Um we could go on an epic quest to rescue him. We do have precedent of going to dangerous places to rescue Plenty's characters. We do not have a heroic enough character with us this time. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah. Hold, hold on a minute. I'll I'll check my pockets for my fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I'm all out of fucks to give. Um. Uh, um do you think it's worth me and Mitch going to investigate uh, this Mr. Lung? See if he's on the up and up? Um, well, if he's Mr. Brady's contact, he probably is. And I believe Mr. Delamere was able to rescue him from some sort of supernatural threat. So oh, I don't he, remember that at all. He is inclined to, uh, no doubt, probably help us in this. Ah, thing. good. He is an ally then. Yes. Um, there's just one small, barely mentioning, barely worth mentioning matter, really, but I, I feel I should bring it to your attention. Yes. I mean, Mitch don't have any money at all. How have you spent everything? This is Shanghai. I, I take out a... Where were we last? Australia. Okay. I, take a, I take out a wallet with Australian dollars in it. I'm like, they won't take these. Not even as a bribe. Oh... Yes. Uh, here, he opens his wallet and just hands you, like, uh, he hands you 20 English pounds in one pound notes and then a bunch of Chinese yen. Mm. He hands you 3,000 yen. Wow. Which is probably about equivalent to 10 pounds. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> well, we're going to go to the bank and withdraw some money. Oh, uh, yes, that's also an option. But remember, Mrs. Vanderbilt is paying for general investigation expenses. Mm. Okay, well, well, in that case, we're going to go to this Mr. Lung and see what his deal is, I say, anachronistically. Okay, well, have a pleasant time. I'm staying here in the hotel as sort of like central point of contact for everyone. Mm. Well, um... I, I take out my notebook and I, I write a copy of the telegram and I leave it with him uh, for the others. 
when they arrive. Okay, thank you, Jack. Uh, have a pleasant trip across town in mm. this weather. <laughs> yes, that's why we came to find you, because we were worried we were going to have to walk for an hour. <laughs> he, he turns and looks out the window and he's like, you would probably have got lost. Yes, or robbed. <laughs> or, or possibly both. <laughs> um, we're going to go find a rickshaw. Um, yes, do make sure to have the hotel hire you a rickshaw. Don't just flag one down. Um, there is a disturbing trend in new crimes here in Shanghai where people are mugged and then tossed in the lava pool. Ah. The evidence. <laughs> Whoa, that volcano just keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so convenient. <laughs> I believe the, there's, nothing, uh, there's nothing more convenient than having an active volcano on your doorstep. I mean, the, the British authorities are building a wall around it, but... Um, out of that dirty lava out. We, we can't build a wall that will keep lava out. <laughs> And the volcano will pay for it. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck you. They're building a pool to keep the population away from the pool of lava. Okay. Okay. They just love the lava. Well, I mean, I I might just be speaking myself, but we'd all fuck some lava, right? It's, you know, it's well sexy. You're not wrong. Um... (laughs) Well, that's you and Craig who would fuck the lava. Everyone else is somewhat silent on this topic. Um, you raise a good point, Walter, and um, it's really something I will check with the GM first before I continue talking and sound like a fool. But what's the status on, you know, handgun carrying here in Shanghai? Let me check for you. Pretty sure it's don't be caught. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Shanghai at this true. point is that, is that um, uh, yeah, nothing is a crime as long as you're not being actively observed by a policeman. Um, Pretty much. And if you are, as long as it's a certain sort of crime, you can give them some money and they'll look the other way. Uh, legal tender is the British pound, the yen and the US dollar. Uh, customs and licenses. You need a license for a firearm, which mm. will command you. Oh, lovely. That's that's handy. Um, so I, I have my, I have my handgun and my knife. Yeah, my my handgun and Gregor, my ritual dagger. Well, you know, you might need to do some ritual murders. I think we've learned from long experience that doing a ritual murder never makes the situation better for you. Now, now, there, there have been several times when you guys have done ritual murders. And... <laughs> We've also learned that, that doing a regular murder and trying to make it look like a ritual usually also does not go well. Actually, you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. You get the hotel to hire you a ritual, mm-hmm. and you need Come with me, Mitch. You can uh, learn about how to make uh, steaks a la champagne on the way. That's not a real dish. Mitch climbs into the rickshaw with you, and he will keep you entertained on the journey. (laughs) 
Place that fucking harmonica. It's going up. <laughs> Grab, throw. He got 81. And uh, a hard success on his don't let Jack steal my harmonica. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm afraid you're traveling across Shanghai in a typhoon listening to a harmonica. <laughs> well, it's fractionally better than being caught by Nyarlathotep, I suppose. Uh, the green and blue square is where Mr. Lung's house is. Um, Can you see it on the map, Hedgehog? Hold on. Green square. Oh, yes. Sorry, I needed to zoom out more. Splinty, handily annotating the map for everyone. <laughs> is the red, the red and orange thing... The volcano. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a you know steep mountain. It's a large caldera pool. It's no longer erupting. Um, it is just an open pool of lava in the middle of the city. Ah, uh, Mount Crancross. <laughs> it sure has. Um, made the old city mostly abandoned and uninhabitable. <laughs> There's nothing like breathing in 30 pounds of sulfur. <laughs> right, who haven't I been for a while? Uh, I've lost track. I've been yeah, I with the girls. Ah, I need to be back in the museum. Right, um... Which book do I need? I need this book. Sorry, I'm having to operate out of both Mask and Yaltep books. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Peter, you have ingratiated yourself with the um, nice uh, scholar. Indeed. Um, I... By listening to his fascinating theories... Uh, Mr. Ling, Kang Ning, um, you steer the conversation back towards something you want to actually learn about? Um, yes, I say, well, um, we should certainly um, discuss this topic ag- ag- again sometime, although I am uh, afraid I do have another appointment just now. And while I'm here, though, um, I don't suppose you'd know how I'd be able to get in touch with that uh, Van Heuvelen chap. Oh, it's just that... The Dutchman, well, he's not been in for about a week, but he was staying in some rooms somewhere in the Zabai district. He hunts around through his notes. Um... Roll your luck, please, Peter. Luck, 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 luck. Uh, there it is. Oh, sorry, it's, <laughs> I was confused by the character sheet again. Um, well, they've changed the stupid thing. I like, I like that noise. I'm, I'm making a note of that though. <laughs> Oof. Uh, he clowns. 
he can't find it. Sorry, mm. um, it's just not here. Uh, you're welcome to have a look through the uh, membership files yourself to see if you can find it, but he can't find it. For love nor money. Perhaps I'll just take a quick look. I say. Do you want um, to enlist Thomas's help? Um, he seems to be uh, flirting with a beautiful woman. Uh, yeah, I um, I try and wave him over. Thomas, roll your spot hidden. <laughs> this is where I hope I fail. Yay! Thomas is <laughs> sitting. He's leaning forward in his armchair. Their heads are quite close together. They've got tea, they're chatting. He's paying absolutely no attention to you, Matteo. All right, I'm going to go over there. Um, You wander over, and uh, the young lady Thomas is looking for turns and smiles up at you. Ah, hello. Hello. Uh, Oh, I see you're uh, talking to my friend here. Yes, yes. uh, We're both athletes. We were just uh, sharing training stories. Well, what a remarkable coincidence. Um, uh, Thomas? Matteo? Could you give me a hand with something over here for for a moment? Oh, have you found something? Uh, possibly, possibly. Oh, oh okay. Um, sorry, Narice, I'm going to have to end our conversation no, there. No she shuts her book and stands up. I probably mm. should get going myself. Um, uh, lovely to meet you. You too. Um, I don't suppose I could, if if I happen to stay around for a few days, don't suppose we could meet up again, perhaps? Why not? How about you take me to dinner? Why not, indeed? And where are you staying? Oh, hang on a minute, I need to look I, um, I, I <laughs> glare at... <laughs> yeah, 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 don't worry, I'm on the same page. I, I glare at him, yeah. <laughs> Oh, damn, there isn't another hotel listed on this bloody map. <laughs> 19, 19. Oh, yeah, that's where we are staying. Uh, you, you give her the... Um, you probably don't know the name of any other hotels. <laughs> oh, um, just after a bed and breakfast somewhere. Um, well, why don't nearby. I meet you at the Sassoon building then at nine o'clock and we'll go for dinner? Sounds lovely. She smiles at you and she heads out. Sorry about that. <laughs> you might be. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to have to talk once we're out of here. Um, for now, um, uh, uh, I'm afraid our, our friend here is having a little bit of trouble um, finding the uh, location of um, this Egyptian uh, researcher in our in his records. But uh, wondered if we might be able to have better luck. So I thought you might be able to help me look through. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so we will both try to find this record. Contact record. Great. Well, your uh, Chinese, then your library use. Chinese, then my library use. I'm successful. Uh, no Chinese, so should oh. I just do library use? 
I hope you're better at using a library than me. Well, your library is. You're because... not. <laughs> Why did we go to the museum? All right. Because <laughs> Chai wasn't allowed to. All right. Uh, in much more use. Yeah. Yeah. You're hoping that the, a name written in Dutch will stand out in all these Chinese mm-hmm. um, kanji. But neither of you can find it. Flinty, roll me your intelligence. Int. Where's my int? I'm stupid. And you can roll spot hidden as well. I'm blind now. Wow. <laughs> you just cannot find Van Huelen's uh, membership paper. It's just not here. Um, could we ask, like, one of the librarians to help us? I mean, he's already looked and he can't find it. Oh, right. Sorry, um, I wasn't paying attention. I was with a beautiful lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ning is like, yeah, no, I can't find it. Sorry, we must have misfiled it. If you can't find it either, then, uh, sorry, I can't help. Hmm. Hmm. Um... Well, um, I just uh, shrug eventually and say, uh, it doesn't seem like we're having any better luck. What was the name of the uh, area that you said? The Zabai District. Zabai District. How big is that? I know the city. Huge. That's very large. Um, It's basically the whole north of the map. (laughs) Okay. But we can perhaps check hotels in that area. Oh, I do believe it was a lodging house, not a hotel. We can perhaps check lodging houses in that area. Take a while. Um. Yep, but if we don't have uh, any better ideas, I suppose. I'm saying. Um, well, and I'm sorry, I can't be much more help, gentlemen. Have a lovely day. Yeah, um, if, uh, if he does happen to turn up and he wants a name or something, tell him that, um, just need to make up a name here, um, a vaguely plausible name. Yeah, Sanchez was looking for him. Very well, sir. Uh, and may return, but it's no bother, if not. Okay. Uh, he wishes you all to have a good day. Uh, okay. Let... You head out of the museum? Unless you want to go and have a wander around the museum. Uh, I... I would like to head somewhere discreet um, to ask Thomas about this fellow athlete. Okay, uh, you leave the museum and you find a coffee shop on the corner and you grab a table and order some uh, tea. Okay, um... Both so, of you spot hidden at... 
Extreme. Extreme. I'm still blind. Well, it's just a regular sort of success. I am afraid. (laughs) They get mugged and thrown in the flava. (laughs) Flava. Flava. So, uh, having not seen anything, I guess I say, um, alright, so what was that? What was that? Um, well, she, she, her, her name is Nerese. She's, uh-huh. well, she claims to be an athlete, and I, I, I believe her somewhat, but there was just something about her training, um, regime in, uh, up in the Chinese rivers that didn't quite I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't make sense. Um, she seems very nice. Yes. Just a perfectly normal encounter. Two fellow athletes coming together in a museum in Shanghai. What, you suspect something? There are people everywhere who are working against us. I find it very... You said her story didn't completely add up or something? Yeah, but not in a sense that I suspect that she was an enemy or anything. Oh, she was just kind of... um, lying in her spare time. Um, what 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 didn't add up? Uh, it kind of sounded like she was just... It sounded a bit rehearsed, like she'd read it in a book sort of thing. It, okay. it didn't sound like a personal story. So, you meet a woman in a library who just happens to be an athlete, she comes up with some story about the athleting that she's been doing recently, which you don't completely believe. Um, I'm going to say that this person might not be completely on the level. Hmm. No matter how pretty you might think that she is. I need to ask the GM something, but he's not there. What do you need to ask the GM? I'll, um... Well, um, d- uh, obviously I doubt her story, but do I doubt that she's, like, athletic or anything like that? Do, uh, Ash Flinty wants to know whether he doubts that uh, she is athletic. She's athletic. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> it right. has the build and uh, body shape and style of someone, you know, with a very well-trained body. Okay, it's just her story. I just don't quite buy yeah. it. Okay. Well, I've, I've managed to get this date with her. I if If you... Uh, if if you doubt that she is genuine, then either I can just you know give her the cold shoulder, or um, you know just 
You know that she knows. Sorry, what? What did you say, Ash? I was just saying, you now know that she knows that you're someone and you know that she's up to something, so you can go on a date and learn things. Yeah, so either I can, you know, just chicken out or I can try and figure out who she is. The problem is that we don't know if she isn't exactly who she says that she is. We don't know how dangerous she is as well. So... It depends, really, on how happy you are to go on this, uh, go, go to this date alone. Hmm. I mean, she said to meet at the what was it, the Sassoon Building? Yeah. What what is the Sassoon Building? Do you know? Sassoon Building is just a big, fancy colonial-style, um, modern, like apartment building. So it's like in the downtown area with all the restaurants and everything. Okay. Well. Um, She's seen me, so I probably shouldn't accompany you there, but perhaps one of the others might and uh, keep your distance just so that that person can keep an eye on what's going on. How about that? Yeah, that that sounds alright to me. Alright, we should probably tell the others about this then. You start heading back towards the hotel then? But don't trust what she has to say for a moment. Alright, I'll take it with a pinch of salt. Okay. No, 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 no! You, you, you misheard what I said. Don't trust what she has to say for a moment. Don't take it with anything. Don't take it. <laughs> all right, all right. So. Um, I. Uh, we can leave. Both of you will spot hidden and extreme as you head back to the hotel. Hard. Hard. You'd have to spend 14 luck to make that an yeah, extreme. I don't have that much, really, to um, try spending that. How much luck have I got? Some. Uh, You've got a 20% chance of succeeding. <laughs> yeah, let's... I'm trying to find the button. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm not spending that much luck to get <laughs> to extreme. Okay, back at the newspapers. You, you could push the roll. Uh, how would I push the roll at the moment? I mean, they don't know there's anything mm. to see. Uh, yeah. Well, that's interesting mechanically because you always can push the roll. Mm. You just need to justify it. Yeah, I just don't know. I suppose. Well, here's here's my justification actually for pushing the roll. Uh, is that. I am worried that we've picked up another interested party that is working against us, and I was keen not to be seen or heard or followed in this place. Uh, I was trying to be discreet. You're spot hidden, Uh And so I would be especially looking to see if anyone might be watching us. Don't critically fail. Okay, well, that's a hard success. That's better. Two, two hard successes. That is a critical failure. What? Oh. If you fail the pushed roll, it becomes a critical failure. But it's not a fail. It's just it's a fail of your criteria. But Yeah, it's... my criteria was it needs to be extreme. So if you don't make the extreme, you failed the roll. 
Uh, sadly, your rickshaw, the cover on the roof of it gets blown off by the wind, and you both get drenched by water pouring over a guttering. So you're just, you know, soaked. The driver as well, you're not really paying attention to the street because you're both absolutely drenched and cold. Mm. Well, not, not so much cold, cold but... drenched and uncomfortable and water just poured over your heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Whatever there may have been to see, not that there was anything to see anyway, is unseen. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the newspaper, Chai and uh, Rebecca, hmm. what were you doing again? You were... Going through Trevor's notes. Yes, and Niall had found an interesting thing. Do you want to share it with the tea? Uh, yes. Trevor has left you alone with it. Okay, yeah, I'll just show the oh. note. Oh, a note. Do you want to read it out? Yep, just get it up. Where are my messages? There it is. The note says, Clive and Shakti took the Eternal Queen private steam yacht of one Alfred Penhurst out to his private island somewhere in the South China Sea. <laughs> Follow up to see if there is something interesting in this, Trevor. As in he yeah. signed it rather than someone is issuing an instruction. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know where Shakti is now. Mm. So was that Shakti and who, sorry? Clive. So, there are more people than just us interested in Van Duvelen. Yeah, that's concerning. Mm. I think we need to... I hope the others have had more luck finding where he is than us, so that we can make a move on him soon. Mm. Yes, I think we we need to do this fairly soon as well. Let's get back to the hotel. Are you going back to the hotel, or are you going to try the Shanghai Courier? Oh. Oh. Uh... My only concern there with the Courier is, you are a pretty well-known Times reporter, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Actually, you don't have a... Do, do you release the paper here? A paper here? or uh, What I'm getting at is, are you competition? <laughs> I mean, does the London Times release in the international district with people who might yeah. want to read it here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm. that's why you have an office here mm. because, you know, it's a British colony. So they do release a Times, a Shanghai Times. My, my, my concern is if, if you have a competition, then we go and ask there, then they will almost certainly literally try and sell the fact that we're trying to get in on this bit of information to literally anyone they think might pay. Yeah, I might not be the best to go there with that in mind. Are you going to head back to the hotel then? (laughs) Yeah, I I think so. You climb into a ritual and begin the journey across Shanghai. Uh, roll your listen, both of you. I am going to listen. Yeah, I am. Uh, your rickshaw is travelling 
along a one of the bridges that cross the river when you hear the lilting tones of a harmonica and you look across to see a ritual going in the other direction with Jack and Mitch in it. Ah, so they've just left the hotel effectively if they're going that way, surely. Yeah, you're literally crossing a bridge together. Uh, shall we get... I, I very quickly turn to Rebecca. Shall we get our ritual to follow them? Rebecca looks uh, at you in blank confusion. Jack and Mitch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, rickshaw driver, can we follow that rickshaw? I point out the one retreating the other way down the road. Um, Jack, mm. roll, listen, and spot hidden. <laughs> follow that. <laughs> follow that rickshaw. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I rolling spot this? hidden? Uh, you might still see them. Please see us. Uh, <laughs> I extremely see you, but I don't hear you. You don't hear them, but you see a rickshaw is following you. Oh, uh, good it's, lord. It's turned around on the bridge and is now following you, and you so tittishly get a look, and, oh, it's t- it's Chai and Rebecca. <laughs> You're like, uh... your hand under your coat, ready to shoot some cultists, <laughs> and then you realise who it is. Obviously, it's cultists using their image. I flip them back down, and I take them both out with headshots. Um... Okay, roll shooting. Roll for headshots. <laughs> Called shot head. I mean, that doesn't sound uh, like the sort of thing Jack would assume. Yeah. Is Hugo with them, just so I know? Hugo is not with them. We Hugo, left him at the hotel, actually. Um, Hugo is in the hotel. Nido's woken up. He's quite contrite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we now... Uh, I, I, I give them a polite wave. Jack waves at you. They wave back. Hi. I, I, I mean, I, I make the, I make the, the internationally standard recognised gesture for. Um, I understand that your rickshaw is now following ours, and I approve. <laughs> That's the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> It's also the universally recognised symbol for I can see your ritual is following me and I approve. That's just what Macarena means in Spanish, Craig. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Scrutinise. It's it's such an information-dense language. (laughs) One word can tell a whole sentence. Mm. Anyway, you guys are travelling through the rain. Uh, You arrive at Wanapu Boulevard. It's a very nice, um, wide boulevard that runs along the, just near the river. Long. And your rickshaws pull up outside the apartment building of Mr. Lung. Uh, where last we left everyone, Hugo was in his bedroom. Hugo, you went to check on the plane after flying it from Australia to China. And then you came back to the hotel and went to your room to get dry because there's a typhoon outside and you were very wet. Um, Thomas and Matteo are on their way back to the hotel. They are also very wet because their um, rickshaw's cover blew back just as they went under a 
leaking gutter, so they're completely soaked. And um, Chai and Rebecca are in an exciting rickshaw chase uh, after Jack. It's not that exciting. They went to the same place in different rickshaws. I was hoping to set up some sort of scenario where Jack would try to lose them, but Jack saw them. Very rude of him. Okay, so I'm going to be Matteo and Thomas. You have arrived back at the hotel. You've had time to... You, you've gone up your rooms. You've got dry and changed into clothes that aren't soaked. Right, dry is good. And you are... Now what are you doing? You're going to look for the others? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are you looking? Knocking on people's doors? Sure. Okay, uh, Hugo, someone knocks on your door. Knock, knock, knocking on. I see them. No. Um, I, um... Well, I w- is it one of those doors with the little... Oh, lost fence again. Uh, is it one of those doors with the little people that have... No, it doesn't have... Hang on, hang on. First, I would try knocking on the doors of the people that we were speaking with earlier to see whether they'd come back yet. There was no sign of them. Okay. Yeah, you've knocked on everyone else's door and there's no sign of Mitch or Jack right. or Rebecca or Chai. But Hugo opens his door. Ah. He's wearing a lemon suit. I am not wearing a lemon suit. Um... I um what time is it what time is it? It's about two PM. Uh I am not dressed to bed. Um I uh have, so you're saying uh, we went out for a, we went out to a store we went out to check on things, we all came back and had to get dry off because of horrible storm things. Wonder if there's a thing he can turn on so that he'll stop getting bounced out. Don't worry about him. Just carry on role-playing. Okay. He'll be here when he needs to be. Okay. Um, the, yeah, I, I, I'm just, like, dressed down, relaxed a little bit at this point. Uh, I've had, I've had, I have to fly a plane a very long way. I'm, a, I'm wanting a bit of a, a break. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Mateo, how, how are you? Would you like to come oh. in? I was just having some coffee. There you are. Yes, yes, I am in my room of the hotel that we're staying in. Yes. <laughs> we do have a few things to do, you know. I'm sorry, I just flew a plane like several hundred miles for three days. Just... <laughs> All I'm saying is that there's a bit of urgency. Okay. Um. Okay, so if I'm understanding things correctly, you guys have been here before? I mean, I lived here for several years. Oh, well then, yes, is the answer to that question. <laughs> um, but I mean, in general, like... I would like to point recently. out you flew 5,000 miles. miles. Not, <laughs> yeah. um, Nido, not uh, 200. Oh, I was, yeah. Several, several hundred, which is also several thousand. Um, but yeah, um, 
but yeah. Uh, so let's see. What, what is the what is the general plan now that we're in this place? Well, I'm a little worried that we're being followed. Followed? How? Um, no one should even know we're here. Well, um, they may know that we're here now. Um, our new friend, Thomas, uh, ran into a... Um, we went to investigate something at the museum, and... Uh, he ran into a um, fellow athlete. Isn't that a marvelous coincidence? Um, I mean, he's a he's an international athlete. That won't be the strangest thing in the world. Yes, just a perfectly normal meeting of two athletes in a museum. Um, um, only I mean, a lot of her story didn't seem to add up, according to him. Oh. So it's someone he already knew but is behaving strangely or someone no. who claims to know him? Someone who claims to know who he is and was, um, uh, should we say, somewhat flirty with him, uh, uh, keen to go out on a date, in fact. Um, <laughs> but when uh, he asked about where and how she'd been training, it sounded to him like a some sort of line that had been rehearsed rather than something that she'd actually done. So mm. it, it, there's something that sounded fake about it, I guess, mm. is uh, the story. So I am a little concerned that there are perhaps people out and about who have an interest in our party. I don't know exactly what it is. Hmm. And we found them exactly where we were looking for this other person who um, uh, uh, who we got a lead on is possibly um, here from Egypt. Okay. Which I remember we can't go to Egypt for a while. Or Egypt's dangerous or bad or something. Exactly. Uh, There's no uh, point in going to Egypt. The ritual's oh. been done there, right? Is the thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but if this person brought back some sort of artifact from Egypt, then by finding this person, we may be able to get some clues about what happened in Egypt or some other leads. And also, I have a very strong lead that I may be able to enlist the help of someone quite powerful if I were able to retrieve a certain text from this archaeologist back from Cairo. Ah, okay. Um, well, having more people on our side would be good. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we kind of had a we had a couple of people helping out in the last one, but I don't think. They were all that willing. They they were all that willing to uh, hang around any further. But um, now, but now, my kind of early intelligence is that this this Dutch person seems to be um, somewhat worse for wear. Been drinking a lot. Been quite unreliable. They didn't think much of him at the museum. I wonder 
whether he may be in fact not with the uh not with the cult but might be a target of the cult mm. i mean that's possible um what about your friend who what about our friend who um our turncoat friend who does he know anything about them or uh, did we ask him before? I don't think we'd spoken no, to him about that, it yet, have we? there's nothing about your interest in Mr. Van Hulen. Okay, we'll have to... Uh, uh, I don't think we've spoken yet about it. Okay. Um, well, what do you want to do now, then? We could wait here for the others to return. Um, we could try and go after them. Well, annoying. In the museum... Uh, they weren't be- weren't able to find out where he was staying, but they did give us quite a large region of Shanghai, and we know that he's staying in a lodging house in that region, so we could just search the lodging houses of that area. It's a bit of a long shot, but um, I don't have a better idea at the moment. But also, um, there were... Um, a couple of them, sorry, I forgot which people had gone to the um, newspaper. It was um, uh, 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 I'm th- trying to remember character names. Um, T. Yes. Chai and other character name. Um, Rebecca, ka, 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 ka. Rebecca. There we go. Um, uh uh, seeing if they can find anything out at the local newspaper about this person's whereabouts uh, as well. So if they come back with anything, we might have a, a, something more to go on, but at the moment, uh, it's proving a little bit tricky. We could <laughs> always, of course, wait and see if he comes back to the museum, but my worry is that if he is a target of this cult, then they no. could have already got to him. Yeah. I think we should probably go after him. Maybe we can try and find some... Lo- I mean, you used to live here. Can we... Uh, are, how approachable are the authorities here in terms of... Because if we ask where is so-and-so lodging house, generally speaking, the people like the police will know where every... Uh, know the major we, 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 don't, we do not have a name of a lodging house. We just have mm. a lodging house in an area that mm. is big. Um... And a needle in a haystack. So, Shanghai is run by a triumvirate: the French authorities, the British authorities, and the Chinese local warlord. Mm. Uh, it does not work very well. <laughs> You're not just going to be able to go, where is this person? And they'll have a database. Um, they'll most likely detain you for being suspicious foreigners asking questions. I do not think that we will have very much luck with the authorities. Okay. So we've got to find a lodging house or other person, probably at a lodging house. When we don't know what lodging house this is, do we know do we know what they look like? We just, you know who? didn't even think to ask what he looks like. Um, uh, <laughs> he, well, he, he looks like a Dutch person in Shanghai. So the one thing is, can is well, the one thing we have to hope is that there aren't more than one Dutch person staying in this area of Shanghai. Um, 
I mean, we could ask around some local cafes and things, see if they frequented any cafes, and uh, yeah, you can say, do stroll around, stroll around, shilling stroop waffles until somebody's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we visit the cafes and we ask the owners, "Have you been frequented by a Dutch person?" We're trying to, we're trying to get of. We've been trying to find them, and we don't have an we don't have an address for where they where they are right now. I think um, we'd have more luck with preferred cheese. With what? Uh, with what? What did you say? Preferred cheese. The little preferred pan- cheese. Oh, preferred cheese. The little, the little Dutch pancakey yeah. things. Oh, okay. I mean, we could try and see if there's a Dutch cafe somewhere in the area that he's fre- frequents as a taste of home, but that's a bit of a long shot. We could um, make some pancakes and just waft the <laughs> smell around that area. I'm just I'm just picturing us dressed up in a very uh, you know uh, Monsieur Leclerc from a lower low style pancakes for sale. Get your Dutch pancakes for sale. You know, Get every, like every Dutch child person child. in Shanghai sort of gently floating <laughs> towards you on the smell. Yeah. It is I, the player character. Well, um, yeah, I want some child catcher style scheme to get the the Dutchman. My, my only, th- my basic thoughts are: we walk around the bars and the local areas, asking, "Where have do you, have you met us, so, Mister So and So? They're Dutch. We're looking. For, we're trying to find. We're trying to get in contact with them, and we don't know where what their current address Your is. Solution is to go on a pop crawl. Okay, um, I am Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you you were suggesting the pub crawl because he is a drunk, not because Nido is playing an Australian character. Good point, actually. Um, You didn't uh, mention that he's a drunk and therefore might be in bars all the time. I thought I said he'd been drinking, but maybe I missed that detail. You said drinking, but not. You said you kind of hinted that he'd been drinking, but not. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Thomas, you step out of your room to find Hugo and Matteo having this conversation in Hugo's door. Oh, I thought I was there. <laughs> oh, you've been there all along then. I didn't think you were there yet. No, uh, I, I was just... Uh, IRL tech problems. I assumed uh, I was in the room. <laughs> also, also, I didn't I, I didn't explicitly say it, but I assumed that we would have kind of gone in for some slightly extra discretion. Okay, fine. I thought Flinty wasn't there yet. Mm. Uh, you are with them. Come up with a plan. What are you doing? Are you going to go out and start checking the opium dens and pubs of Shanghai? Well, I mean, before we go out on an endeavour like that that might be completely fruitless, uh, I suppose we should um, see whether the others had any better luck with their leads first. Um, Sensible? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. We can we can wait, especially if we should probably be going out as relatively larger groups. Um, plus, you know, if they don't come back, we'll need to send us to a search party. So we'll wait. Don't worry. You'll get a chance to have a drink soon. You want to go down <laughs> to the lounge? <laughs> I surely we're. In a, oh, how nice is this hotel? Nice enough. Well, then I'll open the mini bar. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in a suite. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mrs. and Dr. Vanderbilt and Mr. Walker are not with you. You don't get suites. You get uh, rooms. 
Oh. Okay then. Yeah, let's go down. Let's go down and wait in the hotel bar where we can see them come in. I want a coffee anyway. All right, coffee as it is. We probably shouldn't start in on the drinking if we're going to be frequenting. I mean, it would bars. be more authentic if I mean, you were all like uh, arm in arm, wandering down the street from pub to pub. Yes, uh, but we I mean, start drinking at the first pub. Yeah, maybe, not maybe starting to early. Find, to find a drunk, you have to think like a drunk. <laughs> Therefore, we should be drunk. All right, let's get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> I see no problems with this. <laughs> yeah, let's come back um, and we're like, we're doing work. <laughs> I, uh, for, I, um, for a reason I don't remember the reason I, I, want, I want it on record that if I was in that group my suggestion would have been hire a private detective who knows Shanghai to find the man I mean that's a great idea but they've not had it they've decided to go and get drunk <laughs> no I know, I know I just say they've gone they've, their plan is go and get liquored up <laughs> no I wasn't being serious no, no. coffee Look, when has that ever failed as a Call of Cthulhu plan? <laughs> the three of you go downstairs. The bar is not open. The bar does not open till 5pm. But uh, Walter is sitting in the lounge reading papers and writing in his little notebook. That's, that's fine. I assume we can order coffees in the lounge. The bar is closed. It's a nice hotel. We must be able to order a tea or coffee. It's a French hotel. Then we must be able to order coffee. <laughs> <laughs> a French person in the 1920s going 15 minutes without a coffee. <laughs> uh, you are able to order coffees, and Walter weighs you all over. Uh, uh, hello. You're back. I trust your endeavour went well. Who is, who is that to? Uh, Thomas and Mateo. Could have gone better. Could have um, gone worse though. Yeah, like we we know the approximate area of this Dutchman that we're trying to find lives in, but uh, it, it doesn't narrow it down very well. Ah. Well, um, I'm afraid Miss T and Miss Rebecca aren't back yet, and Jack and Mitch have gone to a contact with Mrs. Vanderbilt. On the other hand, we might be being watched. How? No one should know we're here. Well, that's, that's what, what I, I thought. And yet, there are people taking an unusual interest in our party already. Mm. You think we'd be able to go 24 hours without putting up a big sign saying, here we are, come and kill us? It you might you... be nothing, but it is suspicious. Well, I don't guess you... we'll keep an eye on it. You don't even have any famous... Uh... Famous rich people to attract the attention. Mm. He points at the world famous Olympic medalist. Um, I, I just don't qualify for the rich bit at the moment. Yeah, yeah, like Olympic medalist, sure, but the Olympic medalist in like the nineteen twenties isn't going to be like a, a, a you know, it's not like the modern days where like everybody ratings, knows. My, my credit rating says otherwise, Nido. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe Flinty <laughs> is moderately famous. I mean, people who win Olympic gold medals wind up on the front cover of newspapers and in the talkies. Who reads the talkies? And on the newsreels, way before every cinematic adventure. 
Fair enough, fair enough. I rescinded yeah. my previous... You're waiting in the lounge for hopefully the others to come back. Meanwhile, on the other side of Shanghai... Meanwhile, above the scorpion test. The scorpion clan is not here, Nido. Nice. <laughs> uh, Jack and Rebecca and Chai, you climb out of your respective rickshaws and gather under, like, the porch of the um, the building you've pulled up in front of so you can talk to each other out of the rain. Hey, guys. Hey, Hedgehog. Okay, I think he's just said... Right, Chai and Rebecca, <clears throat> you roll dodge. Sorry, uh, what, what, what I said there was mostly, oh, I'm muted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I say, ah, it's, uh, it's so lucky you saw us and that we saw you. Yes, a luck, a stroke of luck. We are luck in, in personified. I don't know where that sentence was going. <laughs> I kind of lost it. Hello. Are you well, Chai? <laughs> <laughs> so well. Um, what are you guys up to here? Um, this, I say, uh, huddling the two of you closer to me and uh, passing you the telegram so that it won't get wet. We read the telegram. Now I have to share the telegram with them. I can just read it. I've shared the telegram with them. Did that work? Did it pop yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. So. It did not pop up. Wait, it popped up for me. <laughs> Sorry, Roll20 is annoying. If you click the show to players button and someone has already been shown it, it doesn't show anyone else. There we go. Yeah, I've got it now. Jack. Telegram. Oh. You obviously haven't seen this, Nido. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll work with them. I mean... I've shared it with everyone for simplicity's sake, but yes. Okay. Well, I'll... Have we read it out for the tape? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Talk, Rebecca, and Chai when you are ready to do so. So, hmm, this is big. I, I Have any of you guys heard of this Mr. Lung before? I assume that we're outside his place right now. Well, Jack would be able to tell you. Are we outside his place right now? You are. That's where you were going. Yeah. I um. I mean, we don't know where he lives, though. We we it just says apartment on Wangpu Boulevard in the international segment. That's that's not an address. <laughs> that's no. that's well, a on, location. You're on Wangpu Boulevard. Yeah, we're just going to have to door-to-door and look at names. Is there anything that says Mr. Lung's Fabulous Shop? <laughs> Mr. Lung. Hey, do any of the shops look like an astrologer's? Uh, roll your spot hidden as you look up and down the street. And hidden. I had forgotten it got quite that high. <laughs> spot the 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 highness of your spot hidden is like cutting your Cthulhu character in half to count the rings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, you wander up the street under your umbrellas, and 
there is a house. It's part of a small three-story apartment building. But one of the ground floor doors has a large sign with an astro you know, lots of various astrological symbols on it which says Mr. Lung, astrologer. We're here now, I say. The door is painted red and is decorated with various astrological symbols and Chinese scripts. And everyone roll natural world. Or a cult. Nope. Yep. Um, is it a whichever is higher kind of deal? Yeah. Where's a cult? Now at the top right. Oh, it's moved. I'm I'm hard, so to speak. Okay, uh, the Rebecca, you were able to tell that the door is made out of peach wood, which is a very auspicious wood in oriental circles. And um, you are able to interpret several of the symbols on the door, Jack, are of, you know, great astrological... They're protection and... Um, Good luck and good charms, and a lot of them are nonsense, you know, astrological fortune teller kind of stuff. But there are several real charms that have been powered, inscribed into this door frame. Like, like actual charms and protective wards mm. that you know actually work. <clears throat> Any of them going to be a problem for me? You don't know. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, well, fun. Let's go in. After you, I say. It's not, it's not like you're a vampire. It's not like you've, you've renounced him, right? Yeah, but like everyone we bump into is a little bit like, uh. <laughs> ah, you're still tainted. I haven't yet scrubbed my taint. Um. <laughs> That's that's not one I meant, <laughs> so to speak. Sorry, I'm just setting up some things. Ooh, things. Didn't we already get told that you're so dirty, your tank's never going to be clean? Um. <laughs> can we please stop? Can we please stop this line of conversation? <laughs> like a brush, however stained. Corona. <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. Hello. You should now all be on a new map. New map. I am on a new map. Ah, a black screen. <laughs> Can you see the map? Yes. Yes. It's all map-like. Excellent. Mappy. I'm just setting something up. Where is it? Where's the token gone? Egg. 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 No egg. 
No, that's Queen Nita Queef. I don't need her. Yeah, please don't add her to this map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's She's like, surprise, bitches. And we're like, yes, extremely surprised. <laughs> I mean, she would be a nice surprise, right? Unprecedentedly um, oh. surprised. No, why do you think that would be a nice surprise? Well, because, you know, she might be bringing cake. <laughs> right, so I, I, found the... I guess. Like, but... We have no reason to think so. She might have a puppy with her. And everyone likes cute puppies. Yeah, not the kind of puppy that we would like. Okay, um, you are standing outside the doorway to Mr. Lung's uh, apartment. Yeah, um, I, I knock politely and then I say after you to the others. Uh, you knock politely. The door is locked. Uh, but roll me your pow as you touch the door. No, no. fuck you, fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Where is pow? Oh, okay. <laughs> There's definitely a as you knock. You definitely hear something go ching deeper, like on the other side of the door. That's 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 just a bell, Russet. <laughs> to say that someone has arrived at your shop and you may wish to serve a customer. <laughs> I I I, t- I turn to the other three and I'm like, um, I'm going to wait here on the doorstep while you go in and explain that I'm not a cultist. Well, he hasn't even answered the door yet, so mm. I'm going to take a few steps away from the door now. I say, walking down the steps, the door opens. As Jack scuttles off down the street, and a gentleman is standing there. I don't go that far. Yeah, he only said he was going down the step. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't like I run. I run as far away. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, There's a gentleman standing there. He has a loaded shotgun cocked under one arm and is pointing it at uh, Jai. Gee, you're mighty cautious, mister. One of you just set off all of my wards. One of you just turn and look at Jack, considering how he was just behaving. Yeah, (laughs) it was him, but it's okay. Uh, Yes, I I, I have both my hands up, but I was like, yes, I I was bad, but I'm good now. Oh, yes, I'm just going to believe that. Um, (laughs) Admittedly... It sounds weak even to me now that I've said it. <laughs> um, but if you'd, if you'd like to talk to my friends, I'll stand out here in the rain, shall I? Your mysterious friends whose words I'm also going to just trust from these three strangers on my doorstep. We're here on, we're here on business from Cat Vanderbilt. Anyone could claim to know Mrs. Vanderbilt. He has a telegram. I, I take the telegram out of my pocket very, very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like... and uh, <laughs> he, he motions you all to put the telegram on his doorstep and back away. Yeah, I, I hand it to someone else who hands it to someone else. <laughs> I apologise for my taint. <laughs> Look, I've tried. There's nothing I can do about my taint. 
Uh, he Maybe makes, you can have a go. He um, keeps the, the shotgun pointed at you all and then pushes his door shut. We'll just wait here then. I needed both hands to do something. That's that's cool. Right, he opens the door again. This is a genuine telegram for Mrs. Vanderbilt. And yes. neither none of you have been incinerated from touching it. So um What? <laughs> if you were not supposed to be able to touch this telegram, Mrs. Vanderbilt would have made sure you never touched anything ever again. Uh, I can I can explain the circumstances regarding why I've set off all of your alarms, um, but perhaps it's best not to do it shouting at your door on a Shanghai street. You may enter. Woo! Ah. Nido, could you angle your fan slightly differently? Because I'm blowing you. I'm you. Okay. Oh, I nearly kicked Nido from the call instead of muting him. Yeah, same thing. Uh, you enter the room. It is a really nice room. There is a low oriental table in the middle with those sort of like futon cushions. There are folding screens painted with gorgeous, beautiful like jungle scenes and tiger scenes and oriental pagodas rising out over misty mountain-covered uh, wonderlands of gorgeousness. And he invites you all over to his table to take a seat. Take the seat at table. Great fun. I'll sit down. <laughs> uh, with the uh, with roll twenty snapping, it looks like I've la- I've just lounged across the whole table. <laughs> <laughs> he slides a large spherical crystal on a stand into the middle of the table. It's about this big, and it looks like it's made out of solid beryllium. Well, that's that's impressive for a number of reasons. <laughs> no, I mean uh, Beryl. I just said brilliant. <laughs> brilliant sphere. I was like, I was like, dude, this is this is like two thirds of a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the hard bit of a nuclear bomb. If we get some yellow cake uranium, we can sort you sort all of the tip out right now, and you can finally finish off the rest of Shanghai like you mentioned the first time. <laughs> So I've been reading the Eclipse Phase wiki, so when I went to say <laughs> Peril, I, I was just reading about these terrifying thing called beryllium spheres. And, um, oh, God, I'd, I love, <laughs> I'd, I'd love it if every time we come to Shanghai, we make it immeasurably worse somehow. <laughs> like, the first time is a volcano, the second time we set off a primitive nuclear device. It's not going to be long till it'll be a deadlands. <laughs> <laughs> Would you all then, place a hand one at a time on this bell and state your name and why you're here? Uh, roll my occult. <laughs> roll your Cthulhu mythos. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to send you a message. Everyone else can roll <laughs> Cthulhu mythos, but... Oh, way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone knows what it is. <laughs> Just tick my Cthulhu mythos. <laughs> you all know the same amount. Same about this, so I won't send any message. This is Beryl has clearly been inscribed with a ritual known as the uh, truth. 
the angles of truth. Oh. Uh, if you touch this thing and speak a falsehood whilst touching it, it will let everyone know. Yay. Oh, um, I'm, cool. I'm Coolsies. I'm, pi- I'm picturing one of that amusing sequence now. I think it's from... Uh, I can't remember now. No, I'll stop interrupting. Shut up, Nido, and stop interrupting the scene, please. Right. Um, who's going first? Well, I mean, it would be bad form if it wasn't me at this point, right? <laughs> I touch the sphere. And what do you say? Um, my name is Jack Cady. And I am here to shoot a Chinese astrologer. No, God, no, no, I don't say <laughs> My name is Jack Cady, and I am here looking for information about the whereabouts of Jack Brady. I realize his name sounds like mine, but we're not the same person. <laughs> Roll your power, please. Power, please. Power, please. Power, please. <laughs> uh, the, you can literally feel it growing warm under your fingers, and you can almost feel it probing your words and your spirit. And then it stops, mm-hmm. and it, a chime jingles gently, like wind has jostled a wind chime. And uh, Mr. Lung nods. Okay, ladies. May I remove my hand from the sphere? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll touch it, avoiding the slimy part. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca touches it. Yes. Say, what do you say? I'm Rebecca Corley, and I'm also here to find out more about Jack Brady. Uh, again, roll power. Pow, pow, pow. Pow is... Yes! <laughs> uh, you feel it grow warm under your fingers, and again, the wind chime seems to chime, and he nods and is like, very well, miss, and miss... Hi, uh, I'm here to buy help my friends here, because I kind of got roped into it by my own greed. No, nothing happens, and he shakes his head. You must say your name first, and then speak while you're here. I'm Chai T, and I'm here to help my friend, who I got roped into helping because of my own greed. Roll your power to extreme, Chai. (laughs) (laughs) Pass it, pass it. Chai that was never a real name. (laughs) The bell glows a bright carnelian light that then wraps itself around Chai, lifts her up off the floor, and flings her across the spread eagle against the wall. Whee! Ow! <laughs> she is not who she says she is. Um, now pointing his shotgun at her, she is an imposter. Her no, name no, no, is false. No, no, I say, standing up, I say, she operates under a pseudonym. Her name is false. We cannot trust her. Would you like her to wait in the lobby? I can go to the lobby. He's backing away towards the staircase in the corner. I'd, I'd, I'd just jump up like, what? Chai, would it be best to like it? Even if that is a pseudonym, could you just not 
use the name that the sphere is expecting you to say? If we just won't I tell anyone? Yes, yeah. Me and Kat will cover our ears, if you like. <laughs> Can I touch it again? Please don't shoot me. <laughs> um, uh, roll your charm, persuade, or fast talk. Whichever is highest. And Chai and Jack. (laughs) I might. Is this contested or should I? It is contested. Are we all rolling it? You're all trying to convince him to give Chai another go, right? Yes, yes, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Chai's dead. Why didn't they just give you one one skill called Charm, Fast Talk, Persuade? <laughs> the cult. Wait, sorry. The cultist has charmed this guy. Well, 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 he he knows he knows I'm on the level now. I've been approved by his magic doorbell. He gestures with his shotgun at the um, sphere. Mister Cady, walk over and press that against Chai's heart. Um. <laughs> I look at Chai. Are you up for this? She's still kind yes. of sitting to the wall in the glowing swirl of magical energy. So um, I, I pick up the orb. You pick up the orb. Hmm. I, uh, I I bring it over to her, um, and uh, I, I start humming softly, so I won't hear what she says. <laughs> I was going to cover my ears, but now I'm holding an orb. <laughs> <laughs> Do you press the orb against her chest? Plop. Kai, speak. My name's Keiko Tamura, and I'm here because of my own greed, which wrote me into helping them, and I guess I should probably also add a bloody hitch of conscience that made me think I should do the right thing, and I regret it! Da. The orb glows and the strange bands of light pinning Chai to the wall kind of slide back into the orb and she drops to the floor. And wind chime goes off once more and Mr. Lung still looks uncertain and he's like, replace the orb on the table, Mr. Katie. Do, 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 do. Oh, sorry. Um, I like, I, I like that. It's like uh, you know, this whole bit is up, and I actually love you. <laughs> now we will never speak of this again. <laughs> like, like, I'm here because I wonder what an astrologer's heart tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Uh. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Mister Lung takes the orb off the table. And then lays out a tea set, a teapot, cups of tea, a big thing of hot water he retrieves from the kitchen. And he serves you all tea. I do apologize for being so cautious, but after what happened earlier in the year when Mrs. Vanderbilt's companions visited me, and I was roped into this conspiracy, I must take precautions. I look. I look like I'm going to raise uh, raise a point about about whether it's a conspiracy or not. But then I, I just give up before I say anything. <laughs> I assume you prefer we continue to call you Miss T. Yes, please. 
I do apologize, but the last three people who came in here and said their names and were false were bad people. Now, he pours you all a cup of tea. Do you drink your tea? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) But what type of tea is it? He's just poured fresh oolong tea. Yeah, I drink it. Rebecca? I do drink it. It's really nice oolong tea. Mm. (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Now... You said you wanted to contact Jack Brady. Hmm. As you saw from the telegram, Cat has managed to uh, ha- believes that you will be able to lead us to him. We have gone some way towards defeating he who we, we aren't going to name right now. Uh, but we need. Jack's help here in Shanghai. Very well, wait here. He steps into a room. Uh, He goes up the stairs into the back room. He's gone up these stairs here and goes into the back room. And he's gone for about maybe 15 minutes before he returns. What are you guys doing in those 15 minutes? Sulking. (laughs) I sit perfectly still with my hands on the table, visible at all times. Rebecca? Cat sent us to to a nutcase with a shotgun. (laughs) I mean, you did turn off all his wards, which are like, Servant of the Earl, the Jeff is here! (laughs) Can I like? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to do something about scrubbing my taint. Um. Okay. After about 15 minutes, Mister Lung returns. I have spoken to Jack. <laughs> Excuse me. He is a couple of days away. Where are you staying? No, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Um, return here. In two days at 11 p.m., I will then take you to meet Jack Brady. Um, very well. Two days, 11 p.m.? Yes. Um, okay. Uh, Slide I uh... a tile across the table towards you. I was about to call it a pie show tile, but that's an avatar. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Is it's it a mahjong ma- tile? Yeah, a ma- mahjong tile um, is the word I wanted, but I was like literally about to call it pie show, and I'm like, no, that that's fictional. I'm like, I like, no, thank you. Mahjong is a complicated ass game. No, we're not playing that. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I can't possibly use this thing. It's fictional. <laughs> <laughs> Take this tile. Uh, make sure whoever knocks on the door is carrying it, and it would allow me to know it is you. Thank you. I slip it into my pocket. Um, I write write the phone number of our hotel down on a piece of paper, and I fold it up really, really small. I'm like, in the event of an emergency, you can call us. Very well. 
I will hopefully not need to call you. Otherwise, I will see you in two days. <laughs> no, no, but um, <laughs> dramatic impetus suggests that you're going to be murdered sometime in the next 48 hours. <laughs> I will see you on Thursday, the 3rd of September at 11 p.m. Mm. Will you, though? <laughs> Won't you be the second? You're the first currently. He said two days. One, two, three. Uh, today. Um, sorry, what was that? What was that tile thing? Oh yeah, he's the first, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Mahjong tile. Yeah. What? What? What does it do? It identifies the person who's knocking as not a bullshitter. Ah. I've, I've I've slipped it into my pocket. Okay. Um, do you depart? Um, no, we stay in his house for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for no, two days. We, we, for two days. Um, I, 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 I look around. I, I make a mental. I take a mental photograph of the place, mm-hmm. and then I guess we leave. Leave. Who stands up to see you out and like? Do any of you want me to read your astrological chart before you depart? <laughs> astrological. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> uh, I, I look in my wallet. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, do I know how mine's gonna end? Okay. Uh, uh, he invites you back into the astrology room. His workshop towards the back of the building. All right. Uh, see, your star sign is the cultist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems your star sign has just been slowed by a black hole. Just, <laughs> just turning over death card after death card. It just means change. Lots of change. My my face is on these. (laughs) (laughs) Change from alive to dead, for example. (laughs) Okay, Chai, you spoke first, so he will do yours first. He invites you to sit down in the chair opposite him. I sit in a chair with my legs crossed. Maybe one one leg cocked over the 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 arm, so I'm comfy. Then I, yeah, yeah, that. Okay, here we go. Right, uh, roll your pow, Chai. Pow. Um. Yep. Yeah, he. He takes out a star chart and various things with incense and starts to plot. He asks you questions about your date of birth, your mother's maiden name, your first name of your first pet. Um, <laughs> is he trying to get into my Gmail account? <laughs> yeah, he's just, just hacking into Chai's uh, electronic banking. It's fine. Oh, good job I never set it up. <laughs> Uh, he takes your details and he charts your star charts. 
And after a while, he's like, your life has been one of hardships, searching, and loss. The item you seek and the reason can be found in your future and not far off. Mm. There's a he points to uh, the star chart. There is a convergence in your path. Things are drawing closer. Okay. You're supposed to ask what kind of things. What kind of things? <laughs> a tall, handsome stranger will sweep you up your feet, but not like in a good way. Again. <laughs> With a scythe. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky numbers are six and two. Sixty-two. Uh, he looks at the star chart and is like, there is a man and a queen? Yeah. yeah. They, they serve the dark power of the world and they are the key to what you have been seeking. Mm. They were nearly in my grasp earlier, and we fluffed it. That is all the stars can tell me of you, my child. Okay. I give the seat to one of the others. Who's going next? Rebecca now or the Jacket 2? Um, Rebecca Rebecca now. Hey, roll me your pal, please, now. Uh, I have pal. It's on my pal list under pal. He reads through your star charts. Again, he... um, does he takes a fresh piece of paper and takes your date of birth and works the stars out using his various equipments whilst the room smells pleasantly of lavender and chai um no no um, not chai chai is in the you know the, the thing you make tea out of she has just ripped a massive heart <laughs> <laughs> a pleasant one <laughs> Oh, the noise distressing, but the odour, fine. Nice fart smell of, I don't know, rose petals? Extremely concerning. <laughs> Four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that thing from Eclipse Phase again. Sanitised digestive tract. You, um, he reads your star charts, and he informs you that all he can really see in your future is darkness... A long stretch of darkness with a light at the end. You will come through the adversities lying in your path, but only if you are cautious, sensible, and think before you act. Well, I'll have to remember that. There's the person who usually jumps in feet first without looking. Maybe. Someone sounds like they're being hoovered. (laughs) There's lots of traffic. Lots of weird noises. I don't know why there's so much traffic. There's not normally this much traffic down there. Yeah, that's the noise that nobody could hear earlier. Ah. 
I'm still not hearing any noises. That's because it's on your side, I guess. Weird. Just something going path, 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 path. Yeah, it's something going path, 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 path. Yep, just like that. Sounds like a person walking on a gravel drive. Who are we gaslighting now? You. <laughs> Gaslit and in on it. <laughs> I can hear it that time. Oh. Oh, finally. Craig's sound bar is going off. It only just went off. It's been silent for the whole time you were just talking. I don't know them. It's just Google, clearly. Maybe try reconnecting, just because sometimes there's that, like, you know when I get the phantom drilling. Okay, yeah, I'll reconnect. Yeah, it sound a bit like that. Alright, this is no good. Everyone needs to log out and then rejoin in a specific order so your um, webcams will go back to where they were. No. <laughs> Peter, just out of interest, could you try it? Uh, I mean, I can hear it, so it shouldn't be me, right? Yeah, just just, just comply. Was it me? Did it go away when I left? Mm, I don't know. It sort of stayed there. Yeah, yeah that's the weird thing. I'll try it. Well, then it's not me. <laughs> I don't know. Hang on, we'll try Pete. No. No. Oh. It's gone. Next person. I think it's gone. No. Oh, no, it's back. Uh, let's give up. Okay. <laughs> we tried our best. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Jack, are you going to have your um, horoscope taken? Um, yeah, sure. Hey, you sit down in front of him. Please roll me your pal. He... After your date of birth, and he starts to move his charts, and he stops, and he's like, I cannot read your star charts, Mr. Cady. Why? If I was to connect my psychic senses to the charted course of your existence, I would allow him into my sanctum, and he would speak to you. I don't want that. Thank you for the offer, though, I say, taking my hands back. <laughs> I also do not want that. And I rolled a one. <laughs> you should be wary of any action, Mr. KD, that would open your soul and your senses to the arcane. Meditation, star charts, astrological symbols. Anything you do from the idle prayer before you go to bed to finding the perfect point of Zen whilst lost in meditation. Your soul is a beacon down which he can ride. Uh, um, how do I make that not be the case? Sanity check first. <laughs> Tits. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. wow. oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh! Oh! Only um, one point off the most awful of all failures. You can be the others if you like while you while you think up what's happening to me. Uh, <laughs> oh no! 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 You stay. <laughs> uh, it's fine. I have a book. Roll. Uh, you have lose six sanity. 
<laughs> I was a Maxan. <laughs> oh, no. You're Maxan with a 50 50 chance. Yes, I'm going mad. <laughs> I'm roll a cultist. A I didn't. I didn't have a high sand to start with. Roll a d10, please, Mr. Hedgehog friend. No, I refuse. <laughs> Fine. Someone else can roll it for you. No. Okay. Rolling a d10. <laughs> no. There you go. Two. That's a low number. Although it doesn't, of course, mean anything on this chart. Low severity. I roll egg. <laughs> it's a stinky bean. Roll a d6, Mr. Hedgehog friend. Oh, roll it with d10. Oh, what? Stop it. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> repeatedly re-rolling until you get the one you like. No, I'm moving <laughs> to different charts. Oh. Uh... I'm going to send you a message. You're just filling in a mad lib. <laughs> no, this is this is uh, it's just like when you call technical support and they go, "Have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done this?" It's just walking down. He's just walking down the expert system for madness. I sent you a lovely note. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I. I scream very, very loudly, and I, like, basically fall backwards getting out of my chair, and I, 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 I stand up and I run for the door, however I hit the door frame instead of the door and fall over. Still screaming. Uh, I'm, I, I haven't stopped screaming, sorry. I, I, Consider I, me I, screaming I, the whole time. Once I have a chance to move, I will just go over and try and put him to sleep. Uh, roll your put him to sleep. Put him I, to sleep. I oh. flail uselessly at the air. Uh, with a bonus die because he's... Oh, with a bonus die. Because <laughs> I can't see you. Battle helped. <laughs> The one up for the day. You're trying to get close and, and jab him with your finger jitsu, but he's literally lying on his back, flailing with his arms and legs like a madman. Clawing at my eyes. Clawing at his eyes. Rebecca, would you like to help? I can try and help out. With my brawling skills. Brawling skills, yep. I scream, he's taken my eyes. That's nice. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, you throw yourself on Jack and kind of force him to lie flat and are like, try now! Fail. You also get two bonus dice this time, but you've got a card success, so... Do you want to take your bonus dice to see if you can get lower? Yeah, let's see. No, no. I <laughs> Receive calming martial arts to the face. <laughs> Try you jab him in the pressure points around the neck, and he falls unconscious. He's taken my arm. Best now, Jack. Best. Mister Lung comes along and kneels down, and he's like, 
This young man has been through a lot. His soul is directly... He's given himself to him. And whilst he may have walked away, that connection is not broken. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. I would suggest we need to probably commit him for some psychiatric treatment. I know a asylum where the doctor is a friend of mine. He'll be safe for a couple of days whilst they help him. Scream. Unless you have a doctor with you who's versed in psychosomatic medicine. I don't think we do. No, I don't think so. Um, I'll go and um, summon some help. Okay. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, It takes about an hour. Uh, You keep Jack unconscious. And a... uh, Unmarked car turns up, and Jack is taken away to the Shanghai Sanatorium. Can't believe he had me committed. <laughs> <laughs> they have. He has my eyes. <laughs> I think we were justified in this case. Uh, he's taken my eyes. <laughs> Whatever. I wasn't caring that much. <laughs> eyes were exchanged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something. Something. something eyes. <laughs> Uh, the sanatorium, just so you know, is on the south side of the river in the Poktung district. It is here. Where is here? Oh, Can I've gone on, yeah. on the wrong layer. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, do you accompany Jack to the hospital, or are you just going to yeah. let him? Yeah. Let, let him get taken away. No, we don't let our own be just taken away unescorted anymore. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've learned that lesson. <laughs> uh, I still can't believe you let me get away with that. I was just like, they're just going to leave him on his own and pack him into an ambulance. I'm just like, well. Wine! Yoink! Yeah. Uh, I just remember how upset Chow was when he realised what had happened. (laughs) The thing is, I'm also thinking throughout this whole journey, we could probably all do with a bit of a stay here. You did! You all went and had a lovely two weeks off in bloody Perth. And then the first thing you did was summon (laughs) Yonksatov! That wasn't the first thing. Well, no, actually, it was very much. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't the first thing I did, and it wasn't my fault alone. No, no, this is true. There was a serious litany of mistakes that happened. Right, you escort Jack to the sanatorium. It's a severe-looking, gothic-styled colonial hospital building. It used to be the hospital... But uh, the general hospital is now in the international settlement. Um, They built a new one, so they turned this place into the local sanatorium. Uh, You check Jack in. Uh, A doctor will sedate him with some lovely drugs for now. They'll let him wake up naturally, and they'll start treating him when he wakes up. He's wheeled into a nice padded room and secured 
gently, with love and care, to his bed. Can, can we make it quite clear that we not want no heroic medicine being performed? You know, experimental procedures to cut out chunks of bad brain. I don't they know. I, I, I'd consent to the removal of the Nyalathotep node. We don't know what the Nyalathotep node is. I think it's probably the forebrain. Um. Yeah, probably most of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they will perform no surgery without your permission, but they do ask for permission to perform approved, regular, psychosomatic medicine. That's fine. Okay. You sign some forms and roll a credit rating, one of you. Or you're going to ring Walter and be like, Walter! Ring Walter. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably best to ring Walter, just to be safe. You are going to be tied up for a couple of hours whilst you sign some paperwork. Uh, meanwhile, back at the hotel, you've all been having a nice time waiting for everyone. You've had your feet up, you've had some coffee, you've had lunch. The typhoon is still going outside. Endless rain. It's like night out there. But it's actually quite picturesque because your hotel is on a slight rise. And you can see down across the rooftops of the city and then in the distance, the hellish orange glow of the lava pit. Uh, it's, it's a, you know, reflecting steam against the clouds. It's, it's quite pretty in a sort of hellish hellscape kind of way. Um, and it's ticking through about three when Walter's informed he's got a phone call and he goes off to take it. But all three of you, are you doing anything whilst you're sitting around reading any books? I don't have any books. Oh, oh I, I, could, books. I could keep, I could keep meditating. Okay, you're going to meditate. Are you doing in the lounge? You're, you're just going to, like, close your eyes and sit back and meditate. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, roll meditate. Where's my character sheet? Um, where is it? Oh, there it is. Still learning. You're still learning. Uh, you 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 going to do it a couple of times. You're just going to keep at it. Yeah. You can roll again. Slightly better. <laughs> Sorry. You can dick it. Oh, thank you. Because you're practicing. Makaya, what are you doing? You're muted, honey. Still muted, honey. Still muted. If I'm not unmuted, I'm obviously oh, having some okay. trouble, aren't I? Um, you're okay. Uh, now. All right. Uh, so uh, I'm. I I was saying it's been a while since I've had a little meditate, so I'll probably do that as well. Okay, meditate away. Um, med it eight. Med it oh, so hard. <laughs> there, there I am, trying, trying, and then you're just going, um. Yeah. My hair floats into the middle of the room, objects are <laughs> rotating around him, people are screaming about him being a demon. Oh, yeah. The usual. All uh, the usual meditating things. Are you meditating on anything in specific, or are you just calming yourself down, like centering your mind? 
Well, I mean, this is where I learned to meditate, so I'm thinking about um, the monastery, I suppose. Okay. Uh, you uh, may have six luck and two sanity as you just meditate and think about the monastery and how maybe you should pop in whilst you're here. Mm-hmm. It's only all this, you know, it's not that far away. It's only up here at number three. Um, uh, the map is black. For yeah, me. the map is black. Why is the map black? Because uh, the lighting layer is wrong. But the lighting layer isn't turned on on this page. Ah, that's why it's too dark to see. Hang on, let me just see what happens if I send you all here. Can you okay, see that? I, I see that. Ah, see ah, that. Ah. Okay, uh, now... Uh, right, sorry, you were saying? It's The monastery is only here at number three, and you're at number uh, 19. And I am down there. Uh, okay, I may consider wandering down there. Um... Although I don't know how it would exactly help with our current predicament, but but I'll think about that. Yeah, yeah that's what you're doing, uh, Huguenot. What are you doing? Uh, I can read. Um, let's see. I can read my uh, magical dream book. Hopefully, finally. Oh, I can minimize the Australia handout section. Uh, Advent of Silver Key. Uh, reading that, please. Okay, reading your book, you said. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. let me just open it. Okay, roll me your language to read. You finish reading the book. <clears throat> but, oh, I finish it? Yeah. You didn't have oh. far to go. Oh. I better open PDF then. You better open the PDF and read through it. Has this had any changes since Reggie's day? It has had some changes, yes. Oh, do I have to roll 1d10 now? Uh, oh, yes, you have to roll some stuff because you finished reading the book uh, and might go insane. Let me open the PDF, too, to remind myself. It's been a while since someone finished reading a book. Okay, so increase your mythos by five. Oh, okay. So, and Matt uh, is by five. Bring up the thing. Edit mode. Okay, Matt. Okay, uh... So, uh, Mythos up by five. Yeah. Uh, sanity down by five, which is also going to force my current sanity down. And sanity um, down by five. 89, which also takes my sanity from 93 to 89. Oh, you just lost five at once. Isn't that exciting? No, you lost four. You said 93 yeah, lost, to 89. Yeah, lost four. You should be losing five. Yes, but I was on 93. I had 93 oh, out of 94 sanity. I was one point short. Fine. Up your dream law by 15. Uh, where's that? 15. Uh, okay. 
Anything else? Roll 1d10. Lose nine sanity. Ah. I mean, we're going to have a sanity problem anyway. Um, <laughs> you've just made it worse. Roll a d10. Maybe we're all going to the spa. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, still over that? 80. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I don't have my out. <laughs> I'm going to send you a message. Discover you have Jack's eyes. <laughs> In a jar. On my desk. He wasn't using them. <laughs> oh, wait. Not anymore. Hello, Mr. Pigeon. all hanging out in the lounge right now, haven't we? Yes. Okay. I, uh, as soon as I reach the last page from my book then, I immediately just close the book, uh, stand up and return to my room without saying anything to anyone. Uh, the worst kind of insanity. The one that no one knows you. The no one, the <laughs> the no one, one knows no you. <laughs> the one that no one realises you're having. <laughs> oh, clearly they just want to go I should. I'll read the rest of my book, uh, possibly in between while we're with other people. Eating noisy food. Oh, the thing. I don't have noisy food. Ah. <laughs> uh. I think it was Peter's wrapper. I don't have anything relating to what's just happened either. That's really annoying. I didn't know Peter was a rapper. Right, Thomas and Hugo. Just um, Thomas and Matteo. Um, Walter comes back over, and he's like, uh, "Hugo, Thomas, Matteo, Thomas, Matteo, and Thomas." Yep. He draws your attention and draws you out of your meditation. Sorry to interrupt you, but I've just spoken to Chai on the phone. They're at the asylum. The asylum? They weren't supposed to go there. No, but they have had to check Jack into the asylum. I've, um... Peter, you're being incredibly rustling. 
Oh, he's muted now, anyway. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm actually not being that loud. It's just it, it's just picking it up. Well, yes, but it was picking up loud enough that I couldn't hear what people were saying. <laughs> I know you weren't intending to be loud. Um, yes, they've had to check Jack into the asylum. Um, they're on their way back now, but uh, I just thought I should let you know. Um, well, thanks for letting us know, I suppose. Uh, well, hopefully they've had some luck and they've learnt something, and they should be back soon. So um, I'll book us a private dining room, and we can go in there and talk. Yeah, that sounds like the best thing. I don't think we need to go out there and meet them or anything like that. Uh, but we should probably get the story once... Once they do come back. Mm. Yes. Um, where did Hugo go? Hugo go. To his room. For uh, his sanity, his private sanity uh, parlour. Well, uh, Thomas, do you want to uh, pop up and ask Hugo to join us in the private dining room and I'll go and book one? And Matteo, you might want to go and get any notes or papers you have from the investigation so we can work out what our next steps is once we hear what everyone has found out. Yes. All right. Good idea. I, I'll go get him. Yes, Hedgehog friend. Um, question, where is Mitch? Because he did come with us to the uh, um, to the astrologer, but we forgot he was there while we were there. Uh, he's been watching all of this in fascinated uh, delight, and he's returning with the ladies to the hotel. Ah, good, okay. Uh, he's not just playing a harmonica on a street corner being like, when will they return? Whenever they remember me. That's my best harmonica noise. I sing along. <laughs> well, Joy, uh, you're, you're being entertained by the harmonica in the, the rickshaw across town. Let's roll some harmonica. There's harmonica. There's harmonica. He's really good. Really good. Are you both just relaxing on your whipshaw through the rain, listening to the harmonica? Yeah. Yeah? Both of you have one sanity back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Play some harmonica classics like... Oh, I know. Uh, um. It's quite nice. Uh, you arrive back at the hotel. Uh, but before you get back at the hotel, Thomas, you've gone upstairs to see Hugno. Hugno, someone knocks on your door. Knock, knock. I ignore the knock. Uh, uh, knock again. Uh, Hugo, it, it, it's me, it's Thomas. What do you want? Uh, the others are on their way back. We need to... Well, we've got we've got a private room downstairs. That's fine. I'm not hungry. I didn't say we were eating. We're just meeting up with them. I'll uh, I'll be down later on. Are you all right? I'm fine. All right then. I I, I leave. 
Oh. <laughs> I hate this. I hate you so much. <laughs> You've given All me right. the worst one because I, I'm not. I'm not a raving lunatic. <laughs> cool. I'm sending you a message as well, Russell. It's all right. I'll be coming to fetch you as soon as I um, find out about this. Sure. Alexa, fry me an egg. (laughs) Here's something I found on the web. (laughs) According to Quora.com, the way that I fry eggs is to add about a tablespoon of oil, heat it up, and then drop the egg onto it. Happy now? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Vinci, what room are you in? I'm in the extension. Oh, you've been banished to the other side of the uh, sliding doors. Well, the office wasn't working, so, but yeah, that's the living room behind there. I haven't seen you on your house. What what you see there is the reflection of the mirror in front of me. Who would live in a house like this? Uh, Flinty and Temmy. Okay, um, Thomas. Hello. Uh, I go back downstairs and I let them know that Hugo didn't want to come down. I don't know why he's locked himself in his room. Uh, goodness sake. I told him off about this earlier. Um... He's just spending the whole day relaxing in his room rather than actually getting stuff done. I know he had a long flight, but we've got a bit of urgency here. Um, uh, I'll handle him. Okay. Walter hands you a cup of coffee. Thank you. I do hope Jack will be okay. Uh, Okay, you knock on Hugo's door, um, Matteo. I knock. You're muted or something. I play the game again of trying to ignore you. Okay. I knock again and say, I'm not going away. No, you're in there. What do you want? I trust that now you have had sufficient rest to come down and join the others. We have some matters to discuss. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to think, I'm, I'm just trying to game out uh, what I'm doing here. Um, Um, uh, I think. Um, I sent you a message, Nino. Okay, uh, I'll do that then. What is the procedure? Uh, uh, spend three MP. And then Peter and you must both roll pow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Quiet, Craig. Great. Always my bad stats. 
Is it your actual dump stat? Yeah. One second. See, this is the problem, Russet. I now have such a terrible power. Unless it's contested, I can... It is contested. Mm. Hang on a sec. So it matters not so much that you failed as long as Peter rolls worse than you. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, Peter, roll me listen. Roll you listen. Listen, 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 listen. Ah, take that. You hear something metallic clink against the other side of the door, and then you feel this oppressive weight almost push down on your mind, and mm-hmm. you kind of, like, shrug it off. You're not entirely sure what just happened, but something just happened. Okay. Um, is there anyone else in the corridor? Uh, roll your luck. Luck, luck, luck. Luck, 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 luck. The corridor's empty. It's middle of the day. It's about... What, 4pm by this point? And the maids have already done their housework, so you're alone right now. What sort of lock is on this door? Um, the big wooden door with the old-fashioned, you know, big key that would go in it. Um, I rummage through my pocket. I'm going to pick the lock. Okay, uh, you start picking the lock. You know, uh, you can tell it hasn't worked, and now... Roll your... Well, you don't have to roll. You can see he's picking your lock. Uh, I I don't think you'd easily be able to see that. I'm by the door, though. I could listen. You you might be able to hear it. Fine. I will call for a listen roll, then, to see if you can hear him scrabbling around at your lock. That said, I have sent you a message. Which was my plan, anyway. Because I bet I'm out of options. I don't hear him, but I wasn't planning to anyway. <laughs> I wasn't planning to hang around. Okay. Yeah, no, your message was sent before he started picking the lock, so you do that. Okay, roll lock picking, please, Matteo. Oh, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> a while. <laughs> Uh, your lockpick snaps in the lock and you see it fall and you're like, fuck, you've just fucked this lock. I mean, there's now a piece of metal stuck in it. Um, so, um, yeah, even an actual regular key is not going to unlock this now. Oh, well, um, I'm going to try and, uh, bash the door then. Okay. Uh, roll me your strength. Extreme success. You kick the door a couple of times after mm-hmm. making sure the corridor is empty. The door smashes open and you leap into the room and it's empty. What the fuck? I look, uh, I, I look around for signs of escape. Uh, the window's open. Uh, I look out the window. Uh, the fire escape is empty. Uh, hmm. I check to see whether um, uh, he's hidden himself elsewhere. 
You check the wardrobe. There is no one in the wardrobe. Okay, uh, I go out the window. Okay, up or down? Uh, I couldn't see anyone down on the fire escape, right? No, the, it goes down to a little alleyway, and that's empty. I'll head up then. You climb to the roof. Uh, the roof is empty. Shit, I uh, climbed down. Okay, uh, you're going to go left towards the front of the hotel or right towards the back of the hotel? Towards the back. You reach the back of the hotel, It ends, It there's a three-way junction into the twisty back streets of Shanghai. Uh, I make my way back round to the front of the hotel. Uh, you see a rickshaw pulling up with Chai and Rebecca in it. Okay. Chai, Rebecca, you see Matteo emerge from the side of the hotel as your rickshaw pulls up. Oh. Hey, Matteo. Hi, I look somewhat um, distracted and flustered. That's quite a normal look for you, so I'm not really <laughs> that concerned. <laughs> How's everything here? I'm kind of looking past you to see if I can see someone or something or what, whatever. You're looking for something, Mateo? Did you? You okay? Didn't happen to just see. Um, God, everyone's name falls out my head the moment Hugo. I need it. Hugo. I didn't. I didn't hear it again. Hugo. Hugo. Thank you. Uh, you didn't happen to see Hugo? No. Just no. no. Wait, did we see Hugo, GM? <laughs> you did not. He didn't come out the front. I was quite sure of that already, but... <laughs> he already scarpered when Peter started picking the lock, so... Uh... He was in his room, and I felt like he was up to something. It, it's hard to explain, but when I tried to get into his room, he'd gone, and the window was open, and the and he'd gone out the fire escape. Did he know it was you at the door? Yes, he knew it was me, for sure. Okay, so it can't have been a flight because of um... He, I think he tried to do something weird, if you know what I mean. Tried to do something? Yeah, maybe I've tried, got a... Tried to, tried to do something spooky at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, well, did you say anything or do anything or... I, I just told him that he should come down to um, dinner because um, he's got something. To, we've got something to discuss downstairs, and uh, and to stop lazing about in his room, which he'd been doing all day and refusing to come out. Hmm. I had no. I you'd know that I've been down in the lounge all day reading a book. Sorry, and then I, I went, and then I abruptly uh, went upstairs. That's what happened. That 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 he's been doing. All afternoon and refusing to come out. Okay, well, I, I, either way, he didn't come this way, so we should probably check around the back of the hotel. I don't even know how he left so quickly. I, I've already looked around the back. It just, it just dissolves into streets. He could have gone anywhere if he went if that he way. something weird, could that have something to do with how he left? Maybe, but I don't know anything about that. No, no. Um, hmm. Well, we, all we can do is look. Yeah, well, if he's 
runoff, then he's long gone by now. He could be anywhere. There'd be no way of finding him in these streets. Not easily, that's for sure. Do you head back inside to let Walter and Thomas know? Yeah, let's head inside. We've got a few things to talk about. Okay, meanwhile, at the asylum. (laughs) Ah, so you're saying he merely took the metaphorical version of my eyes. I understand. Ah, I feel truly blessed and at Maxan. (laughs) Like you thought that was going to work. (laughs) (laughs) I must must say this... This rubber belt you've put in my mouth to chew on is most delicious. I do have to turn to the page about uh, sanity uh, treatment. <coughs> so many previous salivas. Oh, please take your temporarily insane box, Mr. Hedgehog. <laughs> temporarily. Right. Uh, Jack, uh, you wake her up. You're lying in a bed. You feel groggy. Your vision is blurry, but you can see things. Oh, and good. there's a young, uh, well, not young, so like white haired with like wings of black still. So he's white on top, black on the side. Gentleman in a white coat leaning over you. You can see a lady dressed as a nurse. He's like, Mr. Cady, can you hear me? Uh, I'm still mad, right? Uh, yes. Ah, uh, 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 you won't fool me this way. I know who you are. I know who you're working for. Let me out of these restraints so I can eat your heart. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dr. Brown. You're in my care, Mr. Cady. I'm not here to hurt you. We just need to talk. Of course. Of course. That's what they all say at first. And they get inside your head, just like he did. I'm a conduit for him, you know. Mm, I can channel his power at any time. (laughs) Okay, nurse. um, Started on ten. There's a sudden electrifying tingle of pain as you are shocked. Ah! <laughs> oh no! Oh, 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 oh no. hold on, hold on. No, we need to play Get out this fish. Fox, motherfuckers. Hey, hey, Arona, do you remember the last time someone had electroshock therapy in Call of Cthulhu? I actually don't. <laughs> it was hold me! <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, Did we you turn you into speaking like the clangers, Craig? <laughs> hold on, we, uh. Enjoy this session in full. Will you make me a reality check roll, please? What's that? Oh, uh, just make a sanity check roll for me. A reality check. Oh God. Lose one sanity. Shock me all you want. He will bubble through my eyes and mouth, and he will take you soul and all, and your pretty little wives. Wives or lives. Wives. 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 Okay. Mr. Cady, I need you to focus. You're safe. You're in the hospital. I'm Dr. Brown. This is Nurse Marge. You need to just focus. You're having a psychotic episode. In a few years, this technique will be seen as dangerous and unproductive. (laughs) Nurse, shock him again at 20. (laughs) (laughs) Roll your con, please. Ah, my dump stat. 
rolling good today. First like an egg. The second uh, electroshock convulses your body. You're still weak from the uh, nerve, um, the, the nerve jabs and the sedatives, and you pass back out. <laughs> Make me a pow roll at hard. Uh oh. Well, oh. he's calmer. I think. I think it's working. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, you're unconscious. Sorry, cursed. You've been committed to the asylum, and their first bout of treatment hasn't worked. Look, I'm going to go. In, I'm going to go in the garden for a bit. If you need me, just text me. All right. <laughs> a typhoon is currently squatting above Shanghai like a gigantic cloud full of water. That's generally what, what they do. Is. And it is is dumping all of that water on the city of Shanghai. Um, Rebecca, Thomas, Kai, Matteo, you are all in a private dining room. Uh, There's tea and coffee and snacks, but there's not a full dinner. I assume Mitch is here as well. Hugh, uh, Mitch is also here. Um, It's still raining outside, like bucketing down thick black rain that's just pouring out of the sky. It's practically nighttime out there. The lights are on. Uh, it's got slightly cooler. It's now a chilly 28 degrees centigrade. And Thomas, Matteo and the girls walk into the room. Matteo looks perturbed. Uh, what? Wait, you went upstairs. Why are you coming through the front door? Uh, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> and was hoping someone might notice. Um, <laughs> um, it's about Hugo. Uh, He's Hugo. Yes. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, well, I knocked on his door, um, told him to stop lazing around and uh, and come out to uh, meet us because we've got things to discuss. He refused. Then I... <sighs> Well, it's hard to describe, but I got the impression that he was trying to do something, you know, spooky at me, if if you catch my meaning, with... And then... Uh, and then I uh, decided to barge into his, uh, his room, but when I got in here, there he'd uh, run off out of the fire escape, and I don't know where he's gone. Oh. Why would he do that? Says Walter. Why would he do that? Um, uh, Thomas, Matea, you were with him all afternoon. Did you see anything weird? Did Did I actually see anything weird? I don't feel like I did. He was no. reading the book quietly, and then he went upstairs. Uh, he was just <laughs> reading. Uh, he was just reading downstairs, and uh, then. He decided to go to his room. He he went to his room and uh, then. Uh, 
Walter's... a couple of us to try to get him to come down, but he didn't. Walter stares at the windows for a moment, like, what was he reading? <laughs> uh, um, that book he always carries around. Because it has been known for people to um, read dark tomes and have funny turns. Is that what happened? I suppose it could be. Oh. Um, but who would be stupid enough to carry a dark tome on them and read it? Everyone in this room, Thomas. Literally every one of us. <laughs> well, yeah, not me. Have this dark scroll written in ancient Egyptian. It's amazing what good books there are to put you to sleep at night. I'll pass, thank you. You say that now. And I'll say it again. Go on, then. I'll pass, thank you. But anyway... Um, Okay, so Hugo's run off. We're just going to have to wait for him to come back, I guess, unless we want to try and find him in this typhoon. Well, it's going to be hard to track him down in the streets of Shanghai. In a typhoon. Yeah. I think we just have to continue with the plan and then try and figure it out. Um, So, Rebecca... Uh, Chai, Mitch, I can't help but notice that you rang me from an asylum. Yes. And you've left Jack there. Yes. Yes, that's what you do when you are putting someone in for psychiatric care, Walter. So what happened? He went crazy. That That's why we're putting him there for now. Any you know, reason he went crazy? Uh, because someone talked about the big bad N person. Oh, I like with that. Yeah, I can't call them that. <laughs> Craig, I'm sure. Very bad. That is not the N I was on about. <laughs> Unless you want me to just use his name. Call him the calling one. No. Nyalhotep. Lord of the dangerous places. Let's call yes. him the EO. The Dark Baby. I don't think he's ever had the name Lord of the Danger Places. <laughs> Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. The Jester EO. The one Noel came up with, which is now real. Why don't you call him Jester? No. <laughs> How do you know that name? Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, hopefully Jack will be okay. Um, we should probably see if anyone learned anything about the things we're actually here to do. Well, um, yes, of course. Um, well, we made some progress a little bit on um, this Dutch gentleman. Yeah, he, he he he's hanging out somewhere in uh, the Zabai district in a lodge lodging house, but Lord knows which one. So while we were all out, Cat uh, sent a telegram here, mm-hmm. which Jack picked up, and Jack and Mitch went to 
when it went to Shanghai, and Chai and I saw that and we followed, and that's why we were in Shanghai. Mm. But one of the things we found out is that in order to, uh, it'll, it'll be a couple of days before our contact can put us in touch with uh, Jack Brady. So we, if we go back to, and I can't remember his name. Mr. Lung. Mr. Lung. Uh, then in a couple of days at 11 p.m., uh, holding a specific object that Ajak has with him at the moment <laughs> in the asylum, yes. then we can meet Jack, the other Jack. Jack, Jack. <laughs> no, that's the baby from The Incredibles. <laughs> Alongside I, that, yeah. I was sorry. hoping one of you would think to retrieve the mark on the pile, and you didn't. I was just thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say anything because it literally happened I'm 10 minutes sure ago. sure we can go to the aside and then just ask for his belongings. Yeah. Exactly. Unfortunately, I swallowed it. Yeah. Oh, then you're still carrying it. So. <laughs> Alongside that, the. Um, the, the finding of Van Huvelen, uh didn't find out anything more about where he is, but there are other people looking for him, and um, their names are something and something else. Uh, uh, Dr. Clive. Dr. Clive and Omar... Shakti. Shakti. And a third one. Oh, and I don't remember. So it's Martin, yeah, Martin, Martin Winfield. Martin uh, Winfield. Martin um, Matteo, mm. you can roll your intelligence. Because you were the uh, only one who was there. Uh, How dare you, Scat? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to send you a message, Honeycakes. Alright, but it might be what I was thinking already, but let's see. And the thing about that is that they have something to do with Grey Dragon Island because they went there on Penhurst's yacht at some point. So it may be even more imperative that we make progress on finding this person. Because, and by doing so, we might end up running into the cult anyway. Mm. Waiting to see what this says. Well, this might confirm my uh, suspicion that this this friend of ours is not, in fact, part of the cult, but perhaps a target of the cult. Oh. Something about the way that they were describing him made it seem like he was uh, unreliable and uh, drinking a lot. And uh, I'll message, honey. And those names are familiar. Um, so. Dr. Clive, Martin Winfield, they 
are the ones uh, that uh, resurrected the the queen that we had a recent run in with, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and um, Al Shakti has something to do with the, um, uh, I believe, is in, in charge of the the cult in um, uh, in Egypt. Oh, so yeah, everyone's I there. Someone bad. Hmm. So they're not here after us. They're after him. And I encountered someone who took an unusual interest in um, uh, and seemed to be making up some story about being athlete um, to try and arrange some alone time with Thomas. Oh, that's suspicious. But no, I guess, how would anyone know who Thomas is at this point? Well, I mean... To us. True, but... Um, well, I was sighted with you, and we didn't deal with all of the cult members in Australia, did we? But there was one who got away. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, that might be... That, that, that would be enough, then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. All four of you roll spot hidden extreme. Spooks. Also, we're being followed, but I keep on failing my spot hidden, I say. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Rebecca, you can spend luck on that. Um. Uh, let me have a look. What did we need? Extreme. Extreme. Uh, uh, oh, it isn't much. Let me see. What is my luck? My luck is worth spending three on to pass that. I'll send you a message now. Carry on talking. Um, what, what were we talking about again? Um... The mysterious woman who Thomas is going on a date with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she sounds really suspicious. So, what what do we want to do about her? I mean, do, do, I, do we just brush her off, or do I still go and see her, but try and gleam as much from her as I can, and someone kind of secretly keeps an eye on us? We could try that. Uh, obviously, it shouldn't be me because she saw me, so she'd recognise me as soon as. Uh... I, I think, Matteo, we should probably assume, considering your kind of celebrity of being one of this party since the very beginning, any of them who see you will have recognised you as. Team Vanderbilt. Yes. So we can be pretty sure that they've rumbled Thomas as one of us. So they're definitely interested in us in a in a more sinister way at this point. I'm not sure by trying to double bluff them we're gonna get anything, honestly. Oh other than 
a possible confrontation. So keep away from this encounter, you think? I'm inclined to kind of lean that way. It feels like putting ourselves more in heart. What did you give her any information about where we were, Thomas, before? Uh, no, she did ask where I, I was staying, but I didn't tell her where where we are. Okay. Matteo gave me Matteo gave me the look. Okay, that that's good because that would have been terrible. Uh, we can probably guess, however, just from this group's behaviour pattern that they're going to look at the currently best hotel in town. (laughs) (laughs) Heck. (laughs) We're too snobby for our own good. Someone is knocking on the door to your room. Walter opens it, uh, has a little chat, and then comes back and offers Chai an envelope. A message for you, Chai. I have a look at my message. Now in China handouts. China handouts. It's in a Chinese handout. It is written in Chinese. Oh, in Chinese. I don't have Chinese. Um, is oh, don't you? No. Oh, then it'll be in English then. They know oh, what to speak. That is an interesting uh, message, and I'm definitely going to seriously consider that. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Uh, anyway, where were we? We were saying we weren't going to meet up with this Narice woman. Yes, uh, I think it's a potentially terrible idea. Well, you guys are the experts, and I don't really see myself as a very covert person. And I might so... be wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm happy not going. What do you think, um, Matteo? Mm, um, well, we don't know that it won't be useful, but it's perhaps not worth the risk. Rebecca? Oh, sorry, what? Any any thoughts on the situation with with this Neris? Oh, um... Well, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think we'd, we'd get much information if there was any to get. So, potentially, if, if we think the pressure's on, it'd be safer just not to meet up at all. Alright, uh, the other thing we were considering was, um, I think Rebecca, Rebecca was saying, we, sh- we should maybe, or no, Chai was saying, we should maybe move hotel, because they might check out the fanciest hotel to try and track us. That is a good point, says Walter. Um, I can find us somewhere else to stay. The problem um, is finding somewhere a bit more down... Uh, market while it's still being reputable. I mean, I could just hire us a house. You'll have to look after cooking and getting food for yourselves, but we can just hire a house. We all we just have Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is like, sod you all! Harmonica! 
When did he become Richard O'Brien? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. We're, we're just here trying to solve things, and then there's Mitch on the harmonica. <laughs> Three minutes left. This one's an automatic TPK. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they fucking all? <laughs> You've all just paused to watch Mitch. <laughs> you can't look away. I, I like how the backing track has come out of the <laughs> sound. I'm very impressed with the guitar stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not entirely sure how he's doing it. He's just blowing on this harmonica. Um, so, um, Walter's like, shall I get us a. Um, house somewhere then I think that that would probably be wise if we're trying to take an abundance of caution then yeah there is the problem that if Hugo comes back we'll have vanished and we probably Why? should leave a forwarding address mm. in case you know one of those sneaky cultists come in and is like oh, oh I'm their chums where did they go what what we've also kind of got the question of considering we've got a missing Hugo should we act at this point anyway? Should our top priority be finding him? I mean, if he is um, a cultist or something in disguise all this time, he knows too much. So, and if not, then, well, we probably need to save him, question mark? Well, we've got two days until Jack Brady will be around... Uh, we still have to find or otherwise determine what's happened to Van Huvelen, which has some urgency about it. So whether or not we've actually got a couple of days to, well, spend trying to find Hugo, or possibly Jack would be able to help us with that, but not right now. So depends how much time we think we've got. Well... For our security, maybe we should move, and we can leave a hidden message in his in the airplane for Hugo. If he is having a psychotic moment, he'll. Oh, but then if he is some sort of evil double-crossing turncoat, we should probably get out of him now and not leave secret messages for him. Yeah, it's a bit complicated, isn't it? Mm. Well, well, you raise a good you raise a good point. Maybe maybe that's where he's gone. The plane. Oh. Yeah, did any of us check the air? Okay, says Walter. I'm going to go and arrange a house for us to go and hide in. Everyone go and grab your belongings and meet me in the lobby in 15 minutes. And we can decide our next step once we're somewhere secure. Because Uh, like Chai says, and as we have um, precedent was, if they have found us, they're going to check the swankiest hotel in town. And last yeah. time they checked the Swanky's Hotel in town, someone threw giant flaming balls of living fire at us. Didn't they? Living next? fire. Whatever next. Let us go! To the winds! Go and pack! Um, someone go and pack Hugo's stuff. I'll do it, because I don't have much. Oh. Well, how about we pack our things, Tom and, and Thomas, and then we join up in do Hugo's room. Okay. Packing, packing. Gotta put my- scamper to pack your belongings, and Thomas and Chai, you meet in Hugo's room and pack his belongings. 
Um, and you all scamper around, and then Walter is going to. He arranges twelve, which yours. They will oh. pull up. Yes, Rebecca. And when we're all back together, like, so were, were there any books or anything of interest in Hugo's belongings that might have attracted attention? I'm guessing the answer is going to be no. Yeah, Hugo didn't leave anything behind, Sandy. There's oh. this really fascinating book about airplanes. Okay. And there's the Haynes Manual to uh, fixing aircraft engines. And then there's... Uh, so you're a cultist, but you're hiding it from your friends. Yeah. A 12-step guide to fooling them all. The dark secrets of mm-hmm. the 510 seven-shaft turboprop engine. <laughs> Sadly, there wasn't anything interesting in Hugo's belonging. His coat is still here, as is his umbrella, so he definitely scarpered, but his wallet is gone, so he's taken that with him. Hmm. But the plane keys were still there. <coughs> They're in his coat. Hmm. Then maybe he didn't go to the plane. Well, it's still worth checking out the hangar. Yeah. Uh, but you all scamper into the back... Uh, of the hotel. There are 12 rickshaws. You all bundle into two, and then they all go in different directions, in groups of two. So if anyone is watching, they've now got six sets of uh, rickshaws to try and follow. And he, uh, um, Walter, has hired you a room in the, uh, well, a small house up in the Hong Q district near the park. Hmm. It's a simple um, one-floor story oriental building um, with sliding paper screens, so it's very traditional. Um, but you are—it's got a walled compound. So once you're inside, you're pretty safe. Uh, meanwhile, Hugo. Oh, Hugo. Ah, uh, Hugo. What are you it's doing? Got to be evil. Um, you have safely found yourself a room. Uh, you've actually hired a room in the back of an opium den because they're, you know, small, quiet, discreet. discreet in a cellar. You're not having any opium, but they don't care as long as they get their money. Okay. Um, I believe the plan will be as we discussed. Okay. Um, so... You're coming through really weirdly. Can you maybe not have the fan blowing over yep. your microphone? Yes. I uh, will suffer briefly. Um, I should continue. Um, the, yeah, I will be basically rest. Once I've got this place, it's like there's nothing I can do until I've rested up for a little bit. Mm. So maybe if, <laughs> if it helps me sleep. <laughs> maybe not. Uh I don't know, actually. Um, are you just going to go... Are you going to maybe have some opium then? Um, 
some tea and just, yes, get away from all those horrible people. Oh, and you're going to go to sleep. Mm. Well, roll dreaming. Oh, God, here we go. Well, at least, at least you know, it's, it's not a Rona this time. Mm-hmm. I, I immediately start thinking of a Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Heck. <laughs> just, just constantly amazed at how much we derail the plot. Mm. Uh, don't pass. Okay, are you spending any luck or any uh, pushing the goal? Or... No, because my luck sucks. You could push it though. It's a fifty-fifty chance, Nido. I could be amusing. I just wanted to. My plan was just to rest. I just wanted to rest. And yeah. Craig, you're being a bad... Craig, but you're being a bad player right now. <laughs> to have fun, though. And what would be the most fun? <laughs> Craig... Would you do it, though, Craig? <laughs> Craig, look at the expressions of the other players. Going, please, please, please can this not... Please can we <laughs> just for once? <laughs> it's fine if you want to, Nido, because you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> where, wait. So where has Hugo gone? Sound of distant nuclear explosion. Ah, oh, there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm Trouble not going to push it. I my plan was just to rest because if it, I couldn't do it immediately, I was just going to sleep until I have enough MP to do this properly. Hey, you go to bed uh, and you sleep. Restore your MP. Restore any hit points you're missing. And roll me... Uh, you didn't have any opium, so uh, you're just sleeping on a nice chaise lounge in the back of an opium club. Mm. You've had some food, you had some drink, you're safe, you're secure, they can't get you. Roll me your sanity at hard. <laughs> at hard? Um, uh, do I have any HP done? No, I don't. <sighs> Not at hard. No. You wake up in the morning still suffering from what you were suffering from when you went to bed. Syphilis. <laughs> oh, at this point, I've ticked, I've ticked temp insane. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go back and be a Rona. A Rona. Jack. Beloved Jack. As opposed to Jack Brady. Um... You wake up once more. You may roll me your hard sanity. Oh my. Time to snap out of it. Ooh, oh, it's hey, a shame you can't lock oh, it. Oh no, you, ca- you can't, can't lock it. Damn it. Roll. Damn. Um, the doctor, um, you, you, again, you come around, Dr. Brown is there, a different nurse is there. It's like, Mr. Katie. How are you feeling this morning? Dr. Brown. That's me, yes. He knows you, Dr. Brown. Who knows me, Mr. Katie? Nyarlathotep, the crawling chaos, the dark one, the father of maggots, the prince of lies, Jester Eo. He who dwells without. Right, okay, Mr. Katie, roll your pal. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, that's not a common 
Oh my god! Why don't you rest for me, Mr. Gainey? We're going to give you some drugs and we're going to give you some therapy to help you um help you calm down. There's no time for rest. He's coming. Yes, Mr. Cady. Okay, now start him on twenty. Uh, he will, he will, he will use my body as a vessel, and he will enter this world. Give him five cc's of the, uh, yeah, that stuff. They inject you with something and then electrocute you. Well, you're on. Haha, <laughs> no effect on me. Uh, now, roll your sanity at hard. Oh. Sanity, sanity, sanity. Oh, you <laughs> have the insanity. The doctor oh. works with you. Humanity. On his. <laughs> Electricity <laughs> means nothing to one who is seen beyond the veil. <laughs> yeah, Look up, Mr. Blackwood Kings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, look, look. If I go, if I go nuts, I'm allowed to channel William Foster, Foster Blackwood Mackenzie King. Uh, who else is there? Matteo. Well, I'm just setting something up. Whilst I... <laughs> is it your doom? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack, they continue working with you. They're not giving up on you. You're still conscious, but they're still not having the greatest headway in making you not be an insane Fruit Loop. Yes. And they are discussing um, what to try next. Mm. Um, They're very worried that your mind might have snapped permanently. Uh, They might have to try um, stronger measures. Um, but they will try their best for you. You start trying to cast this. Um, no, I I wanted to read it, but they've changed how it works in Roll20, so you don't click to expand anymore, you click to cast. Yeah, there's a... You have to click the the little dot dot to expand. Um... I'm going to wait until the room is empty, and then I'm going to cast a spell. That's not a bad plan. Sadly for you, their plan is to uh, drug you unconscious again. Uh, that's <laughs> fair. But, because you are a raving lunatic. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm the only person who knows the truth. But you can roll your constitution at hard to try and resist the knockout drugs. I will try and roll calm. Ooh. Yeah, you do, you do. Uh, they, they feed you some sedatives. They have, they will take effect, but they haven't taken effect yet. Mm. When they leave the room, okay. You can hear the doctor and the nurse discussing that they're going to have to contact uh, uh, Miss Causey and get permission to take your treatment up a notch. Up a notch. Oh God, what was that? That's the house everyone is living in. Oh, it flickered for like one Ah. second. I moved you and uh, 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 Nido back. Ah. I'm on the map. This is is nice. It is nice. It's a nice house. It's a nice house, see? 
Though, uh, I should add Mitch, so I remember. Mitch is in the kitchen. There we go. <laughs> right, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Yeah, get in the kitchen, Mitch, and make us some chips. Chips. Okay, uh, Jack, you have been left alone. Um, You've managed to... You are strapped to this bed. Yes, I'm finding restraint intolerable. Um, now seems to be the perfect time to shapeshift into a jackal. <laughs> Is there ever a bad time? <laughs> Noel, you have you? <laughs> opinion on this. Oh, Noel, have you, have you seen Luca? No. It is so up your alley. You should really watch Luke. Oh, it's great. I was, I was like, telling Noel about it last night. You need to give him access to the Plex server so he can watch it. I'll poke, uh, I'll, I'll poke my sources here. Ow, my legs. So it's on Disney+. Plus. Noel doesn't have Disney+. Plus. No, nobody, nobody has Disney+. Plus. It's, the new, it's the new Disney movie. Um, it's basically like... It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's it's like a shadow over Innsmouth if somebody had like hit HP Lovecraft up with like amphetamines or something just before he wrote it. Damn. Okay, I'll have to watch that. It's great. It's it's <laughs> Okay, okay. I've got to I've got to I've got to really good. Like I I I was I thought it would be okay, but I genuinely it's like my favorite Disney movie of the last few years. Oh wow. That's really like, great. Better than really, Moana. Really, really good. Loved Moana. Yeah, I loved Moana, and I think I like Luca more. Wow! Oh, no, no, there are no songs Pixar? in it. Yeah, it's Disney Pixar. You know, they're the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, like, like everything is Disney. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> they've eaten everyone. <laughs> if you were competing with them, they bought your studio and then shut you down and had you shot. So. um Ah, see, if you hadn't added the have you shot part, I'd say I should go open up a animation <laughs> studio, but now I guess I won't. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, Craig, they buy you out in the same way that Homer Simpson was bought out by Bill Gates. Yes. Buy him out, boys! <laughs> they will destroy us all. Okay, uh, Jack, uh, have you cast this spell before? Uh... It will say when you expand Successful it. first cast, no. So you need a hard power to cast this. <laughs> All right. I mean, Wait, do I roll did. power or do I click <laughs> on the spell? You uh, click on the spell. It will do it for you. Ah. That didn't work. Well, uh, I'm afraid it still costs the MP, but doesn't cost any sanity. But it does mean you can try again. But you can try again if you've got the MP left. Uh, I do have the MP left, and uh, this you seems... You the words in Egyptian and nothing happens, and the orderlies ignore you because crazy people <laughs> screaming the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait a minute, I need to do some maths in my head. This is impossible. Um, Just tell the numbers to Flinty. He's our maths guy. Flinty, what's 15 minus 12? It's 3. Yes. All right, second go. That's what they say. If magic doesn't work first time, do it a second time. Pretty much. Where's it gone? Six luck to pass it. Uh, yeah, I'll spend six luck. Okay, uh, you don't lose any sanity for casting this because you are insane. So <laughs> <laughs> you are temporarily insane and you transform into a jackal. 
leaving your clothing behind as you scrabble out from under the straps, and you're now a jackal in a padded room. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are there windows? No. Mm, There's one of those barred view windows in the metal door. Um, I'm going to try and smash and bite and claw the door open. Okay, roll your strength. Ah, my dump stat. Oh, but it will be your new strength stat because... Where's my character sheet are gone? You're now Uh, a jackal. Roll your jackal strength. (laughs) Hang on. I just Uh, need to look up animal stats. Won't take me a moment. It's like your your power and stuff stays the same, but your actual physical attributes do change. Yeah, so it would be it would be fairly strange if uh, if my strength happened to be exactly the same as a jackal's. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Roll me two d six times five. Oh god! Um, hang on. Uh, was there some? Oh, you might be raw strength, but that's not right. Roll two d six plus five. Uh, times five. Oh, okay. Um. That sounds like a formula. Slash R two D six times five. Hey, uh, roll a D one hundred. Yeah, you are a jackal. This is a metal asylum door. You mm. scratch and headbutt and claw at it, and it is just like nope, not opening. Mm, all right, if it um. If it looks like it's not um, opening, I'm going to I'm going to hide under the gurney and um, wait for somebody to or the bed rather, and wait for uh, someone to open the door, and then I'm going to bolt. Well, Constitution at hard. You don't mm. the uh, the sedatives seem to have not followed you when you changed shape. Hashtag jackal blood. <laughs> well, I was kind of hoping you'd fall asleep and they'd just find this jackal. Yeah, that'd be amazing. They're like, where's he got all oh, the fucking links under here? Christ. Uh, it takes about an hour before someone opens the the view the view door, clearly doing their round. They're like, where's he gone? Uh, he's not in here. Uh, Bob, Carol. And then they, um, there's the rattling of keys. Beth. Bob and Carol from Shanghai. Yeah, Bob and Carol from Shanghai. They, wow, I, I really want to know their backstory, but first I'm going to kill them. They clearly are English citizens in this British mm. run city. Oh, God. Who um, work in the asylum. Oh, wow. None of you Dr. Brown. <laughs> uh, the door opens. Do you want to bolt for it? Yes, my plan is to is to run betwixt their legs and out into the corridor. Roll your dexterity. Uh, is that the same? No. Uh, okay. Four d six times five. Oh god. Jesus, it's even better then. Yeah, uh, roll the D100. And the slippery jackal. 
says. That's on amazing. a tile floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you bolt out from under the bed and you sneak past. Well, you run through the legs of the first orderly, run into the medicine cart, and um, another one grabs you and just picks you up off the floor and bundles you in their coat. But now your head is just sticking out of their coat, and they're like, "Where's he gone?" <laughs> just holding you because you're just a dog. They're, they're like. Um, yeah, there's confusion and shouting, and Dr. Brown is summoned, and they're like, where's he gone? He's escaped. Somehow he left this dog behind. And, <laughs> it's uh, his calling card. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, the, the whole asylum goes on lockdown. Dr. Brown is like, get that thing out of here. No, uh, you are taken out the back of the asylum and let loose on the street. <laughs> My ultimate plan, correct. And the, the the young orderly carrying you is like pats you on the head and is like, "Well, I don't know how you got in there, but um, be free." Um, I, I I kill the orderly. Okay, roll murder orderly. Wait a minute. Can you cast spells in animal form? How hey, do you think you change? Hmm? If, yeah. Ah. Oh. Um, I wither his head. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the MP, unfortunately. <laughs> I really wish. They were like, oh, good dog. His head's like. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I missed. I missed the last thirty seconds. My headphones stopped playing audio. Um, nothing of importance happens. I've been released into the streets. Released into the wild. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the orderly pats your head and is like, well. Good luck, and then goes back inside to resume searching for their escaped patient. You must have got in somehow when uh, Jack escaped naked from his cell. He escaped. He escaped from a from a closed closed locked room with no windows. <laughs> what, what he didn't say was he was he's Jack Houdini Cady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact your clothes are still there is also slightly loving them. They... Oh, I forgot that your clothes don't go with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're be along, with the, along with the yeah. item that you need. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, hope hope you like losing that mahjong time. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so, Jack, you are loose on the streets of Shanghai. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I have genuinely no idea. <laughs> I'll come this back. Didn't go the way you thought it would go. Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting to be picked up and gently carried out like a puppo. Um, I, I, was, I was going to rend and tear, and they were like, "He's holding my legs. He's much bigger than I am." <laughs> and then he squished you behind the ears. That feels good. If it didn't, I'd shred your brain. With my awesome magic powers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you have a thing. Oh, you can make me a sanity roll at hard. <sighs> uh, I'm a dog now. <laughs> You're still raving insane, however. <laughs> really? Time to find food. Right. Uh, meanwhile, everyone uh, else, you have arrived safely at the house Walter has hired. The garden itself is surrounded by a 12-foot-tall wall. And the house itself is the traditional uh, Chinese home. It's like it's actually separate buildings with the roof over the head. 
actually quite nice. Um, the girls, you have uh, twin room together. Uh, boys, you have um, a, um, two single rooms, but the, the dividing wall has been removed, so an extra bed can be fit in for Mitch. Oh, yeah. And Walter has flying double room, because, mm. you know, he's in charge. Um, it's as secure as it can be. Mitch has taken over the kitchen. Uh, various locals have turned up with deliveries, which have been left at the gatehouse, so no one has to see you. And you all gather in the dining room. So, what are we going to name the house? Charlie. Okay. Camp Charlie. You are all safe and sound. Walter leaves you to it. Uh, he needs to go and make some phone calls. Oh, sorry. A, a brief point of order on the location of the Mahjong tile. Um, I assume that they took my clothes off and put me in hospital gowns rather than yes. leaving, leaving me there with my sacrificial dagger and gun. Yeah. <laughs> Actual belongings are, like, checked into the, like, yes. hospital. <laughs> Why... Oh, wait, I think I'm getting... Is the tile that I thought was actually flinty actually Fox B? This one's flinty. Yeah, I know, but this one looks very much like normal flinty. <laughs> no, that's Fox B. Right, that is that, Fox I, B. I get confused. I, 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 find, that, foxes. I, I find that uh, insulting. You think all foxes look alike? Uh, not when all, Fox B is... they're very similar when they're all blue. I think I think but, it's more I think it's more that all foxes are interchangeable and uh replaceable. <laughs> if Fox B goes missing, Arona might be coming for you. <laughs> Crazy. He'll just, he'll just take bits of you orange. Like it could be the same. Right. Uh Walter <laughs> is currently in the study using the phone. Um so, uh, talk. What are your plans now? You have Scarpered, it's quite late at night by this point. It's probably getting on for about 8 pm. Uh, the typhoon is still happening. Make some plans. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. So, what are we going to do? I guess we're asking what are we going to do tomorrow, very specifically now, though. Yeah, we need to, we need to find, uh, find Hugo, see how Jack is doing, and try and work out where this Van Huvelen is. And there's only four of us. Well, five if you include Mitch. I also want to stop off and do a couple of personal errands tomorrow. Nothing too important. Drop by a bank. Mm. Someone's clicking. Sorry, that's me. I'll stop. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know how many different tasks you're going to be doing all at once. So what's the most important stuff we could be doing? Paying a visit to Jack sounds like a good yeah. idea. I'm sure he'll be just fine and getting better and everything. Considering we're <laughs> already one person down, it would behoove us to not lose another member of the party. <laughs> mm. It's not like he's going anywhere. So Yeah, I know, right? We put him in a secure facility. He shouldn't be anywhere but the facility. 
Au! Who wants to bet within the next 12 hours Jack has failed enough sanity rolls and just believes he's a normal jackal at that point? It'll be a nice way to retire the character. A jackal, a very unusual animal. Although there is also the point that it does only last for 1d6 plus 4 hours, uh, which you did roll. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not that roll. I don't think that's been rolled, has it? No, I'm not seeing it unless Ash did it in the back. That, that hasn't been rolled. Am I, I, did am it. I to roll? Oh, okay, he, he did it. Fine. Right, so either way, if that does happen, eventually you're just going to be a human that thinks you're a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> so a furry? And thus, furry was born. <laughs> anyway. That was all out of character supposition. Yes, Jack will be exactly where we've left him, of course, but we should check up on him as one of our top priorities. Yes. Surely Jack will be fine until the morning. That's that's what we're going on. We're talking about plans for tomorrow. You you missed that bit, Jim. So, Van Huvelin, what leads have we actually got on him? He's in the Northern District. Yes. That is not a lot to go on. And he's, he's in, in a lodging some, house. He's in a lodging house. Okay, I'm guessing it's probably a few hundred. He's uh, been drinking quite heavily. That's why pubs were mentioned earlier then. I'm guessing there's probably at least between 50 and 100 pubs in the whole district. That might be an over-exaggeration, but either way, there'll be lots. And we potentially have to find him before uh, Clive and Jack to do. Have we got any fancy ways of finding him that aren't normal? I know you won't, Matteo, because you don't have any... Um, yeah, with that sort of thing. Rebecca, are you a wizard secretly? Uh, not to that degree, but let me have a look. <laughs> He is a wizard secretly then. Well, yes. If <laughs> 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 you are a wizard secretly, you just can't do that. Wonderful. Thank you, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas, you are not a wizard. I'm quite sure of that. No. Do you have any normal ways of finding him? I uh, may be able to get some cats to help. I muse aloud. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Cats. That's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard from this group. I accept this. Okay, yeah, you, they, you you do that, Matteo. That sounds great. They have uh, an interest in finding uh, this person as well, so I'm sure they wouldn't mind helping with the search. I could get them to spread the word, and if I if they hear anything back, we could. Ash, yeah. do you remember when I was talking about details with Matteo about what we're trying to get? Did I recognize what it was? I can't remember. Recognize what? The, the, the specific text that we're trying to get back, the, the prayer to, or whatever it was to Bast. Uh, no. Okay. I, I know the name of it. I have the name. It's... um. 
Got it written down somewhere. Hang on. I was more trying to see if I could get the connection between cats and the thing that we're looking for. It's called the Black Rites of Luve Karat. Hmm. Yeah, cats. If they've got an interest, as odd as that sounds, that still sounds like it could be very helpful. Um, I just need to find a cat. Have I seen hmm. any lately? And then... That's a shame. I saw one the other day. We could ask Walter to see if he can employ any professionals to hunt people down for us. I could put out a classified ad in cat. In cat yeah. magazine, yeah. But I think that's probably all of our options, basically, isn't it? Uh, I can't think of anything else at the moment, apart from just going to all of the lodging places one by one and mm. eliminating them and trying the same with pubs. I do have one other contact that I could ask about, who I have business with anyway, who might have some idea where Van Hivelin is. Were there ever any cats in the monastery? Uh, you don't know. I lived there for several years, but I don't know. You don't remember seeing any? Right, okay. Cat, people don't often keep cats as pets in this part of the world. Mm. Um, so what is your plan then? Okay, so I believe Matteo is going to follow up the cat angle. I have mm-hmm. no idea how long that's going to take him. I'm guessing he doesn't, because that's going to be probably a U-Call Games Mongoose. Yeah, I know. Uh, I am probably going to go out tomorrow, do my personal errands, and follow up that at the same time with my contact. Uh, Rebecca and Tom, what are you guys going to do tomorrow? Is there anything that you guys think you can do to aid finding Yvelin, maybe? Well, actually, we need some people to go and check up on Jack. Okay, yeah, I could do that. I've got no magical means that were going to help me find, so, yeah. yeah, could go pay a visit to Jack. Uh, Matteo, I, I, I'm not partic- I'm not an expert in these things, clearly, but would, I don't know, seeking guidance from your meditation arts help as well? I was going to try to kill two birds with one stone and then feed one of them to the cat. Um, mm. um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I was going to head to the monastery and on the way or on the way back, see if I could find a cat. I, I guess I, when we were around and about, there was this thing around being close to the plane and so avoiding scrying and things like that. Do we actually yeah. have that sort of spell in any of the books we've got at all? No, that was one of the things lost with Walker, I think. 
I mean, you could check through your books to see if there is a scrying spell in any of them. I'm quite sure there isn't in mine. Yeah. I do not have a book. Does Mateo have books? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I tend to keep hold of books. Yeah, you palm them off as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. No interest in getting involved in that. Let's see. Bullshit. Uh, do you want to check everyone's belongings, not just yours? I see what you've done. Uh, yeah, that, that, that would make sense. Okay. Uh, Jack has life as a god. Jack has the gods of reality. Uh, both of those books are with Antoine and Kat. So, neither oh, of you Oh, yeah, have, I know that one. No, neither of you have that. Uh, the seven cryptical books of Hassan are with Cat. Uh, True Magic is with Medal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lines of returned it because it was his. Ancient Voice Vaults are with Chai. Oh, yeah, it is. We haven't been to um, any places recently that that brings up. Chai has the cultist man of Kerem. Cat has the Cathat Aquadingan, but it was stolen by Haster, but turned up in the shipwreckage, so Cat took it home because she was like, fuck no! Not trusting that! Cat's life is great. <laughs> uh, Eduardo! Uh, you guys have nameless cults, it's just sitting around in the books that Walter is looking after. Oh, yeah. Because Eduardo is Dead. So dead. <laughs> Not dead, uh, ascended. Sheet music for Ocarina. Mitch has some spe- uh, songs he hasn't tried. He could pick one at random and give it a go. <laughs> and everyone has a copy of The Adventures of Naomi Trelaw. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but most of us haven't unlocked it. Just leaving that on fucking bus stops everywhere, you know. <laughs> The reason we stay in so many hotels so we can replace the Gideon Bible. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need us to do that. She she's a Vanderbilt. She can just have that done. Oh yeah, how's the book going? It's been a while. it's been a while. You don't this know. Is... You're not Cat Vanderbilt. No, that's true. This is great. We'll just save the world, and then just as we do, like everybody in the world will simultaneously unlock the secrets of that book. Because I I thought we had two copies of the Necronomicon. Um, I think they both went to... Um, one went with Cat, and one stayed with the party. The Necronomicon... Uh, I'm, did we actually have two true copies of it? Matteo has the other copy of the Necronomicon. It's just sitting in his bag. Wait, do I? You yes, do you do. <laughs> Cat gave you the second copy of the Necronomicon when she left. But you... Oh, right, yeah, I vaguely remember that now. Um, you've done anything with it, you're like, hmm, yeah, no, this is nice. <laughs> this is the 
the book that killed two of my friends. It can just stay in my bag. Yeah, I'm not that keen, because of how much trouble that's caused, I'm not that keen on saying, oh, maybe you should read this book and unleash its horrors again. Um, so I'll mean, oh, maybe keep that one a bit quiet. Yeah, you're not gonna. I mean, do you want to have a leaf through it in private just to see if you see anything at a glance? Absolutely not. Are you sure? It's just an Equinomicon. It'll be fine. This is this is Russet's way. This is Russet's thing of. I'm sorry, I have to ask. <laughs> I'm not not reading it. Not getting into that habit now. Oh Jesus! I'm glad you haven't given me it. I mean, you could just summon Yogg-Sothoth and ask Felix and Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felix and Liza, even. Yeah. Felix has finished reading it. Liza has now finished reading it. Or send a telegram to Cat and see. <laughs> you can Is telegram. That confused me a little bit with that. What was that, Craig? That was one of the things that confused me a little bit with the Necronomicon. Because I'm pretty sure me and Felix had slightly different mechanics going on with our two true versions of the Necronomicon. Yeah, but they were slightly different copies. So they had different things in them. Yeah, they know all the things now anyway, so... They are the universe. They can fondly regard crenellations. Crenellations can look fucking cool. (laughs) That's why you fondly regard them. Exactly. Okay, so you've all gone through your spell list and no one has a scrying spell, it seems. Alright. Nope. So I guess we have to rely on the meditation cat method. So mm-hmm. you're going to go to bed for now, find some cats in the morning, and maybe hire some private dicks and check up on Felix. Um, not Felix, Jack. Checking up on Felix would be immeasurably more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> would certainly re- require like a sacrifice or... Contact Yogg-Sothoth and rewriting the spell to contact Felix Walker instead. You just have to enter an extension code. Okay, Hugno, everyone, you're going to bed then, house team. Mm-hmm, team house. It doesn't really feel like there's any reason we wouldn't. I mean, what time is it? I mean, realistically, in character, that's probably taken us, what, an hour, so it's 9pm, yeah? Yeah, and Mitch has served you some food. We've got any time for a bit of reading without it getting too late, maybe? You could probably read a little bit if you want. Okay, I'm going to start doing a little bit of learning then. What are you reading? I am going to read, well, the only book that I've been reading of late. And you know what? I will go with the last one in the first list on page seven. I have no idea which book you're reading, Craig. Cultus. Right. It's the only one I've been reading for months. It's a um, Well, you finished reading it, according to this. I finished reading it, but there's a whole host of things I haven't learnt in it. Ah, yes, of course. Um, page seven, you say? Page seven, first list, last item. Really? Why not? Well, roll your intelligence at hard, please. Intelligence. I don't do it at hard. You can roll twice if you want to read late. Uh, no, I want to be fresh for tomorrow still. Yeah, well, remember, it's only like nine o'clock. All right, okay, go on. 
Nope. You're going to stop there, so that's 9, 10. You could read once more, and that would take you through to midnight. Yeah, I finish at midnight, way past midnight on a normal week, so sure. <laughs> oh, once more. Boom. Oh, extreme. Okay, uh, I'll add this to your spell list. Is anyone else doing anything else before bed? I was going to do some writing. Okay, roll your writing, Rebecca. Uh, what is my journalism skill? I'm not sure I've got it as a specific one. I thought you had a specific like writing reporting skill. Sort no, of I don't think so. I've got art and craft cooking. Probably <laughs> a profession or craft. Hmm. Do you not have anything for that? No. Oh well, dear! Yeah. I guess you're not a very good reporter then. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Contra bassoon smithing. <laughs> I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't have spent ninety points on contra bassoon smithing. I guess you will roll your English then if you're doing some writing. Okay. I'll do that. Oof. I write words, me. You write some drafts before bed. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, are you just going to bed? Uh, I was just going to ask Matteo if it was worth trying any meditatory stuff now. Like, I've no idea if it'll work, but it sounds like the kind of crazy thing that might. Meditatory. Um, At the very least, it'll calm us down before bed. Um, it can't hurt slash hurts a lot. <laughs> um... <laughs> um We, we we could give it a try. Okay. If we try to meditate on, you know, where this um, Van Huvelen might be. Okay. Roll me your meditation, both of you. Nah. Um, one second. That is one of my best meditation rolls. Uh, Matteo! Is that a normal success? Uh, is that a normal success? Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, you meditate together. Uh, you may ticket. Thomas, because you have Matteo talking you through it still, like lessons, mm-hmm. and you both meditate quietly and calmly and relax and calm down before the evening, and you may have five luck. Oh, okay. Uh, didn't get nothing. That's fine. But yeah, then I'll go to bed after that. Okay, uh, I'm just adding something to Craig's character sheet. Uh, Nido is asleep. So, Jack, you're on the streets of Shanghai in a pouring typhoon. You're a jackal currently. Um, what would you like to do? 
Um, oh, boy. Uh, um, I am going to find something to eat. I am going to roll my smell something interesting skill. Uh, roll your smell something interesting skill. Um. Um, I guess you need to know what that would be. Uh, what would that be for smelling? Uh, I, I have it here. Oh, then roll it. Uh, it's raining. You've got a hard success. You can smell rain, mud, humans, mm. cats, fish, food, frying food, vegetables. Ah, frying food. That sounds good. You follow the scent of frying food. Mm. There's one of those huge, uh, one of those street stalls with the massive woks and their late night. Because for you, it's only about maybe 7 p.m. at the moment, and they're, they're you know, cooking up some chow mein. Um, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I give him the puppy eyes. <laughs> well, your uh, charm. charm. Uh. <laughs> uh, you are he, not charming. He, you are bedraggled and wet, and he's like, "Go away! You want to give up and try another one?" <laughs> I'll move along to the next one in the queue. I mean, it's like one of those little food markets. There's several of them. Uh, oh, okay. okay, try your charm on the next stall holder. <laughs> Literally, just move one set of people down. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you? Come on, at least do some tricks. No, no, you can lock that one. one. Can I spend luck? You can spend luck, yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, Is there any on this character? I'll just do it on the other one. Um, I'll spend two luck. Um, Do you speak any Chinese? Um, Chinese and Yithian are very similar, right? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I'd get away with that, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the man running the stall is about to shoo you away, but then a little girl is like, Papa, no. And then she rambles off in uh, Chinese, and he relents because, you know, his daughter, and it's charming, and you're brought in under the shelter, and she feeds you some crispy chicken. Ah, excellent. And puts a collar and chain on you. I yeah. kill the child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, learned no. a valuable lesson this day. No, no, uh, I'm content to content to allow myself to be fed. You're fed, and she fusses you for a bit, and mm. you're given permission to lie under the, the like the table the walk is on and like dry off. Oh, nice. Um, I'm I'm making I'm making the next step of my tactical plan. Uh, um, here while I'm underneath the burner, right? Right. So, so step one was turn into dog. Step um, two was escape. Step three was get fed. I, I saw, I've sort of forgotten now that I've turned into a dog. I just assumed that I always was a dog because um, of those sand rolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are so utterly insane. Uh, right. So, so, 
my new plan is to use my innate and always present ability of um, following scent trails to um, hunt down those humans I was dealing with earlier and murder them one by one in their beds. Okay, roll your follow scent trail. <laughs> well, actually, no. First, uh, you're going to have to go pick up their scents at the hotel, surely. Um, well, I mean, um, no, I, I don't know they're not at the hotel, do I? I mean, I'm, I'm going to follow their scent from the, uh, asylum. From the asylum. Um, well, it is an extreme follow scent roll because of the typhoon. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. No. No. Uh, Their scent has been entirely washed out because of the rain. Hmm. I pat around for a bit. Um, Get bored and go back to being underneath the burner. Warm under here. Yeah, yeah, it's nice here. Uh, The the man's daughter is sleeping on like a pile of um, old sacks and stuff. (laughs) So obviously, you know, it's just him and his little girl. And he's running the street stall, selling selling food to people who come up from the docks. I I, I lay down next to the girl and, oh. and allow myself to be petted. This is going to be so much fun in about four hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, the little girl gives you a cuddle. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's good here. I'm I'm going to rest, and then I'm going to try and find those humans and kill them again later. Okay, you, I'm going to have yeah. a nap first. Roll your constitution for me. What sort of penalties are there for exposing yourself to a minor in this day and age in China? <laughs> That's the bad thinking about. Uh, you nap, you wake up when the man shuts down for the evening. He's getting on for about midnight at this point. You're still a jackal. Mm. Um, the young lady and the man shut up their stall and like head into the building behind. It's like a single two-room shack that they live in. You are not taken inside the house with them. Aww. Just, just going to be um, right back. Five minutes. Okay, for the I, fi- I find, um, is there like a doorway? Um, their stall is all still set up. Uh, oh, I'm going to stay under, under the, the, the area where the burners were then, because it'll still be warm and dry. Yeah, warm and dry. They've gone inside, obviously, because he shut the mm. shack for now. So he's taking his daughter inside. Um, <laughs> are you just staying here? Um. Yes, uh, I, I, I've decided to wait out the storm. Roll your sanity for me at hard. What wow. the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, Why am I a dog? <laughs> yeah, as you're lying there underneath the um. Morning, you slowly kind of come out of your insane fugue and you're like, I'm a dog and I'm lying under a thing. <laughs> uh, fuck, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> or, what? You might want to mute Flinty. Uh, I've muted him. <laughs> yeah, uh, um... Uh... uh I look at my little doggy hands with horror. <laughs> mm. Oh, 
You sure are a dog. Um, okay, cool. Uh, there's nothing I can do. I think about going back to the asylum, but they'll, they'll shoo me away. I know I can't find the path because I know I tried to do that. I'm going to... You can turn back into a human and go back to the asylum. I can't turn back into a human. <laughs> I don't have enough MP. <laughs> um, I, I briefly try and realize that I'm too tired. I'm like, oh, oh no. Uh, all right. Um, what do I remember about the asylum? Is there anywhere near there? Is there anywhere near the entrance that I can hide? I'm uh, thinking. I'm thinking they're going to have to come back for me at some point, so I'll be able to, like, you know. Uh, there's a yard around the back, and there's doors around. There's various buildings around the front. Craig, you've got a message. I know. I see. Do you want to go hide near the asylum? Uh, yes, that's my new plan. Hide hey. asylum. Roll. You find somewhere to hide where you can see the front door of the asylum. Roll me your constitution at hard. Um, you no. fall asleep. Roll me your luck, please. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got a sixty-six. I need to roll a d one hundred. They didn't see you. They got a sixty-six, so you win. <laughs> And uh, two more. 91, they don't see you. Last one, 28! <laughs> Yay! Uh, you are rudely awoken about 4am when someone's like, he's here, he's here! And you're like dragged to your feet. You're human again. And someone very wet and bedraggled, dressed in the clothing of an orderly, is pulling you to your feet. Mr. Katie, Mr. Katie! Oh gosh, you're soaking wet. All right. And they start trying to bundle you across the street towards the asylum. Uh, just one moment, I say, putting my hand up. Uh, he's he's still dragging you. Uh, how many people are there? Uh, there's just him for now, but others are running. Well, obviously, they've been out searching because you vanished. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I allow myself to be taken back to the asylum. They drag you back into the asylum. Uh, you're human again. You're butt naked. Um, they swallow you in towels and dry you off and get you warm and tuck you back into your room. Good. Very, oh, did we, did we a, find him? A very sleepy Dr. Brown is peering in at you like, how, how did he get outside? All right, I want someone on this door all night He's to be kept on. You can hear him giving orders to keep you under watch. I'm going to have a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have a nap so I have the MP to turn back into a dog again. How did Dr. Brown find him again? Uh, I I went to sleep outside the... the, um, Asylum. Asylum, and they found me. He turned back into a human whilst asleep, and of course he was missing. So they were searching the streets, because they thought he he wasn't in the asylum, so he's got out somehow, and one of them found him. I only had four guys, though, and only one of them saw him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you are back in your uh, hospital pyjamas. 
and snug up in your um, in your little bed. They have strapped you into a straitjacket this time and tied you down. Well, well, you know. Right, uh, everyone sleeps. Jack, you can. Everyone have their MP back if you spent any. Cool. And next morning, I will start with Hugno or Huggon. Is it the second now? It is. The, that was a very eventful day in September. <laughs> it was. It is now the second of September. Hug gone. Hugh gone. Uh, I'm going to get up, have some food so that I am physically prepared, and then I'm going to return to the room and en- enact the uh, plan as discussed. Are you casting the spell then? Um. Well, that's the main one I need, isn't it? I think so. Whisper it to me and put it on screen so I can see it. Syntax error. Expected. Bracket. Cracket. Abs. Cell. D. Floor. Oh, no. Round. T. Bracket. Bracket. T. Plus and minus. Zero. Nine. But end of input found. Maybe snippier and just send it in Telegram. Oh, look at it on your character sheet. Oh, that, that. <laughs> I need to know which one it is, though. Is uh, it the top one? Top point, yes. Right. Um, roll me hard dreaming. Mm. Uh, apparently failure. Oh no, there we go. Numbers. Do you want to try again? Yes. I'm going to keep trying. Got, got, uh, oh, wait. It, don't I get bonus dice and things because of key? Yeah, you get two. I did tell you you get two. Okay. Uh, shall I roll the bonus dice then? Yeah, roll two bonus die. There's a button to roll the bonus die. Oh, it doesn't appear for some reason. They've broken that, so you just need to... Um... It, it did for the other ones. But it's yeah, right there, it, bonus penalty. If it, no, no, this is something else. If it's the skill you've typed in, it doesn't appear anymore. Oh, right. That's shit. So just roll 2d10. Okay. Uh, I need to move what map you're on. <laughs> of course you have a map ready. <laughs> uh, you lie back down in your opium den. You breathe in the lovely, warm opium smoke-filled air and drift off to sleep, dreaming yourself to a field of flowers above the wonders of the dreamlands. From here, you can take the steps to slumber or just dream yourself to wheresoever you desire. You have a silver key. You are already protected. You need not take the steps if you don't want to. Though you could trundle on down to the cavern where Tsogotha, the flame great fire, is and throw yourself into the fire and hope she smiles upon you. Uh, I mean, I mean, I hear that's all the rage in some circles. Um... And because you are asleep, however, roll me your sanity with some manatees. Your temporary insanity is over. 
But you're here now. Oh. So I now know what I did. Yes. But your plan still kind of makes sense in a way. Hmm. Just with less vitriol. Uh... Less wanting to sacrifice them on the altar of your madness. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I will, uh, I think, uh, fast travel um, and be myself to... Well, that's the thing. Um, I know what I want, but exactly the best location? Do I know uh, that? Well, your dream or... Yeah. Uh, there are three ways to reach the place you're trying to go. The Pool of Night, the Basalt Pillars of the West, or just dream yourself directly there. Um, what do I know about the two locations in question? Uh, the basalt pillars of the west are the massive pillars at the edge of the world that lead out into the void of stars and nothing and nowhere and everything where the city of hope shines eternally as a beacon of wonder in the distance. Okay. And the other? The pool of night is a gigantic pool that leads down of, of you know, massive hole in the ground that leads to nightmare. I think I'll take the first one. <laughs> Bowl dreaming then. Would you like to stand over an abyss of terribleness or out, or hope into the void? I will hope into the void. Uh... You haven't moved. You're standing in a field. Um, is there anything preventing me from trying a safe control? You can try again. Yeah, you just can't. <laughs> Maybe you aren't imagining the basalt pillars. You're not imagining pillars in a building. Maybe you're just imagining a location wrong. Can I use the book to uh, like look up what these things look like and get a better image in my mind? You could roll. Does the, does the book have enhancements if I use the book in combination? You can roll the. And I need to scroll up to. Uh, Roll a D100 and get under 70%. Okay. (laughs) Exactly what they look like. 100% know what they look like. Roll a D4. Oh, what's he done? Roll a D4. Bye, Nido. (laughs) Oh, bye, Nido. (laughs) Meanwhile, out in the wicked world... Uh, back at the house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to unknowable Kadaf now. I know where he's going. You do not. We're everyone, still scared for him. <laughs> everyone in the house. Uh, you have woken up. You have gathered in the gathertorium. Mitch is making breakfast. He's decided that you're all going to have a traditional... Um, Brazilian breakfast. Okay. Or Peruvian breakfast in honor of Mateo. Okay. Yeah, let's see how good it is. Uh, Coffee. 
That's really nice. Um, fresh bread with butter, jam, cheese, ham, and avocados. Uh, with some chicharron de chancho, fried pork, which is essentially fried pork with bread, onion, chopped aija, and sweet potato, and fried yuca. Chicharrones. Why nice. Why nice. Um, this was very good. Oh, I'm glad you liked it, Matteo. I thought you'd like a little taste of home. Uh, Matteo, you can have 5.70. Stop giving me sanity when I'm at max and already. <laughs> well, you can have... do, some, do something to promote loss of sanity. Fine, I'll uh, let you lose some sanity. Uh, have five luck instead, then. All right. Okay, uh, you all have a delicious breakfast. The rain outside is stopping somewhat. So I believe uh, Rebecca and Thomas, you're going to the asylum to check on Jack. Matteo is going to go find a cat. And what was Ty going to do again? I'm uh, going to a bank first, then I'm going to go to my contact. Oh, yes, you're going to go to your contact. Okay, I will be Rebecca and Thingy, Thomas. You get a rickshaw across Shanghai to the asylum. Uh, it's a foreboding-looking building. Uh, but you head on inside, and the receptionist greets you warmly. And then uh, Dr. Brown comes out to see you. Um, Miss Causey, good morning. I trust you're well? Yeah, it's been a... How about you? Uh, we had a slight disruption of the night. Mr. Causey managed to get out of his cell, but the orderlies were able to get him back in, and he's had a quiet night. <laughs> sometimes... That understates the problem somewhat, I feel. <laughs> the man is back in his cell, like, all is well. <laughs> well <laughs> we don't um, know anything else. We might never find out about this. Trouble. Hmm? Uh, sometimes... Uh, their patients can be violent, disturbed, disorientated. Uh, he managed to get out of his cell, but the orderlies managed to pick him back up before any harm <laughs> happened to him. And he's had a quiet night, but I'm afraid he hasn't responded very well to treatments. Um, we've tried the best, uh, but he's just not relaxing. I wanted your permission to move to a second stage of treatment. We'll use some slightly stronger drug- drugs to relax him, and that should allow us to then speak with him with the uh, psychoanalytical therapy. Uh, could we see him today? Would that be okay? And then we'll we'll kind mm, of... I really couldn't let him have it. I mean, I'll let you look through into his cell so you can see he's well, but I can't let you in there, not in the state he's in. Like, mm. not, I can't let you in to have a chat with him or anything. By but the way, him. does he own a jackal? not mentioned in that bit that was just weird Uh, but yeah the doctor will take you through and he'll open the little viewing window so you can see him and see Jack he's lying peacefully in bed Jack roll your constitution hard please Uh, there you go Uh, you are woken up when the little viewing window on your 
your door is open and you can hear Dr. Brown talking. See, he's, he's sleeping and he's perfectly fine. Um, but he really wasn't responding to treatment yesterday. So I, <laughs> I loudly say I'm perfectly fine now. Uh, yes, 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 Mr. Gordy, I'm sure. Um, he, he then slides the window shut. I'd, I'd quite like to talk to my friends. So, as you see, uh, he's in the best of hands. We'll look after him, Miss Corsi. Mr. Thomas, was it? Uh, yes. Um, well, if, if, if you think that's the best course of action, um, he did... Um, when he was brought in, I think because uh, we're all in a bit of a panic, we forgot to uh, sort of sort of take his belongings home with us. Is it possible we can... Oh, I can those? release his effects into your care, of course. Um, it's probably better. We don't like keeping things like that in the hospital, like a gun, mm. and that knife of his is huge. I mean, I understand the streets of Shanghai can be dangerous sometimes, but uh, we're very lucky he didn't hurt anyone whilst having us... Like, uh, Jack, you can still hear them chatting away outside your door. Um, uh, can I hear um, Rebecca's voice? Uh, yep, yeah, you've heard Rebecca and Thomas. Um, I'm quite recovered now, Rebecca and Thomas, I say. Uh, roll, I'd like listen. to leave. Well, listen, the pair of you. Because he's shouting through a metal door. I'm not shouting, I'm speaking loudly. I'm saving my second. Oh no! Oh no! Why are you two? Why are you two so deaf? What? <laughs> exactly. Why? Um, yeah, the doctor starts moving away from Jack's room. So, um, are we authorized to move ahead with our treatment plan? Well, you guys are the experts. Uh, what do you think, Rebecca? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just sort of heard the one thing he said, really, about it didn't sound that he was... He was certainly sounding better than when we brought him here and he was screaming a lot. Uh, What if if you continue at the level you're at now and we'll come back tomorrow? Very well. Uh, No trouble. We'll continue with the treatments we've already given him and we'll uh, do another psychiatric evaluation of him towards the end of the day, and we can meet again tomorrow to discuss how he's doing. Okay. Um, I must warn you, he might never recover from his um, loss of faculty, but we'll do everything we can to get through to him, and um, we'll contact you at your hotel should uh, anything change. All right. Thanks very much. Yeah, let let us know. Are you going to leave your contact details the hotel you're not staying at? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yes, leave any messages at the hotel and we'll pick them up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he takes you to a room. Uh, he does ask to keep Jack's clothes, but he hands over uh, the gun and the sacrificial knife and you're able to, like, check his pockets for anything else, like his wallet, etc. And, like, palm that Mahong tile, like, what? My mm-hmm. name <laughs> Got that. Uh, yeah, and then the doctor sees you out. He seems very charming. Don't like the way he said seems. Oh, well, the first thing he's going to go do is apply some clamps to Jack's nipples and give him some more <laughs> electroshock therapy. <laughs> He'll enjoy it. 
I mean, he might not, because Jack's sane now, so we'll probably chat to him first. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Matteo, you're looking for a cat. Well, first of all, I want to go to a nearby market and buy some nice-looking fish. Roll your credit rating. Roll my credit rating. Credit rating. (laughs) Done. Uh, Yet you are able to buy some fish. Uh, where are you looking for a cat? Are you just wandering around the marketplace, or are you checking around your new house? I want to head towards the monastery slowly, but also... I would point out the monastery is now on the other side of the city. I thought it was close by. Well, that was when you were in the hotel, and then you ran away to another house. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, forgot about that detail. Um... You're now up near number one. Well... The monastery is about three miles away on the other side of the city. Well, three miles isn't awful. Like you can briskly walk three miles in like an hour. Um, it depends how busy and crooked and disastrous the city is. I will nevertheless head that way. I I should be able to get there and investigate it and come back within a few hours, which is acceptable. Nido, you know the uh, measuring tool to measure how far away from things you are? You're muted. You're muted. Still muted. You're muted in, in the thing. Can you hear us, Earthman? Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. You know the measuring tool? Mm. Click on it. Uh, snap to corner snap to corner and then drag it across the map from one to whatever the monastery number is that's not a unit of measure is it? yeah it is okay the whole map including the border Uh, I just wanted you to see what the unit of measurement was oh (laughs) (laughs) oh okay it is 100% a valid unit of measurement. I mean, it certainly is when uh, space and time have no meaning. Anyway, uh, that was just me distracted. Uh, you start across... <laughs> yeah, Peter. Well, well, also, I think this is a good uh, plan anyway, because I can get an idea of what this district uh, uh, is up to, and uh, maybe I'll get lucky and happen upon our target anyway by going through it. So I'm keeping my eye out for cats. I'm. So you're crossing the railway line into the Zabe district and wandering around. My, my fish is exposed enough that a interested cat would be able to smell it. Okay, roll me your fine cat. What is that? What him? Okay. Well, fortunately, I'm good at looking. Uh, you wander into the Zabe district, wandering backwards and forwards, 
through uh, various streets and alleyways. Mm-hmm. And after about maybe 40 minutes of wandering, um, you see a lone uh, tortoiseshell cat sitting on the edge of a uh, plant pot watching you. Hmm. Um, I take out the fish. Yep, you take out the fish. This is a fairly quiet spot. Yep. I uh, say hello in cat. Nothing more, just hello. Roll your cat. Do I need <laughs> to roll my cat to say hello? Are you fluent in it? I'm not fluent in French, but I can still say hello. Yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm, but you're speaking in a non-human language, so... I'm four off of fluent. You still have to roll it. Okay. <laughs> no, I guess. Uh, you try to say meow, hello, and it tilts its head and meows back at you, and you think it says, um, not quite. I'll try again. Okay, roll your feline once more. No. Uh, it stands up and walks off, jumping off the other side of the I I follow the cat. It, it runs and starts to jump up various uh, boxes and up onto the roof of a building. Um, I try and say fine don't have a fish then in feline. Well, feline. There we go. It meows back down at you. I don't want your fish, human. Um, no, but you do want, uh, I'd say, what the name of that text is. The Black Rites of Luve yeah. Yes. It just meows down. That would be a matter for the priestess. And it walks off. I think you annoyed that one. Uh, it's a cat. Cats are contrary. Just I'll know. I'll move on and find another cat. Okay, well, spot hidden as you search for cat. It, um, it takes a little bit of searching around again. You're near in the middle of the Zabe district when you find a ginger. Tomcat lying in the sun, it opens one eye and stares at you as you approach. I uh, take the fish out. It looks at it, sniffs the air. I say hello in cat if we're in a quiet area again. You are in a quiet enough area to talk <laughs> to the cat. There we go. This time you managed to say hello correctly. It's not easy to meow in the right inflection mm-hmm. when you're not a cat. He looks at you and he's like, what do you want? Um, I brought you something. I'm here on request. 
On request of who? Um, actually, who was it who specifically gave me the request? Bast, wasn't it? Bast. Was it literally Bast? It was literally Bast. Yeah. Uh, on request of um, of Bast. Hmm, that's a nice claim, human. But what proof do you have that the lady of cats has sent you? Well, do you get many visitors speaking cat to you? We get a few who try it on from time to time. Okay, well, I've been asked... Leave the fish. And if the lady has sent you, then you need to talk to the priestess. Okay, that's the second time the priestess has been mentioned. Where is this priestess? She lives in the gardens of the Royal Asiatic Society. Do I know it? Uh, you uh, Roll me your intelligence. Yeah, you know it. It's number 14 on the map. It's not that far from the monastery. Yeah. Well, I'm headed that way anyway. Thank you. Well, go and have fun. I'm sure she'll talk to you. <sighs> and if you're not from the lady, she'll eat you. You know. Well, I am. Um... Then she won't. All I ask of you right now is if you happen to see some out-of-place-looking Dutchman around here, make a note of it. I'm, it may be useful later. If we found the Dutchman already, we have sorted this problem out. Well... He's given us the slip. He's not in his house. Oh, you know where his house is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the lady stole the information from the library. From the library? Mm-hmm. Where is his house? Well, I'm not going to tell you in case you're not from Lady Bast. Okay. <laughs> yes, fair. Um... You could be working for Dr. Clive trying to get it back. <sighs> I'm not working for Dr. Clive or that other one. Yeah, but I don't know that, do I? You humans lie about stuff. <sighs> No, it's true. You don't know that I'm not working for them. But I'm not. I mean, it's hard to believe. From what her ladyship says, you're all tainted with darkness. I mean, that is kind of Arona's taint's fault. (laughs) Can we not all share in that? (laughs) I'm sorry that all of you have to share my taint. (laughs) <laughs> so I've tried to clean my taint numerous times and if the priestess thinks you're good then we can combine forces but if you are working for Dr. Clive go back to him and tell him you couldn't find it and you won't get eaten by the priestess I'm not going to go back to Dr. Clive because I've never been to Dr. Clive. Well, go and prove it. 
I will. Would you stop making your way towards the Royal Asiatic Society? Um... Yes, I suppose it will have to be a slight detour from my current destination. Yay! Try! Hello. You have arrived at the bank. Wonderful. Uh, the first thing I do then at the bank is I inquire as to how much it will cost to hire two smallish lock boxes for at the bank. The safety deposit box? Yeah, safety deposit boxes, that's the word. Well, your credit rating. Uh, credit rating. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, they don't have any available because, mainly because of the disaster, uh, lots of people have been storing their valuables in the bank because the banks are seen as safe, because there's a pool of lava in the middle of the city. Very sorry, miss. We just don't have any available right now at this bank. Can I give Walter a call, see if he can maybe help a little bit. Um, roll your luck to see if you can get through to Walter on the phone. Fucking hell. Uh, the phone is engaged. Someone must be using it, like some people at the asylum who've called Walter to just check in. Uh, okay, let me, let me think. I mean, you could try another bank. This I'll is try your another bank. bank. This is your bank. Remember the bank in Tokyo? Right. Yeah, I'll try another bank. Uh, roll me your credit rating. Oh, shit. Credit rating again. Fucking hell. Problem is, is it's pretty much the same story. You know, lots of people have put storing their valuables in the bank vaults because, you know, volcano, panic. Yeah, well, everything's calmed down, but, like, all the people whose houses were just or had to be evacuated, they put their valuables in the bank. How many banks are in town that are at least mildly reputable, or is that it now? Uh, There are seven banks in the centre of town that you would trust with your valuables. Okay, I try another one. Uh, You can try one more time. Okay. Finally! Uh, There is, uh, down at the docks, there is a... um, branch of Lloyd's of London, the shipping insurance bank. Um, They have larger lock boxes because they have to deal with shipping. The the only one they can give you is a big walk-in one that you would normally keep crates in. That's mildly vexing because I wanted two. Uh, Yeah, they can only give you one. But they can put some smaller ones, you know, it's a big walking thing. You can easily fit two things in it. Yeah, no, I don't want them in the same place. Um, I put one of my tablets yeah. in in the big old fucking lockbox. Yeah, I it's go like, back to like a cupboard. You can walk into it. Yeah. Then, because I wasn't expecting this, I go back to the house to deposit one more of the tablets. Are you just leaving in your room? Yes. Somewhere nice and secure in my room. You leave it somewhere nice and secure in your room? Yes. And then I get... I'm probably going to have to get a rickshaw for this because I'm guessing it's not particularly close. But I head to my contact at home. I just need to look up where it is on the map. Where the bloody hell is the map of Shanghai gone? 
<laughs> ah, there it is. <clears throat> Alright, Quing. Mm-hmm. You make your way to Lin Yen Yu's house, which is here in the old city. Okay. Uh, I'm not on that map, so I can't see if you're pinging. Oh, right. Uh, Quing, 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 Quing. Oh, yeah, right down there. So, yep. Okay. Uh, you pull up out front of the house. Uh, the house, the door is opened by a very beautiful woman who escorts you inside to the mistress's study. And Lin Yan Yu is a, she's not, she's like middle aged, she's got some white in her wings, and she smiles at you as you are shown in and offers you some tea. Ah, thank you. Roll me some uh, occult. Occult. The room you've been taken into is magnificent. Like, this is clearly her, like, study and gallery, and it is just unbelievable, the things that are on display. You are incredibly jealous. (laughs) Much jelly. Yeah, but that... She smiles at you. Miss Chai Tea. Hey there. Nice to see you. It's been a while. It has been some time since our paths last crossed. But when I heard that you were in town, I simply had to have you come by and see what you have for sale, my dear. Well, I've got something that's particularly rare this time round. Tell me, have you heard of the City of the Great Race before? Have I heard of the City of the Great Race? Uh, supposedly pre-human civilization buried somewhere under Australia? Yeah. It's an interesting fable. Hmm. Turns out it's a little bit more than a fable. You have proof of this? Uh, I produced the one tablet that I have kept on me and prefer it to her to examine. She will examine it, but let me just upload something. Realised I didn't upload this during the break. Which I should have done. Because I need to share it with the Krings. Kring, Kring, Kring. He is Kring. He's made of Kring. He is the Kring. I'm hungry. A hungry Kring. He's made of Kring. He can be Kring. Two hours again, are we? Lin Yen Yu, she looks like this. And those are some of her artifacts behind her. Exactly two hours. Nice, I was right then. Yeah, it was it was two hours and forty six seconds when you said it, so you know, wow. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she's she's a very handsome middle aged woman. And she does have a fantastic selection of exciting things. Mm. Uh not to mention the knowledge to back them up, I'm quite sure. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, roll me your spot hidden whilst I look up her stats. Spotting the hidden. Gonna try and spot... 
Oh, I don't. You haven't spotted them. That's fine. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, does you not have stats? Where are my stats? Oh, oh, I, I found them. It's fine. Uh, let's have a roll. Come on, roll twenty. Ooh, gosh! Uh, she takes out a pair of glasses and looks at them through them examining the tablet, and then she whistles and looks up at you. This is Yithian. Mm-hmm. You actually found the city of the Great Race. Yeah, yeah. Turns out some other people had as well, but they're not a problem anymore. So the city is ripe for plundering? It's going to be hard to get to it again, I think. But I can give you the location now, that's for sure. Well, I'm not really one for expeditions myself, Miss T. That's more your job. Yes, that's true. Not sure how soon I'm going to be able to go back, though. I would certainly be um, interested in hiring you to go back and get me more artefacts, Miss Miss. I'm certainly happy to consider that employment, but it would have to be after the current thing I'm kind of caught up in. I can wait, uh, but um, is this the only artifact you have? I have another tablet that I can also sell you, uh, which I've got safely stored in a deposit box at the Lloyds of London Bank. Uh, Obviously, upon Completion. I'll give you the key and code for getting to that box. Hmm. Sorry, I, I, being safe is force of habit in this business. I'm sure you understand. No, no, I understand, my dear. I'm just thinking what this is worth. Hmm. I'll give you three million for the pair, British pounds. I am quite happy to accept that offer. Excellent. She clink, She holds. Well, doesn't clink, but she raises her tea glass at you, and uh, she will make arrangements. Considering we've had such a amiable bargain there, could I perhaps ask if you might be in possession of a certain bit of information? Obviously, I understand all information has its own value, uh, but of course, I'll leave you to be the judge of whether the value I'm asking is relevant to the fact that I did give yourself sole chance to even bid. Of course, what are you searching for? Well, we have heard that there's a man, a Dutch man called Van Huvelin, Huvelin here. And did I get the name even vaguely right then? Van Huvelin. Huvelin. And he's in possession of a certain artifact that... He was. Oh. He was in possession of the Black Whites of Louis Vuitton. <laughs> he no longer is in the possession of the Black Whites of Louis Vuitton. Do you know who might be? I say eyeing her. 
She glances towards one of her bookcases. I might know who has the Black Horse of Uvekarak. I might also know where Van Hulen is. Okay. I'm not sure how interested we are in Van Hulen himself, but I know the Black Rites are the specific thing that my other buyer is interested in. Well, I'm not willing to part with the Black Rites, but I do know that Van Hulen definitely has copies. Okay, that is probably sufficient, I believe. Van Hulen's lodgings are here. She gives you an address. Mm-hmm. Van Hulen himself is at the Royal Asiatic Society. Ah. Great. Oh. I wonder if he's this princess we've been hearing so much about. <laughs> I... I've made arrangements with one of the parties hunting Van Hulen. There were two distinct groups searching the city for him. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people particularly interested in him. Uh, We're not really completely clear on the full picture of why, but... Um... Well, one of them are the cult of the bloated woman. Yep, we, we, we know about them. The others would be the high priestess of Bast. That, he did say about cats. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, Van Hulen was a very naughty boy after he got fired by the Clive expedition. Ah, oh, okay. all the black rites of Louvre Carafe from the temple. Who would do such a thing? (laughs) (laughs) But unlike you, Miss T, he was seen. Ah, yeah, that's bad for business. So I would suggest you check out the Royal Asiatic Society to see if he's still alive. After I made my arrangements, I didn't need him anymore. So I gave him to the people who wanted him. That's fair. Well... As always, it's been an absolute pleasure doing business with you, Miss Yen Yu. Kring, set your credit rating to uh, 99. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) You just sold two metal tablets from the city of the great race for three million British sterling. I kept one for myself. Wow, you're very rich. You can retire now. Until <laughs> January. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Shanghai. It's the morning after. Um, Rebecca. Hello. You and um, Greyballs. Thomas, that's his name. Five short Greyballs. Uh, Thomas, uh, in the rickshaw, heading back. Uh, roll me your luck as you're going through the box of stuff that you got back off the doctors. That belongs to um, Jack. Ah, you touched the lure. Oh, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in this box and you're just like sifting through to see what's in there and I like, touch... And you're like, oh, no. 
Uh, I need to check the rules for the law now. Uh, they'll be on Kieran's character sheet. The lure. Because I'm just like, yeah, they just bundled everything in his pockets into this box. As Lucky as they didn't did. touch the lure. Well, they just kind of like empty. They probably got gloves on. Doctors emptying stuff or orderlies taking stuff out of your pockets. <laughs> okay, here we go. There we go. Oh, no, no, no. Edit mode. Oh, why does it do, do that now? That is fucking bullshit. Mm. All the spells in the spell descriptions no longer include the paragraph breaks. So they're fucking impossible to read unless you're in edit mode. The um... Why the fuck would they get rid of paragraph breaks? Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, uh, Rebecca, I'm afraid you must make me a hard power check. Good, my dumpster. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, how many MPs do you have? Uh, Eleven. Not anymore. Yay! <laughs> 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 Right, I'm right. going to put this thing in a fucking baggie. <laughs> uh, I, oh. uh, Rebecca, roll me your luck as you fall unconscious. I'm going to glue it to a stick and then use the stick to prod passers-by. Okay, you fall yeah. unconscious and you lose one pow permanently as it sucks out of you. Okay. Yeah, but look at your spell list, Arona. Like, it doesn't do any of the line breaks in the actual edit mode anymore when it's in display mode. Gasp, words. Yeah, that's bad. And it displays errors when I try to... That sucks. I'm going to have to email in the complaint about that because that is just bullshit. Yeah, Roland. I am chocolate. He's a pet for your tummy. Okay. Uh, Thomas, thankfully, is able to look after you on your way back to the hotel. You've clearly been overcome by the heat. Yes. Okay. Um, Matteo is out on an adventure. Chai is at Miss Linya News Place. And we did Chai just before the break, so... Arona, then Hugno. Arona. Hello, darling. You are in a straight jacket, strapped to a bed. When um, the door opens and a nurse wheels in a cart laden with lots of interesting things. And then uh, Dr. Brown walks in and he's like, good morning, Mr. Cady. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling a lot better, doctor. Thank you. Well, that's good to hear. You're sounding a lot better, too. He sits down in a chair next to your head and he's like... Smiles down at you. Just open your eyes and follow the lights. I follow the lights. He goes through like a various bunch of tests just to see how you're reacting. And he's like, right, well, um, are you feeling up to talking about the things that have been bothering you? Yes. Now then, 
Why don't we talk about who it is that was after you and was going to come for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I, I come from England originally. Yes, as do I. I grew up in uh, Hertfordshire. Oh, a lovely place. The home counties. Now, what about you? What is um, chasing you, Jack? I, I'm... I don't really remember entirely what I said when I was uh, dissociating. Uh, he, he, he flips through his notes. I can tell you, but I'm not sure if that would help. You were worried that someone was chasing you and that he was coming for him and that you were the conduit for him. And that mm. he would open your eyes and would come for all of ours. Well, you see, I left England because several of my friends died in a tragic accident. And I thought, I thought traveling abroad with these new friends of mine would, would help. But obviously, there's still... I don't know. I saw something scary yesterday, and it must have... It triggered a psychotic episode. Yes, I don't have the words. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's scribbling notes as he talks to you. And um, he smiles and he nods, and you have a very long conversation. Roll me your sanity. Um, sanity. That's, that's create Mr. Valet. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I do not intend to create a Mr. Raleigh at this time. <laughs> However, it's still on the card. It's roll 20, like, uh, does it do it for anyone? Well, if you scroll, like, it'll just click. I think you've got one of, you know, you're using that mouse that clicks. If you, No, this is a new, this is a new mouse. Yes, yeah, it's got a four pound mouse from Amazon Basics. That, uh, no, the Amazon Basics mics were good. This mouse was made by Trust, who ironically make bad things. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you spend a long time chatting with the Doctor over the next hour. It's quite nice to talk, uh, quite relaxing, mm. uh, quite informative, and I don't think you get any sanity back, though. <laughs> I, I keep... I'm I'm seeing this as a challenge to not mention Yalathotep, etc., 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 for fairly obvious reasons. Right, roll me a D100. Uh, um, where are you? Okay, um, the Doctor thanks you. Uh, he will... Uh, Allow you to be untied from the bed. Ah, wonderful. But you're keeping the straitjacket on for now, just until they're 100% sure that you're no longer a danger to yourself. Mm. Um, the nurse and will be back in about seven to eight hours, and if you've been well-behaved, you could have the jacket off for dinner. Ah, wonderful. And uh, he suggests you rest and get some sleep. Would you like something to help you sleep? Um, no, I, th I, I think, um, I think I'll be able to rest on my own now. Whatever that was, it must have been very short-lived. I'm, I'm over the worst of it. Getting yes, very, well. very much better. You rest, Mr. Cady. 
Um, oh, is he allowed to call you Jack? Have you given him permission during your hour-long conversation? Oh, yeah, yes, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> what bad sign? You're not sure. He um, he leaves. Roll listen. Um, as he and the nurse shut the door and lock you in. I turn into a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cast it whilst your arms are tied up. <laughs> Uh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like it's like he's 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 turned a corner and they look. He's fucking gone again. <laughs> the dog is back. I'm, I'm sorry. What did you want to roll? Listen, listen. Uh, um. Wow. Um. You hear him talking to you. you must reckon it's the orderly, isn't it? Keep an eye on um Mr. Katie there. He's he seems coherent today but he's well our entire last hour was nothing but him lying to me so of um his uh psychosis so um we'll keep him in um i'll go and make a report to his um friends and uh advise them that this might take slightly longer than we need uh, slightly longer than uh, expected and um Nurse will be back for dinner and we'll see how he's got along. And then you sort of like hear this as they're walking away, chatting into mm. the distance. <laughs> you spun them this lovely story about how some friends died in England. And whilst there was a nugget of truth in that. <laughs> Look, the things that I said were true. It's just that it wasn't entirely all true. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I, I tell a lie. Ironically. Yes, that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I said was true. It's just not the whole truth. Yeah. And Some friends of mine by that today. Some friends of mine did die in a in a tragic in a tragic accident. Unfortunately, um it was cult related. <laughs> Some of my friends died in a tragic accident. Unfortunately, I was the one who caused the accident. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's the my up that you're holding things back. And I guess I can't be Hugner. Um, Sorry, the tea alarm has just gone off. This is Arona's fault. And his tea. Let's see. Um, Matteo, I'll be you. Um, you are travelling towards the Royal Asiatic Society. Um, Chai, what have you done now you've left Lin Yen Yu? Well, I've already succeeded in all the tasks that we agreed for me to do today, so I go back to the house in a stealthy manner to try and make sure that I'm not followed by anyone. Okay, well, stealth. Well, laying the stealth, and I'm going to fail. I didn't. You are definitely followed by Miss Lin Yen Yu's thugs when you leave her house, but you give them the slip. The old triple what double. game with them anyway, I imagine. <laughs> what was that? I, I imagine with Lynn, it's a bit more of a game than anything. It's just too nefarious. Well, she always has you followed and you always yeah. escape and you have a laugh. Yeah, exactly. It's professional, just business. Pro- professional courtesy. Yeah. You'd be insulted if she didn't have you followed. 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, so you return to the house. So Matteo, Lynn is not coming. Um, Chai is not coming your way. So you arrive at the Royal Asiatic Society. It's a large red brick building set inside a large red brick wall. You can see what looks like cherry trees over the wall in the garden out back. Yeah. Point of order. I didn't know he was going there because he didn't know until he found the cat. Yeah. yeah. You just found out that. Uh, yeah. Van Halsen is at the Royal Asiatic Society, so you might have gone straight there. So Not by myself. It could be a trap. Sorry, Matteo. Please don't be a trap for Matteo. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the... I, uh, tell me about the entrance to this place. Uh, it's some steps that go up to a large set of double doors mm-hmm. with a brass plate that declares the Royal Asiatic Society. All right. I go up and uh, see if it's open. It is, and it leads into a reception hall with stained glass windows and a reception desk and a young man who looks up over the desk and like, oh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, sir. How can I help? Um, yes, I'm... Uh... Uh, I'm actually looking for someone, and I was told to come here. Oh, very well. Um, who are you looking for? Uh, a man named... Jan Willem van Hulubelen. <laughs> One day we'll find a... Con- uh, a consistent way to pronounce that. Yeah, um, I... Van Hulubelen. Yeah. Van Huvelen. We, uh, we, we lost the V entirely at some point during the last recording. Um, yeah. uh, he looks at the ledger in front of him and says, I'm sorry, sir, we haven't got anyone by that name staying here. Oh, really? I was, uh... He's not on the membership list, and only members are allowed to stay, and I don't have anyone listed in the guest book either, sir. I'm very sorry. Uh... Uh... Non-members allowed to enter? I'm afraid not, sir. Um, if you were accompanied by a member, you could, of course, accompany them inside, but I'm afraid non-members are not allowed inside the Royal Asiatic Society. <sighs> Very sorry, sir, but I can't be of any more help. Was there how, do you, how do you get to be a member? <laughs> uh, you need to be nominated by a current member. Okay. And then the membership committee would meet at their next meeting uh, to discuss the membership application. <sighs> well, never mind then. I'll just have to look elsewhere. Very sorry I couldn't help, sir, but he's not on the guest list. So have a good day. Thank you for nothing. You end up back on the <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of the tea bag in my tea. It's not bad, too. Um, I you can still hear me, you see. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, I am going to see if there's another way into this place. I believe that he's not here for a second. Um, well, the buildings on either side are flush to the wall. So do you walk, walk around the back? Yeah, I want to go around the back. 
Uh, there's the large red brick wall, and there is a gate in the, the place of this wall, but it's quite a busy street with lots of people going up and down it, and vehicles and stuff. Okay, and the roof? Um, is not reachable. Okay. Um, it's in its own grounds. So most sh- buildings on either side come up to the wall. There's then, like, you know, gardens. What can I see through this gate? Um, it's wood. Okay. So you can't see through it. Um, and it's quite a busy street. Um, shit. Right. Um, okay. I think I am probably going to have to come back here another day. Um, I will... I'll make my way to the monastery. You make your way back to the monastery. Uh, you arrive at the monastery. It's still on its hill, large mm. circular building, um, with a traditional Chinese pagoda rising out of it. Or are they Japanese? It's traditional. It looks nice. Um, it's got green tiles. Um, you wander into the courtyard. Mm-hmm. There's a few people around at this time of day. One of the monks spots you and head over, and then he recognises you. Mm. It is Brother Chine. And they bow. Ah, um, Matteo, it's been many months you returned to our fold. Are you here to stay? Uh, unfortunately not. Um, just to visit. My travels bring me back here. Well, how can we help? Uh, I wanted to come, and... Uh, well, since I spent some years here... Uh, see how things were going at the monastery. It's been quite busy. There's been a lot of displaced people after the um, what do they call it? They're not calling it a volcano. It's a um, magma eruption. Um, yes. The geologists seem to think that it's probably been there for years, and all of the the earthquake tremor made it crack, and the pressure made it crumble, and. Uh, been a terrible time, but so many people have been displaced, so much of the centre of the city was burnt. But we are helping and doing our best to help restore things. Well, that at least is good. While I'm here, I did have a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, actually. Yes, of course. Well, come in. They take you inside, they pour you some tea. Um, well, the first thing is, I was just wondering... Whether anyone, any unusual people had visited lately and perhaps asked about me? Um, not as far as I'm aware. No one has been in asking after you, Matteo. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, and the only other thing is, I don't suppose you know anyone who happens to be a member of the Royal Asiatic Society, do you? Uh, I'm afraid not, Matteo. Um, it's not the sort of place us monks would really go. And besides, you have to probably be English and white and British to get a membership there. I suspected as much, but I thought I'd better ask. It's supposedly an exploration society for gentlemen exploring the Asian continent, but it's mostly just an old 
white guy club where they sit around drinking brandy and talking about how awesome their younger days were. Uh, well, I mean, you understand, I wouldn't be trying to uh, get into that place if I didn't have a good reason. Um... But I'm afraid that for now I am out of ideas. Um, you're sorry we can't really help, but mm. you're welcome to stay the afternoon if you'd like, or do you need to get going? Um, I can while away an hour or so, but then I should be making my way back. I, uh, I'm currently lodging some distance away. Okay, well, they, they talk, you have finished your tea, and then you get going on your way back. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugo, you're in the dreamlands, and you have just dreamt your... You've just worked out that you know exactly where to go. Roll dreaming with a bonus dice, because you know exactly what it looks like and exactly where you're going. Oh, look at that. Yay. No, I'm going to roll my bonus die. Well, you can have an 8 or an 18. Which is better. (laughs) Have an extreme success. You dream yourself exactly where you need to go. You land with a mighty thump. The thick grey regolith is disturbed as you try to take a breath and discover there's no oxygen, as you stand upon the far side of the moon and see hanging in the sky above you something which man was not meant to see. So, in this order, constitution check, sanity check, dreaming check. I like how we'll work up Haslow's hierarchy of needs. So, first of all, oxygen. <laughs> well, you ain't doing so good on that one. <laughs> next, uh, what was the next one? Sanity. Sanity. So sense, sense of self. Oh, I passed that. <laughs> uh, and finally, dreaming. Dreaming at hard. Might wanna. Oh, that's a lot of luck. I don't have that much luck. Okay. Hanging in the sky above you is what looks like a small moon. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. It has eyes and is gently asleep. And it's... You can roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Hmm. Thank God. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, but <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it you can actually feel its pressure, its presence hanging above you, and it's terrifying. But you're currently more concerned with the fact that you have no oxygen and have to make another. Con- oh, take uh, four hit points of damage as you struggle to hold your breath. Uh. And then make me another Constitution check. Ah, uh, oh, uh, are... going to die, Nido. Have you got a backup character? <laughs> um, roll dreaming again. If it comes to it, I'll wake myself up. 
Is it time to try pushing the roll? Okay, you manage with great struggle to form a bubble of oxygen around yourself as you stand on the moon (laughs) beneath this thing that is watching you. This monstrous red thing. And as you look up at it, you realise that what at first you thought was um, eyes and um, a face are actually just pictures on this. It's like a massive red oval that's just hanging there. And now you've got oxygen and a breathing. You can see in the distance a stepped pyramid. Um, it essentially looks like this. See, mm-hmm. there's a pyramid, and then hanging in the sky is the big red oval shape with cracked lines on it. Mm. That's what you're seeing. And, yeah. What are you going to do? This this doesn't look like the place you were aiming for. No. No, it does not. Um, I've got some oxygen. I'm going to ignore the thing in the sky. Because nothing good will come of that. Um, I a voice am... echoes in your mind saying your name Hugo and you almost can feel it taking a breath in Hugo Dawson pilot dreamer adventurer why do you supplant yourself before me have you come to pay obedience and ask for the supplication of life. Out of character, what does the word supplication mean again? Bow down and worship. Bow down and worship the damn thing. Uh, Do you want to try and leave? Um... Yes, I'm trying desperately to pretend that whatever it was, I couldn't hear it. Uh... But the thing is, Nido, this is exactly where you're supposed to be. Because this is exactly what the basalt pillars of the West look like. So maybe this is a good thing. Except you're definitely on the moon, you think. Maybe the gateway to the starry void of hope is the moon. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the moon a fixed point in the dreamlands, or does it orbit it? Um, it orbits it. Mm. But you're on the dark side. Ah, okay. So you can't see can, the planet. Can, do I remember where the moon was when I entered? Not that that really means anything. It but was the moon time, and you were standing in a field of flowers at the top of the gates of slumber, so you weren't technically in the dreamlands at that point. Oh, I was in the vestibule. The basalt pillars of the west, though, are in... The West. Mm-hmm. This is the Moon. The Moon is not always in the West. Is it not? I mean, this is the Dreamland. Maybe the Moon doesn't move. Maybe the Moon just stays there. Either way, the giant red, terrifying <laughs> object has spoken to you. What are you doing? I don't want to speak to the giant red monstrous object because I don't know what it is, and it looks scary. Um, I want to leave. I want to leave. Where are you going to go? You need somewhere in mind. You can't just go poof. Well, you could. You could just wake up. Look at now with his little look at Nido in trouble, Smirk. <laughs> uh, somewhere safe. Somewhere that I know is safe. 
Okay, the shiny roll. city. The, sh- the shiny city with the rainbows. I know that one's a place to say. Roll dreaming hard. Come on. Yeah, you start to form an image of somewhere else and the dreamland begins to shift and the thing above you is like, no. You literally feel it stopping the dreamland from shifting above you. You have entered our presence. You may not leave until you answer. Hugo Dawson, pilot, dreamer. Kneel and accept our blessing and we shall grant you all you have ever sought. I, I came here for the exact reason of getting rid of that. Or rather, not here. I was meant to be going somewhere where I could get rid of all of that. I don't want everything that I ever sought. Do you think the paltry blessings of Nodens in his gulf compare to me, the messenger of Azathoth, infidel, uh, <laughs> looking that one up. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I, I don't know who I don't know who this is. It it sounds angry with you. Uh, you better choose something quick, or else it's going to do something unforgivable. Uh, well, unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your muted hedgehog friend. Um, yeah, like you want to try and run away again, or you're going to talk back to the giant, scary red orb of doom? Ash, is this my birthday present for this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kring, no, what Nido trapped on the moon talking to the messenger of Azathoth? Yeah, it is amusing. I mean, he did survive last month, so the birthday curse has clearly reflected off Peter, bounced off Craig. And slammed into Nido. It can keep going. Um, <laughs> uh, see, see, I'm in two minds here. Part of me is like, yes, spit in the face of whatever this is. Because um, we never do that. We don't do it enough. Um, it doesn't have a face. That makes it better. It means you could just spit anywhere. Um, it's hanging uh, in geosynchronous orbit above the moon, talking to your brain in the dreamlands, Nido. Um, yeah, which means I could pick up a very large spittle. Um, no, it's like, okay. <laughs> um, I want popcorn. I, I just... <laughs> I have you know, dithering. You've got I'm not dithering. I'm trying to think because you've put me in a weird situation here. It is a weird um, situation. You put uh, yourself in this situation. No, you didn't put yourself in it. <laughs> no, I was insane. That's different. Um, I was insane, insane, and then I made a mistake. Um, exactly. Yeah, you did. Um, I am. I'm okay. I want to sort of turn around and face it, but I'm not going to like look like I'm in any kind of supplicating fashion. You're trying to face it defiantly. Hmm. Hey, well, sanity. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you turn and face it defiantly, standing with your hands on your hips, ready to curse it. What do you say to it? Um. Oh, do I really push this? Ah. Uh. 
this is my first day here. I'm trying to just do, I'm trying to help some people and I don't have time to deal with yet more nonsense. I'm leaving. And I go try to leave again. Oh no. Then <laughs> existence. Oh. Whatever it does, I want to counter it. <laughs> uh, d- uh, with luck? Godspeed. <laughs> Shut down, you crazy diamond. Right now. Um, I'm just turning to the page with the statistics. Just maybe there's a little bit of Reggie about Hugo. Just a little <laughs> The highest of praise. Uh, 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 where's Azathoth? Oh gosh, hello Azathoth. Inflates you, making you big and round. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'm looking through this tiny book of things I do have. Um, (laughs) Azathoth, the seething nuke of chaos. Yay. Maybe it's under M for Messenger. <sighs> or under D for Deadly. Yeah, that's that's perfectly feasible. Ah, here we go. Messenger of the 161. Okay, there we go. Is that the page number? No, the damage. <laughs> it just might be. In the other book, GM gets another rule book. Hmm. I should check how many bingo squares I might be able to tick in this one encounter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Neo, thank you for the clean sweep. A A spell has blown up in his face. And itself, though, is a bingo square. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I hate the recursive one. You spit defiance in the face of the messenger of Azathoth. Because I don't know who it is. Games Master. Yeah. Does the messenger of Azathoth count as a fantastical oh, king? <laughs> it is technically the undisputed ruler of the Dreamland's moon, so yes. Yeah. I'm going to take it as a <laughs> fantastical <laughs> king. Uh, oh, Nino, 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 why are you I just, I just want to point out that I get a bingo if a player dies in a stupid, Goat. easily avoidable <laughs> way. <laughs> so right, I get a bingo if... Oh. We are having a contested roll. Okay. You need to roll me your dreaming. Okay. And I need to roll this. Something. I'm yeah. rolling a something. How many zeros has it got? <laughs> Hold on, I'm also checking something. Uh, checking something. Oh, wait. Oh, good than that. Um, okay, do I get any additional enhancements being a silver key user, etc., etc., etc.? Nope. This is pure okay. you versus it. Bit. Okay, dreaming. Be good. This is your will versus its, and it is dreaming you into existence along with the rest of the oh, universe. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The I got there was two rolls there, but the first one was a hard success. I can only take your second dice roll. That doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, you dream attempting to leave. It dreams at you. Oh dear. Hmm. Oh, oh no. Right. Um, you dream yourself elsewhere in the dreamlands. Okay. But I'm leaving you something on your character sheet. Hey. It's a turd. <laughs> <laughs> What's this emoji doing here? You dream yourself to the shores of the Twilight Sea, where you can see the rainbow bridges of Illic Vlad rising in the distance. But as you appear there, you hear this thing's voice whispering in your mind. Solve it. Solve it. Solve it. And, um... Let's see what we put. Oh, cool. He's got the fucking lament configuration. Not again. <laughs> if we could go one week without picking up a cursed puzzle box... <laughs> Uh, that would be our first week. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ex- hold on. Depending on what exactly I've got, I, I can do a thing. Well, no, no. Niall's camera is uh, is forty four seconds behind. <laughs> oh wow! He is so he's so in the past. Uh, Say something now, Noel. Something now, Noel. It's only, uh, it's only about one second in the past. Oh, uh, no. God. <laughs> it's so, so behind for me. Has still hasn't Google. spoken. He laughed. I think that was it. You know, he's sitting there. Uh, I am something ticking now, Noel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ticking your scheme comes undone. <laughs> Why are you on my skills page, Russet? <laughs> He's doing the things he needs to do, Nido. You gotta get an upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Let me know when I can start reading stuff and you're not clicking between stuff. At least you managed to go Fall of Legends on Thursday this week without anything terrible happening to you. I mean, the Legends on Thursdays has just turned into a soap opera. It's fine. It, <laughs> it's, it's quite nice. Fun. It is. Woo. Oh, goody. I take it I shouldn't look this up out OOC. No. I mean, I, okay. But now it's time for something new. Oh, I'm ticking extremely dubious gift. You can all tick extremely dubious gift. <laughs> I don't think I've got that one. Um, oh, and I went for a sleep, so someone went for a lie down. Would you say it's a possessed artifact? No. <laughs> Games Master, would you say it's a possessed artifact? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. There we go, Nido. You can read it now. <laughs> And as you appear next to Illic Vlad, I will let you read that. And, uh, oh, hang on. You need a couple more things, Alan. Uh, I must add a couple more things, because you understand some things about the universe. Have some Cthulhu mythos. Have some Cthulhu mythos. Have some dream lore. 
Uh, I'm going to have to do another sanity drop, if that's the case. No, no, don't worry. You've been through the ringer. Okay, well, I am dropping my max on. Okay. There we go. Uh, meanwhile, um, Chai, you've just arrived at the hotel to see two footmen carrying an unconscious Rebecca out of a rickshaw with Thomas carrying a box, being all like, oh, be careful, oh, we need a doctor getting inside quickly. Thomas, what happened? Oh, we were on our way back from the asylum and um, Rebecca passed out from the heat, I think. She just kind of slumped over all ladylike. Oh, well, it is very warm. Um... So she must not be used to this. Um, they get her inside and into a side room with some chaise lounges and send them to the doctor. Uh, we got um, Jack's stuff. He hands you the box. I uh, look in the box. Roll your luck. <laughs> the lure the comes out of your face. I, I said I look in the box. No, I jab my hand in there. <laughs> yes, you're rolling your luck. Luck to see exactly where Rebecca dropped it. Okay, right, right, okay. Because it could be, you know, ready to fall out. If I'm tipping it at me, maybe. Extreme success anyway, GM. You open the box and there's um, Jack's belongings and lying on top of the belongings, wrapped in like, um, looks like one of his gloves is the lure. Gleams at you with um, deadly intent. I wag my finger at it and then uh, lick it. <laughs> it's not my first choice, <laughs> but you are going with it. Oh, excellent! I'm no, no, no. <laughs> I, it's on a glove, you say? Yeah. I instead can I pick up the other glove? Yeah, and kind of scoop it into the glove as a makeshift baggie. You can indeed. Right, and then I'm gonna see if he's got any little bits of cord in there or anything. Troy's got some string. There is some string. Yep, you got an extreme. And I tie dress. it closed. Yep, you now have a cursed glove full of the lure. <laughs> right. I'm gonna keep hold of this for a minute so that doesn't happen again, and someone just goes bumbling around in there or go, oh look, this glove is tight closed, why is that? Come on, words, it'd probably be Nido. He'll be like, I open the tied up glove and shake it over my head. Okay, Rebecca, roll me constitutionals. Okay. No. Okay, Uh, the doctors have made you comfortable, you've been moved to your room, but you are currently asleep. The doctors think you'll be fine. Uh, you just need They just need to wait for you to wake up. But currently you are asleep. Hmm. Um, you're not even at the hotel. You're at the house. Um, not the hotel. Um, uh, but Thomas informs you, Chai, that they saw Jack. He seemed better today. And the doctor is going to leave updates on how he is at the hotel rather than giving them our location here. Mm-hmm. That makes Thomas sense. Thomas is worried, however, that if anyone is stalking the hotel, they might try to get hold of our messages, so we should make sure to check. Yeah, no, that makes makes sense. Um, I don't know whether you want to go over there and check the messages well, now and make sure they know. I can't send you because you're an NPC at the moment, so yeah, I guess it's up me. to me. Yeah, I should stay here and keep an eye on Rebecca. 
Of course you should. Rather than doing anything that could put you even slightly in harm's way. Uh, I'm not here. I know, exactly. It would be unfair to kill him whilst um, he's not here. Uh, Matteo. Yes. You've just arrived back at the house. And as you enter, you see Chai and Thomas having a conversation in the main hall. Um. Ah. You're back. Ah, you're back. How went the cat hunts? Uh, it mixed. Ah. Uh, I can report complete success on my end. Okay. Uh, I can tell you for certain that Van Hulen is at the Asi- Royal Asiatic Garden, not Gardens, uh, Society. Hmm. And Oh, actually, that just reminded me. I didn't know he was there, did I? Or did I? I forgot. No, I don't think you actually did, but I didn't bring yeah. it up. No, yeah. You didn't know he was there, but you know... I think you were meant to be there to talk to the priestess. Yeah, but I don't didn't think I'd have much success with could I speak to the priestess, please? Yeah, that <laughs> uh, might have been a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I would have come up with some other excuse if we need to revisit that. Also, I wouldn't have yeah. Anyway, so um, so uh, he he was there. I was there. Ah. Well, maybe it's a good job you didn't get entry just yet, just in case it is some sort of trap. Well, I need to get in for other reasons, but um, it wasn't exactly easy to find a way in. You can't be let in without a, a, a member of it letting you in or accompanying you or having a membership, which it takes longer than we have to arrange. Mm. And uh, Sneak in maybe then? Sneaking in seemed difficult, at least during the day. During the night, it might be more feasible. Yeah. Um, the other bit of information was Van Hulen is no longer actually in possession of the original copy. Okay, well... Do you know if that's an issue? Yes, we need the original, I'm pretty sure. It we... has to be the original, not a copy. I mean, I haven't asked, and it, uh, actually the person who might be able to tell us is also in the society. Okay. Um, I think we have to find out if a copy is a possible even, because I don't think we're ever seeing the original again. Uh, that might be an issue, because, I, yes, I heavily suspect that we need the uh, need the original. It's more... I feel like it's more the principle of the thing than anything else. I'm not entirely sure, though. Okay, we should find out because, like I say, the original might be a lost cause. Why? Why do you think that? Because it's somewhere which I am not going to attempt to steal from, even at pounds of almost anything. It's practically a death sentence to try and steal it from there, I think. Okay, could you elaborate? Uh, Have you heard of Lin Lin Yen Yu? I don't know, have I? Probably, right? You have. She yeah. is a, um, she runs a whole network of rose houses up and down the country, a.k.a. Um, whorehouses, 
She's incredibly rich. She runs the mob in Shanghai and a couple of other cities and um, is an avid art collector. Um... Okay. So what's the problem? She does not want to let go of it. Okay. At all, for any price. Well, I mean, we do intend to steal it. That was, that was the point. I would be quite happy to steal it from any old house around here, maybe even the museum. I am not trying to steal from that place. Hmm. That's curious. I mean, you know how much bad news she is, Matteo. I know, but... Also, you're not in the scene, disembodied voice. Um, I'm the DM. Yeah. I'm always in the scene. Um, no, I stick by my words. I don't really see how it's that curious. There, there's big mob boss that would, if she got any wind of it being us, will hunt us down to the ends of the earth if we do manage to save the world and make sure we die. And I don't really want that to happen to me. Plus, okay. you told her. <laughs> First thing, what else is new? Second thing, um, uh, I'm ju- uh, it's curious to me that there's a, a caper that you're not willing to go on. I'm willing to go on capers with untold risk of potential death. The key word there is potential. Question, why did you... How how do you know this? How do you know all this? Simple, I went and made a deal with Lin and Yu for the info. It didn't cost the team anything other than the fact that she knows we're interested in it. I didn't realize she had it before I asked. Okay. Well, this could be a problem. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Thomas is like, this sounds fascinating, but we should really maybe go to the hotel first and no one is intercepting our messages about um, Jack. Yeah, yes, Thomas, guy who isn't actually here. We were making sure we were doing that thing where players share information before you spirit us away. I know, it's very rude of you. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, carry on. Um, I said I was going to go do that. You've got my information. And anyway, if yeah. we still want to get into the society, which I think we do anyway, we need to go... At night, I think. Yep, that sounds reasonable. I go to check the mail. Okay. Meanwhile, in the asylum. Sorry now, I'll come back to you soon. Just, you're unconscious due to evil, wibbly artifacts of doom. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to you next. You should be awake by then. Jack, have you been a good boy? Oh, well, uh, 
Uh, that's a that's a tough question, isn't it? I am I am going to play along with this little charade. Hey. Uh, the nurse and the orderlies check in on you every other hour or so, and you get to have a chat to them. And then um, they remove the straitjacket, and you're allowed to eat your lovely soup with a spoon on your own. Wow. Oh, oh boy, what a treat. There's bread. <gasps> soup and bread. They don't, however, leave you with the spoon afterwards. Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, now my video is out of sync. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> um... And after dinner, uh, Dr. Brown returns and is like, how are you this afternoon, Jack? Oh, I'm feeling so much better, Doctor. Reinvigorated, uh, well-rested. Excellent. I was wondering whether or not you'd like another talk with me. Um, I, I, I'm more than happy to, Doctor. Yeah, uh, he starts to psychology and psychoanalyze you again. Oh, shit. Uh... He wants to hear more about how you're feeling today and the traumas that have caused this in the past. Um, oh, God, do I have to roleplay this? Uh, yes, I need to know what you say to him. Um, you can just summarise it. What do you tell him? You stick to your story from this yeah, morning? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go with a different story because that's a terrible idea. Um, I am going to... Uh, stick with it that, that, that my my friends died. Some like basically all of my friends that I knew died in a terrible accident, and I was distraught. And I I left and I came here and uh, I saw a scary thing this afternoon. I can't really remember. Well, you know, the, earlier on I can't remember what it is. And I am now uh, oh feeling a lot better. I I, I want to go back and hang out with my friends because my new friends who aren't dead because because they're good. These ones aren't dead. Okay, Dr. Brown listens, he makes more notes, he has a chat, and then he uh, hopes you have a restful night, and um, roll me your constitution at hard. Where are you? There. Shortly after he leaves, you start to feel really, really drowsy and realize mm. there must have been something in the water you've been drinking whilst having your session with him. Um, and you're starting to nod off. Shit, the Thorazine was in the soup all along. Well, maybe it was in the soup. But yeah, they um, they don't want to repeat of last night. They're drugging you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they got you back once. They might not be so lucky again if you turn out to be a Houdini in disguise. Uh, uh. Shapeshift. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a sleeping jackal on the bed. They're like, well, we cannot, like, how do we deal with this? <laughs> yeah, they're just going to, like, slide the little window shut and be like, we'll check again in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to come back when you're not a dog, okay? Uh, I, I continue to rest, I guess. You fall asleep in the bed, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. You go on a dream adventure. Uh, No. <laughs> Greenland Adventure! Uh, no, no, one one extremely cursed death on the moon is enough for her. <laughs> I didn't kill him, he escaped! But at what cost? Anyway, Rebecca, you come round, you're lying in bed, you feel groggy, you feel like you touched the lure and it's stuck out a part of your soul. 
Is that a nap? Do I get my magic points or any of them? You get half your magic points back. Okay. For now. Cool. Um, but you are lying in your room in the house, snoozing. You feel okay now you've had a proper sleep. Mm. But you definitely feel like you had a little shard of your soul sliced off by the lure. Mm. Yeah, that that thing. Oh, it, well. It's important. It's to help save the world. Yeah, but there's only so much of me. and <laughs> It only took a tiny slice. I don't know that. And besides, you know, it's good to have your soul trapped in some sort of terrifying mythos artifact, right? And other fairy stories. <laughs> <laughs> By Catherine Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that one down. Uh, I guess I'm going to go see about... I've probably missed a food or two. Or one. Um, let's see. Chai has buggered off. Uh, but you find the others, you find Thomas and Matteo in the dining room. Hmm. They appear to be having uh, a, a food. I will join a food. Walter is also there. Look at his manly moustache. Look at, look at him. Look at him. What time is it? Uh, it's getting on for about 5pm. Okay. Um, you find Matteo and Thomas. Thomas is here too. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Thomas, Thomas. Thomas, Thomas. 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 And Matteo. Oh. Uh, is Thomas talking to Mitch? Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch. Thomas, Thomas. Mitch, Mitch. Thomas, Mitch. Thomas. Mitch. So I, I toss a couple of treats to the Pokemon and then... <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Uh, Matteo? Yeah? Rebecca is talking to you. Oh, she's talking to me. Uh, good evening. You were there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I didn't catch that I was there. Yeah, I, that lure is not great. But I'm awake now, so did I miss anything? Um... Uh, how long <laughs> how long were you out like a couple of hours I mean I've only I've been away for that long right or you were out for most of the day man. you had to walk, yeah. walk all the way back it's about 5 o'clock Rebecca's been out for a few hours yeah well I, I I've sort of uh, been out myself I found um <sighs> I I found some some kind of leads, I guess, about the the location of uh, uh, of um, uh, our missing archaeologist, but they might not have the item that we're trying to find now, and it's getting a bit complicated. Although we do think that we need to possibly sneak into the Asiatic Society in order to find out more. Um. That that's kind of it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So you were trying to get in touch with cats, and how's that? Uh, yeah, kind of similarly. All roads are currently leading to that 
uh, Asiatic society. If I can get in there, I might be able to get in touch with the cats, but it might be too late to be useful mm. from what I'm hearing. Oh, so... I, what, you're saying there's, there's going to be cats in the society grounds, then? Some uh, sort of priestess, I'm told. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly, but, uh, yeah, some sort of priestess. Hmm. Would either of you like to do anything now, this evening, or are you just going to wait for others to get back? Um, I'm not sure what we can do. Are you just waiting for Chai then? Yeah. Um, Rebecca, do you want to do anything, or are you also just waiting for Chai to get back so you can? Uh, I'll, well, I can f- work on the writing I was doing, so I can send that via the office. Um, I should be able to finish that today, and then yeah, I'll, I'll wait till others get back, and we can work out what we want to do next. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sort of at a loss at the moment until we um, have kind of regrouped and can plan out what to do next. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll me your writing, uh, Rebecca. All right. You continue writing up your notes and making a draft on your what you actually want to publish mm-hmm. out of all of this. Okay, Chai, you arrive at the hotel you were staying at. Okay, I go into reception. Okay. Uh, you head to the concierge? I do indeed head to the concierge. Uh, he smiles at you, recognising you. Ah, oh, Miss D. Well, Hello. Have any messages been left for me and my group here, do you know? Uh, he has a look. Yes. I have a message from a Dr. Brown. Mm-hmm. He asked if you could call him at once. It's urgent. He needs to discuss your friend. Oh, okay, that does sound fairly important then. Uh, would it be okay if I used the phone here? Well, certainly, the public telephones, he nods towards where the public telephone is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I tip him and thank him for his assistance and discretion. You're welcome. Um, we obviously wouldn't pass on your messages to anyone else. We have to be something we recognised. Um, Always good to appreciate good service, though. There is another message. Uh, Miss Neris called looking for Mr. Thomas. Oh, that was meant to be today, wasn't it? I'll have to let him know. Yes. Um, she says she is at the Royal Asiatic Society, should you wish to talk further. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much for passing that on. I will make sure that gets to Mr. Thomas. Uh, you head over to the phone. You call yep. the asylum. I have a shifty gaze around to see how close anyone else is. It's in its own little booth. Yep, yep. I, I call then. Roll luck to see if Dr. Brown is still in the office. He is. Miss um, T, uh, thank you for calling back. Um, I was hoping to speak to you before I went home for the evening. That's I hope you okay. have a pleasant day. Uh, what's that, sorry? 
I hope you've had a pleasant day. Oh, yes, yes. It's, it's been quite a good day today, actually. Very productive. Good. I'm very glad to hear it. Now, I wanted to talk to you about your friend, Mr. Cady. Okay. Uh, how, um, how is he doing? Not very well. Um, I've had two psychoanalysis sessions with him. We've mm-hmm. been able to step away from the shock treatments to try and snap him back into himself. He is now yep. talking coherently. But his story makes no sense. And, well, I've spoken to him quite a bit, and he is quite insane. Mm. Um, That's concerning. Very concerning. I fear we may have to have... I couldn't, in good conscience, release this man for probably months at this point, because he's just insane. Is he at least, at the moment safe for us to actually visit and I would probably permit at least one visit like one person at a time tomorrow okay but I'm very concerned for his mental well-being he's just most of the afternoon spinning me well there is truth to his story but he's clearly covering up some deep-seated trauma underneath it and I I wonder if part if he's got a trauma, is it possible that the trauma may be related to, and I mean not to disparage your profession at all, Doctor, but I'm wondering if the trauma might be related to maybe some sort of uh, experience with the psychiatric profession in the past that may be making him less than honest with you. I get no sense of that. Um, he's not scared of me or the institution or the nurses. Uh, he suffered a great loss, like a load of friends have, people he knew have been killed, and he's running from that trauma, and he's weaving stories around that basis of trauma. So I think we're going to have to work with him to get to the source of that trauma and make him face it before he's going to be able to start healing. Just looking at our own face. <laughs> <laughs> well... I tell you what, Doc, I, I don't know if it will be much help for him, but I'm, I'm perfectly happy to come by and visit him and maybe try and put his mind at ease a bit tomorrow, if that might help a friendly face. Um, what time is it now? Could you make it this evening? I can probably make it this evening, yeah. It might help him have a more quiet night if he gets to see one of his friends before having to spend another night in, in, in the ward. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That does make sense. I'll okay. go Come across uh, we'll from me. See you soon. Oh, uh, I do need to quickly pop back to the group to discuss something. Really. They should know where I am or they may worry. Okay, well, I'll stay late in the office, so whenever you get here, uh, pop round. Oh, thank you ever so much for that, Doctor. You're, you're being ever so helpful. Well, we really you're do. paying a lot of money to get him well, and we want him well so he can rejoin you all. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, you hang up. Uh, do you scootle back to the house? I do scootle back to the house. Okay, as you're scootling back to the house... Stealthily! Stealthily, roll stealth. <laughs> oh, come on, stealth, don't fail me. Oh! You, like, swap rickshaws at least three times. You are unseen. Mm-hmm. It does take slightly longer to get back, though. That, that's fine. He knows I'm coming. He doesn't know how far I have to go to let people know, so I might be a little wild, as far as he knows. 
Hugo, um, you're standing on a beach of golden sand. It literally is sand made from gold dust. Um, diamonds and rubies and emeralds are glittering in the sea as the waves, pure blue water that you've never seen before, crashes against this golden beach of glory. And in the distance, the rising spires with the rainbow bridges rises above the clouds. What are you doing? You're muted. I take a moment to uh, be like, okay, that was a thing. Um, I should probably... Wake up? Well, do I have any perception of whether or not how much time has passed in the real world versus here? You don't know. There's no way of telling. You could have been here for seven months and only slept for five minutes or walk away. I'm listening. I just need to adjust where I'm being. Um, my... I was wondering in terms of um, in terms of like whether or not to wake up would be you know should I rest and recuperate at the city and then wake up in a few minutes you know in a relatively shorter period of time in real time if I can do that there's no way of telling how much time will pass in the real world mm. oh you know you could have been asleep for four months by now or you might have been asleep for two hours. I. How you far away? Am... Enough dreamer to tell that. Mm. How far away am I from the city? It's just a dream away. Yeah, I tried it... that. How, how far away am I on foot from the city? <laughs> About a day. Okay. You know, it's on the horizon, gleaming on top of the cliffs magnificently. Mm. I think I mean... impossibility. I think I'm just going to bookmark this. Um, take a few more minutes to just sort of relax after that horrendous encounter. Um, and then once I feel calm, I will wake myself up. You wake up. You're lying in an opium den. How, I, I, I mean, like, I remember snapping up, snapping around. Um, you remember everything. Okay. Um, my general thought is I should probably pay up any money I have owed here and then leave. Um, I guess I'll need to then get a rickshaw and head back to the original hotel that I think we're staying at. Okay, you start making your way back to the hotel. You arrive at the hotel. No trouble whatsoever. There is no sign of Chai, because she didn't use the front door. She snuck out the side door, obviously, because she got an extreme success on her stealth. Uh, you arrive at the, the hotel. You head inside, and the concierge smiles at you. Ah, um, Mr. Dawson, hello. Hello. Uh, where okay. is... Are you um, here to collect some messages, sir? Uh, what do you mean, collect messages? Uh, uh, do, do I have any messages? <laughs> Miss T just collected all of your party's messages and departed. Uh, where have, what, what do you mean, departed? Are they not staying here anymore? No, sir. You all checked out from up yesterday. Uh, they hired somewhere else in the city. I believe they wanted a bit more privacy. 
I make a bit of a face. Um, well, uh, they managed to do that without bothering to tell me first. Um, I, I don't mention the fact that uh, I was the one who caused this issue, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm telling him. Uh, yeah, I can't tell you where they've gone. Um, Miss <sighs> T did just pick up a message from a hospital, the sanatorium. Uh, I kind of go, okay, I guess I've missed a bit. Um, um, she picked up a message from someone at the Royal Asiatic Society. But other than that, I'm afraid I couldn't tell you where they've actually gone to stay. I, um... Well, given the fact that I don't have many options at the moment, but I do have my wallet, <laughs> I will check back in in one of your cheap rooms. And next time Chai or any one of the others come around to pick up a message, um, let them know I'm here. and I'll, Then I can find out where the hell they've gone. I certainly say you check into a room yes. at the hotel. Because I haven't got anywhere else to go. Um, I do this. Um, I'll probably then use room service to have a launder my clothes. <laughs> Not got any clothes in me either. Uh, you do not have any clothes. Yeah, I I am um, faff around with the basics of existing for a while. Jack, before I go back and be the other guys, roll me your power at hard. No, just normal power. Pow. Pow, 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 pow. You are dreaming. You are sitting on a stone bench at a table. There's a stone table in front of you with a teapot and two cups of tea. And sitting opposite you is a gentleman in a very fine cut black suit. You can't quite understand his image. Like his features, you can't hold them in your mind. You know he's there, he's a man, but his features don't quite make sense to you. And he says, hello, Jack. Hello. You appear to be dreaming, Jack. I guess so. It seems that someone has disconnected your subconscious from your conscious mind and you've touched the dream. I thought perhaps we could talk, you and I. What would you like to talk about? I don't have long. They lean forwards. I've stopped him from seeing you in this dream. But you do not have long. I mean, are you referring to the ticking clock on the end of the world? Because we know about that one. You do not have long. The device is almost ready. The plans, they have taken the plans back and are making them again. The professor in England you gave them to, they found him. Oh no. 
and the prototypes he'd been making. They're making them again. They can finish the device. Who are you? I am a steward. Uh, <laughs> steward who? Question. Are you meant to be putting on a French accent right now? I am a steward of a place you do not want to dream. France. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I apologize to the people of France, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> um, oh. the force where, where are they? How, how, how can we best stop them right now? To delay them, you must seal Grey Dragon Island. That was our plan, but um, we've become waylaid. To stop them, you must stop the birth. And you must seal the Temple of the Black Wind. In Egypt? No. Um, Am I getting my pyramids mixed up? Uh, the Temple of the Black Wind is a mountain somewhere in Kenya. Yeah, it's, it's the mountain in Kenya, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, his, his like, high priestal zone. Yeah, his high priestess is there, mm. and Miss Masters is there. God, I wish we could call in an airstrike. <laughs> you don't know which mountain you need to strike yet. Uh, well, you know. You can't just bomb every mountain in Kenya. <laughs> every mountain. <laughs> the thing about the thing about Kenya is it's very flat now. It used to be known it was like this. It was like Switzerland. It was nothing but mountains, and then you guys bombed it in the 1920s. We can't talk for long. He'll notice that I'm missing. Why are you helping us? I was helping you before I came here. I look at him with blank confusion. Well, our time is going short. Ask Matteo about No, he wasn't there. Damn. There's no one you can ask about me other than Cat. I'll do what I can, but I can't hide you from his eyes forever. Mm. He's searching for you. And when you dream away like this, with no connection to being able to wake up, he can find you. Is there anything I can do to protect myself in the dream? Not from him. I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, if you just sleep normally, that's fine. You can still wake up. Currently, your mortal body is drugged. You cannot wake up. You're an open conduit to him. I like to think of myself more as a tube. Well, if you are a tube, Jack, you are a tube that is going to let him straight into the world. You will end up like Larkin. You'll end up like... Oh. 
I have no reaction to that, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, well. You'll end up like, what was, uh, what was Nido's character called again? Hugo? Uh, no, no, not Hugo. The one before. The, the one, one before, before that. Um, Aiden. You'll end up like Aiden. Oh, no. You will end up like Carlisle. Uh, okay, alright, I know that one. Oh dear. They are always different in different ways. But, and then you wake up. Ah, uh, I woke up on the butt. Called you a butt. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back at the place of peoples, um, Rebecca No and Matteo Chino has just arrived. Chai, you are here. You are back. You got there. Woo, Chai. Woo. Hey, everybody. Hey. Chai leaps through a paper screen like, hey. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> Two really important things you guys need to know. One, I'm about to go and see Jack at the asylum at the request of Dr. Brown. Two, Nerese is at the Royal Asiatic Society. That's an odd coincidence. It is, isn't it? It also strikes me as a way to get in for Tom as well. And maybe he could be able to blag entry for one other person with him. I don't know. At- he literally has an invitation, effectively, here. Uh, I hand the... Was it a paper message that the constable yeah. gave me? Yeah, I, I hand uh, that message over to the guy who isn't here. Shit. Uh, like, I don't want to go. You guys made me stand up. Every um, single road seems to be leading there. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I'm guessing we can probably just leave you because you're not here and one of us can just pretend to be you to get past the receptionist and explain to Nerys who you have seen, Matteo. So that Mm. will work in theory. She knows you're at least his companion. I hand it to Matteo. Um, Tom's like, you make me stand her up and she sounds like a scary sorceress woman. I'm not going anywhere near her. Maybe she's the priestess. She might be the priestess. Oh, she's the priestess of what? Do we know what she's the priestess of? Eroticism. Well, I mean, probably. Well, I mean, if this all adds up, then perhaps Bast, but in which case I don't understand why. That wasn't made apparent to me when we met. Maybe she didn't know who you were. Maybe they usually seem they usually seem to come more well informed than that, though. Well, maybe take Rebecca and go and find out. Yes, good idea. Um... You probably shouldn't go alone. I can lurk in the street outside. Yeah, so, sorry, just out of character, I'm not clear on what the plan is now. I think Tineris, you've got an invitation? We... Okay, Rebecca Tineris, I'm going to go see Jack. 
So, sorry, um, I, I think I, I, I think I must have missed part of what was being said because I don't understand who's got an invitation. Thomas has an invitation oh. to go and see Nevis. Oh, right, on account of well, they had a like a date, right? But that yeah. was not um, in the society, right? No, it wasn't. But right. Chai has now picked up a message from her that was left at the hotel. Oh, right. Okay, that's the bit I missed. I didn't realise there was a message. Um, uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, yes. Well, I suppose, yeah. Let's... Let's go with that, then. Hopefully, this is the person we're looking for, and it's not some terrible mistake. Yeah. We'll hopefully find out a bit more at least. Do we do that now or do we think we wait? I think we should act sooner rather than later. Mm. Uh, I I will go to the sanitarium and see how Jack is and then I'll come and try and if not join you at least loiter outside to join up with you as soon as you're done there. Or respond if you can make some sort of signal. Uh, what's, what sort of signal would you like? Uh, noise kind of like an owl that's distressed because its mother has just died. So like a, so like hooting but sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad hooting. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... No, I, I'll try and be on hand. I will see if I can blag my way through once you're there, but I'm guessing I won't. Mm. All right, so Rebecca and Matteo, you take a rickshaw to the Royal Asiatic Society. Yep. Back Chai, go. you're taking a rickshaw to the sanatorium. Mm-hmm. All right, I will be... And Hugo is just sitting around the hotel, hoping one of you comes back. Yeah, having food, hoping, you know, recovering physically from that ordeal. I will be Matteo and Rebecca first. You arrive at the Royal Asiatic Society. The the doors open and you're allowed inside. Uh, A receptionist, a young lady, a different person from this morning... Smiles at you, Matteo and Rebecca, and it's like, oh, good evening. Hello, um, I, uh, have an invitation to be here from one, um, I've forgotten her name already, I'm so bad with names, um. Neris. Neris. And your name would be, sir? Um, well, uh, I, I'm going to say, um, God, the names, they they will not come today. Thomas Kennedy? Yeah, Thomas, sorry, jeez. Every time I need to come, come up with a name, it's not there. Um, yeah, uh, Thomas Kennedy. Uh, she looks at her list. Yes, I have you on the list. And your companion can go too. She's currently in the gardens. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You are both allowed out into the gardens. They're quite 
uh, well lit. There's some, there's some oriental stone lanterns with oil lamps burning inside of them. And down towards the far end of the garden is Neris, the lady you met before. She's sitting on a stone bench reading a scroll. I ah. I approach. Hello again. Hello. Um I beg your pardon. I uh in order to um get entry, I had to claim that I was uh young Thomas, which is as you know not quite the truth, but he uh, has found himself indisposed. Well, that is a shame. And your friend would be? I uh, allow you to make the introduction. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. Well, hello, Rebecca. Hello, Matteo. I'm Neris. I believe you've been looking for Mr. Van Hulen. <laughs> Uh, you believe correctly. I'm afraid Miss Sorry, you went a bit muffled there for a second. Miss Lin Yen Yu got to him first. Mm. And I was able to make an arrangement. She has returned our skulls and Mr. Van Helsing. And I have dispatched him to where he needs to be next. He's working with you? No, not working. He is facing divine judgment. Oh. So you have the scrolls back? Yes. Miss Lin Yen Yu has a copy, which she believes is the original. And I have these. She holds up the scroll she's reading and checks it. Oh, was that good enough? I have back the stolen property of Lady Bast. I shall return it to the temple in Egypt when it is safe to do so. Okay. Um, it is not currently safe to do so. Ah, uh, well... Uh, I suppose I... Um, I'm puzzled. We were uh, we were told to um, come to uh, ch- to Shanghai and find that item on behalf of uh, uh, yes. on behalf of Lady Mast. You were indeed. She also entrusted me with the same mission in case I either of us did not succeed. I see. I have succeeded. But she takes out a small, slim volume and holds it out to you. For your assistance. What is this? The Black Rites of Louvet Carafe. Ah, the thing we were looking for. But what? what is it? A guide to the rites and rituals of Lady Bast, as well as several rituals that may be of assistance to you. But what is it? As well as... The history of the Black Pharaoh and some rites that you should not perform or else you will summon him or his servants. Okay, are they clearly labelled? Because we've had some trouble with this sort of thing in the past. 
They are labelled after the history of the Black Pharaoh, yes. I see. Um... Uh, she waggles the book between you, Mateo, and Rebecca. Which one of you wants this? Um, well, I was told that I should accept the assistance of uh, this uh, Lady Bast, but, but me and rituals do not really mix well. Should I take the ritual pack, then? Then Miss, Miss Rebecca, here you go. She hands over the book. Um, all I can do now is wish you luck. I understand you are standing against the calling one and his minions. We are. Then I can only hope that you will be successful in stopping him. Their plan is long and convoluted and quite insidious. We'll do everything that we can. Do you know what the plan is? Yes, they intend to rip open the veil between dimensions during the eclipse in January. Hmm. I don't know how. I do understand they're building something. Yeah, that that's as much as I've heard as well. As there's, they're building a device, and yeah, there's a couple of sites that we will need to visit. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world, and you now have a new handout, um, Nal. Thank you. I thank you for your assistance in this matter, Matteo. <laughs> the cats will aid you. Just speak to them. You have the blessings of the Lady Bast. Oh. Uh, she makes a gesture, and you're both now wearing little silver necklaces with cat heads on them. Oh, uh, okay. I just need to make some edits to your character sheets. <laughs> Thank you. I think... I have adjusted your sanity ratings. Ignore the fact that they no longer quite match your Cthulhu mythos. Chai, meanwhile, you arrive at the asylum. It is dark. Hmm, dark. Hmm. The sun has set, the street lamps are shining, the gas lamps on either side of the entrance are burning brightly. But you enter the asylum? I... Do oh, I do? Yeah, my spidey senses are tingling, but I do. Uh, you are greeted by an orderly uh, who informs Doctor Brown, and he comes down from his office. But uh, Miss T, thank you for coming so late. You're most welcome. It, it's good. We just need to help my friend. Well, hopefully he's still awake. Let's go and have a look. Mm-hmm. Jack, roll your constitutionals. I mean, what's the point? I haven't succeeded at a single roll for this entire game. I'll roll it, and I'll fail. Why Why did I bother? <laughs> um, Chai, you are led to 
Jack's room. Dr. Brown looks in and he's like, oh, he still seems to be asleep. Let's see if we can wake him up. Okay, uh, well, would it be possible to maybe... I know it's asking you to go out of your way to stay even later, but would it be possible to wait a bit? I, it would really put my mind at ease if I could at least, you know, get to talk to him a little bit. Um, we're quite close friends and it, uh, it just... It's, I haven't really had a chance to see him at all since uh, the incident. And oh, I'm going to wake him up for you now. Oh, okay, thank you. Sorry, I, I didn't realise you were going to do that. Thank you. Literally <laughs> what I just said. Are you feeling okay, Miss T? You seem inordinately stressed. <sighs> we're, we're on a bit of an expedition across the world, and it can be quite a stressful situation, which is probably part of what set this off. Well, here, take the seat. He gestures you towards the seat next to Jack's bed. And he gives Jack an injection. Jack, you wake up to find dear old Doc Brown and Miss T sitting next to you. Hi, Jack. Ah, chai, I say, blearily. How are you feeling? Um, very, very good. Very, very, a lot better. Very keen to get out. Are we leaving now? The the doctor doesn't think you're quite with it enough yet. Um, is, he, is he still in the room? Yeah, he, he smiles. Why don't I leave you two to talk together and I'll just be out in the hallway talking to one of the orderlies. Mm-hmm. He steps out into the corridor and he does shut the door behind him. Uh, I, I kind of eye Jack nervously. Like, you sure you're okay? I hold a finger up to you and I, I get quietly off the bed and I walk to the door. Uh, there's no one, the, the, the little uh, viewing window has been left open as Chai is in here, but uh, you can see Doc Brown and Audley just down the corridor talking quietly. I um, I, I, I come back and I um, uh, I say to you, um, uh, I've had, okay, I, I went a bit crazy. I'm, I'm better now. I had a dream just okay. now. I look at you and I'm like, I, I, I give you the meaningful eyebrow wiggles. Yeah, I've been stuck in one of those things before as well. Um, yes, I spoke. I spoke to someone who is trying to help us, uh, but we haven't got long, and I need to be out of here as soon as possible. I might be able to try and do something, but I don't know if it works. Any try and try and try and, con- try and convince me to get him. Try and convince him to let me out tomorrow. Um, come back tomorrow with everybody, and. Um, they'll have to let me go because, you know, you'll be with them. If not, we're going to have to fight our way out. Uh, We might not have to fight, Jack. Yeah. I've got something that might help, potentially. Yes. Well, well, I mean, this is a, you know, presumably you put me in here, and so you can uh, tell him to let me out. Jack, the problem is he thinks you're completely start craving bonkers for some reason. Why does he think that now, Jack? Because he keeps asking me for my life story, and if I tell him my life story, he'll have me sectioned. He's already sectioned! <laughs> By sectioned, I mean sliced into sections. Okay. Well, tell you what, Jack. Come the back movie to the basement with the permanently crazies. He's only letting one of us actually in to see you one at a time. Mm. But I'm going to go back and try and do something, and then hopefully I'll come back tomorrow, and I'll be able to do it well. Um, I like the sound of that. Just get the others on board and get me out of here as soon as possible. Yes, of course, Jack. The, the clock is ticking. Uh, I, I put my hand on your shoulder and I say, the clock. 
I get the it's clock. Ticking. The big clock. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, get it, Jack. Roll your psychology, Chai. Psychology, ah. My, my main skill. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he does seem a little bit unhinged. He's been unhinged since I've known him. <laughs> More so than normal. But he's in an asylum. You've seen one hints the more just by nature of being in here. But maybe he should stay here and the doctor will help. Maybe you shouldn't bring him. And maybe the GM should keep his beady little <laughs> thoughts to himself. <laughs> but but the dice roll, Chai, the dice roll says maybe he should The dice roll says I don't have a clue what his boss deal is. I mean, out, out, out of character, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow, and it's, uh, it's whether it's with a trail of bodies or not. <laughs> I gathered that. And that's why I'm probably going to try and minimize the bodies. <laughs> whether, whether instead of orderlies, they have viscera. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry you got committed to the asylum. <laughs> okay. Do you head back out into the corridor? I do head out back out into the corridor. Dr. Brown comes up. So, how was he? I'll, uh, I'll review the tapes afterwards, but what was your first impression? <laughs> he seemed really desperate for some reason, and I'm not really sure why. Um, I had to try and reassure him, so, you know, I may have said some weird things in there, but just trying to stop him from going off on one. So, you agree with me, he's definitely unstable. I want to see him again tomorrow, to be sure. And if you don't mind, I would like to bring the rest of the party because... Oh, I really can't situation. let more than one of you Not in necessarily there. in there. Not necessarily in there, but here. So maybe we can, one at a time at least, you know, see him. Because it may be some time before we can see him again if he's going to be in here for some time. I'm not comfortable with allowing more than one of you to see him a day. He's so unwell. Okay, even if they could just be near then, because just knowing that they're here to support him, I'm sure would... They can wait in the lounge upstairs yes, and have some tea. That, that will be fine. That will be fine. And then one of you can go in to see him. Yeah. But he's really not very well. Um, he gestures to the room next. I'll go and review the tapes and see if I can learn anything else overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you said that I should be aware of that I should, you know, mark off? Uh, well... <laughs> The main thing would be that I, I kind of bought into his his delusions a bit. And please understand, I, I'm not a psychologist. I didn't know what effect trying to denounce it would have, and I didn't want to muddy your work, so I was just trying to make sure you didn't have an episode while I, I was in there. Roll me your bitch. fast talk, persuade, whichever social skill you want. It's contested. I am... Ch- Oh, hopefully I'm charming enough. He nods. Uh, it's, uh, I'm glad you didn't provoke him. Uh, this way, Miss T. I'm really glad you didn't try and provoke him like that. And um, it's it's sometimes better to, like, mm. allow them to talk. They need to work through it. I'm, Otherwise, they can get violent. And he opens the door. Yeah, that would have been terrible if he'd got violent, of course. And he steps sharply forward and says, seize her. And they uh, grab you. But two orderlies waiting on either side of the door grab your arms. Who, who says? Who says? Seize them <laughs> in, a, in an asylum. I mean, seize them, gods. I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> if he's gonna try and do something, I, I'm gonna try and resist. Obviously, 
Yeah, uh, roll your dodge to start with. Okay, dodge to start with. Come on, roll 20. Don't fuck with me. Okay, uh, you managed to dodge uh, both orderlies, but I need to roll for the doctor one last time. Oh, I'm going to send this as proof. Hmm. You managed to dodge out of the way of the orderlies, but you don't see the syringe coming around until it's plunged oh. your uh, soft flesh. How many seconds do I have before I'm going to drop unconscious? Constitution <laughs> check. Hard. I must have at least five seconds to do something. Uh, I will luck that. Yep, you have a few seconds. The doctor is dancing backwards. Like, please calm down. This is your own. That's beat. magic point. What was uh, that? Uh, I did the wrong thing. What am I? I used luck. So, oh fuck's sake, everything's changed. Uh, and now I'm going to try and do while I have a few seconds. Uh, well. He's dancing back from you after sticking you with the switch. Like, please calm down. You're as, you're as unstable as your friend. Don't worry, we can help. Oh my god! So, just first, the Vorish sign is an instant thing, yeah. Um, or one takes, round, which is like a couple of seconds. Action, yeah. Are you doing the Vorish sign? Yes, I'm doing the Vorish sign. So you start with... going no in front of him. I don't care at this point. He's fucking committing me. Roll constitution again. Uh, if, if we're counting this as rounds, so, yeah, that's his round. He's waiting for it to take effect. What are you doing now, Chai? Dominate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no. Yes, that is. I will try again. Mm-hmm. I, magic points, but not sanity, isn't it? When it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. But it's another constitution check at hard this time, because it is starting to take effect. I'll use five more luck. Okay, your turn. Can I hear all this? <laughs> no, they, they've gone down the corridor and through some doors. <laughs> he led a... Uh, Still not a hard success. Uh, I will fucking lock it again. <laughs> okay, so it's opposed pal. And if I don't make this, I'm going to be sad now. After all this luck, I'm burning for you, Jack. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, is not pal, but can I keep the number? No. Oh, fuck you. Uh, We've never done that on Roll20. We've always made people do uh, it again. That would have been fucking perfect. I'm just just reading through my spells to see what I can do to him. (laughs) You have succeeded. What order do you give him? Uh, Tomorrow morning, you'll decide you're wrong and let us both go. Right, let's hope that's it. Spend the night here and it won't make the orderlies too suspicious. (laughs) You pass out, Miss T. Hugo. Um. <laughs> you are informed there is an urgent telephone call for you from the sanatorium. Oh. Okay. Well, the doctor's run the hospital, the, the hotel, and you're the only one in, so the concierge has come to get you. I will... Um, I'll, I'll take the call privately somewhere. Yeah, the concierge will let you take it in his office because it's from a hospital. Okay. 
to take it private. Hello. Hello, this is Dr. Brown at the Shanghai Sanatorium. Uh, hello. Um, um, you are? Uh, Hugo Dawson, uh, a friend of uh, Chai Tedians, uh Oh, I'm very glad I got through to you. Um, Mr. Cady is our patient, and I'm afraid I've had to invoke um, Shanghai's medical laws and commit Miss T to the sanatorium as well. Um, what happened? Well, she's been exhibiting... She came to visit Mr. Cady, and she's just exhibiting the same sort of psychosomatic breakdown symptoms as Mr. Cady. I had no choice but to commit her for uh, assessment overnight. Um, could you, what, you possibly come down tomorrow morning and we can discuss this further? Uh, I'll have to see. Um, I've been uh, out of town for a short while. Um, I only just got back to the hotel. I hadn't actually met back up with them yet. Um, and now I've discovered all this has happened in the last few days. Uh, I, I know it must be shocking, Mr. Dawson, but if you could come down in the morning, uh, I can explain their mental condition to you medically, and we can discuss what to do next. Do you have, um, uh, I suppose, no, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that. Um, uh, very well. Um, okay. Th- thank you for that. I will... Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Shall we say about ten? Yes. Let's. Very well. I'll speak to you soon, Mr. Dawson. And we'll stop there for this week with uh, <laughs> Ty and Jack in the nut house. They're going to they're going to institutionalize us one by one, and the world will end because <laughs> because we didn't you know because we let the frog get boiled. Hopefully, um, tomorrow morning we'll be let go. Look, look, I, I have I've I don't have that many assault spells, right? So I've had to carefully construct <laughs> something that will let me let me do it. Well, hopefully, one of you with lots of sanity will turn up and prove to the doctor that you're not evading Fruit Loop. <laughs> Sorry, Jai. Uh, he was um, psychoanalyzing you all the time you talked, and you rolled at fifteen, and you rolled at ten, and it was just like. This woman is as crazy as he is. I can't let her leave, not in good conscience. Why did we wander into the asylum run by fucking Sigmund Freud? (laughs) I'm guessing the kicker was there is that there wasn't any recordings and they were actually listening to the whole thing. No, he did record the thing. He's going to listen to the recordings afterwards. (laughs) I don't know what what signs was I giving. Uh, Just just generally psychological, you know. Was my charm roll? Did that fail, basically? Your charm roll failed at the end. Right. I thought I had succeeded. So Yeah, it, you thought, which is fine, because obviously my roll's a secret. Yeah. So you passed, but he rolled a 15, and he was like... like, And it was the same pattern, the same thing as Jack. You're, you're hiding things, you're holding things back, you're, you know, trying to be all charming and slick with him, and he's just like, something is wrong with this woman. What's your sanity on at the moment, Craig? 61 of 62. Yeah, see? You're not the most sane person in the world. Very someone that's been around as long as Chai is at this point. They are very quick to commit. Do they have quotas or something? (laughs) I think they do. Well, well, why is this game system so antagonistic to mental health professionals? 
They're just trying to help. <laughs> it's antagonistic towards mental health professionals of the 1920s, who, to be fair, are legitimate targets. <laughs> <Ridiculous>. I mean, <laughs> we we need we need like name tag things which say like not crazy, just like fighting cultists. Remember, I mean, Liza had one of those. Wasn't that in like a film or something? Like somebody visiting uh, a, sanator- a sanatorium has to wear like a little badge that says "sane" written on it. <laughs> Join us next time for the exciting continuation of Prison Break Jackal TF Edition. 